Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, and your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! June 15th, 2015. Pumped to have everybody listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. High point in the rearview mirror. We'll touch on that. We'll touch on some Canadian Nationals with Chris Kiefer. Touch on a lot of things. Great lineup of guests tonight. Geico Honda's RJ Hampshire. Factory Honda's Fast Freddy Norin. Trainer to the Stars, Alden Baker, will be on. And uh, your call, 702-586-7857. Please call anytime you want. We appreciate it. Jason Thomas will probably, most likely, be making an appearance tonight. Great to have you guys here. Get this show on iTunes. Get it uh, on the Pulpamex app. Get it on Stitcher app. You can listen live on the Pulpamex app. You can listen live on the TuneIn app. And uh, PulpMXShow.com. As always, looking forward to talking some high point. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Black Ops Moto all on board with us. It's great to have you guys on. Appreciate it. With me, back in the co-host chair after a while off, he's uh, driving around Canada, exploring the west coast of Canada, racing a couple of Canadian nationals, and uh, and uh, generally trying to uh, get those 20 seconds back. The Chris Kiefer. So, Pl- pleasure to be back with you, Stephen. How's everything in the Dirt Rider magazine, DirtRider.com? Busy. busy. Always busy. You brought the new issue. You guys put Caroli on the cover. Yes, that's, that's Courtney bold. used daring, huh? Oh, it's bold. It's yeah. bold. I mean, the guy's gnarly. Don't get me wrong. He deserves it. It's a colorful cover. Yeah. No, he's one of the greatest, one of the all-time. But uh, not sure how it'll sell over here on the newsstand, bro. But, it might you know, sell better hey. than a Chris Kiefer cover. I so. really don't care. Yeah, no, probably would. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, you're fresh off your Canadian national tour. Yes. Two nationals in two weeks. Yes, rough go first round. Yeah. Decent time the second round. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Great, um, great to see all the guys up there, and the team's great, and it was a fun trip. All right, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. Also in studio, uh, he's works racer extraordinaire, uh, and uh, we're happy to have me, ex-band goggle athlete, Gary Sutherland. What's up, Gary? Not much. How you doing? Thanks for coming in, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I don't know if you listen to the show ever, but uh, now you can see the, how the sausage is made, which is not always <laughs> a good thing. Fest. Sausage fest. Yeah, not always a good thing. Producing the show, uh, handling your calls, uh, dealing with the, the pressures of having his own show, Tomorrow, the Devin Gibbs. Uh Uh-oh. What's up, Gibbs? I'm going to kill it, and I am killing it. You're doing a podcast tomorrow. I know. This is the Devin Gibbs show. This is the Gibbs show. (laughs) Dyslexic with Devin. Dyslexic with Gibbs. Um, What are you going to do? What are you going to talk about? Uh... Not quite have it all figured out, but mm. I know I'm going to have a couple of guests on. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, That's a recipe for a great show. It's not all figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know. How many How many listeners are you going to get? I don't know. Probably like 10. Will you or will you not be reading during the show? Will we, can we expect any reading? Uh, probably not. I mean, if a caller calls in and asks me to read something, then maybe. 
That should be great. So you're going to host and produce. Yeah, a little bit. Steve's right. going to help me out a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be on the producing end, which means just setting, hitting record. Right. That's basically it. Yeah. Pretty much. But and he then, won't be and talking. And then letting Gibbs. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not talking to him. Yeah, I'm no, going to let you gonna carry watch. the show. You're sinking or swimming, Gibbs. Yeah. It's going to be hard to concentrate with him snickering in the background, though. Do you, have, do you have a sponsor lined up for the show? Okay. Do I? Right. I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, but thanks, uh, thanks everybody, for listening. And listen to the Gibbs show uh, coming up on iTunes this week at some point. And... Uh, what? Send me questions. Yeah. All the fans yeah, out yeah. there. We can ask tomorrow for some questions. Definitely. Uh, hey, well, you're out there. You're spending $9,000 on a new motorcycle. Uh, you're spending all this money on gear. And uh, you just don't want, and you wonder why you still have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. Go to GutsRacing.com for a new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in te- seat technology for 25 years. Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH, Suzuki, Yosh, Suzuki, PC, Geico, Honda. Half the team in the pits use these guys for their foams, for their covers, for anything else. they got some cool Velcro foam. they got carbon seat bases if you really want to sink some cash into it. Uh, Phantom lightweight seat foam. Pulpamex 2015 gets you a discount at GutsRacing.com. Uh, we thank the guys at Guts for coming on board with us. And a KTM Parts Express, well, over 35 years in, in the business, uh, uh, fast experience. Every experience, fast, dependable service, great prices, huge inventory, experienced staff, KTMPartsExpress.com. Of course, we know Kiefer. Seems like more and more KTMs are out there all the time. Yeah, it seems uh, like they're, uh, they're winning blown. the battle. Last time I went to, up to Canada for the National, actually, I was shocked at all the KTMs. Did you notice that? Yeah, a lot of KTMs. Actually, a lot of privateers on KTMs. That's what I mean. There's just KTMs everywhere. Just, yep. just uh, They let, let the B-Riders, they're all on KTM, 250Fs. And, and I would say more 450 KTMs than there are oh, 250s, really? yeah. KTM's everywhere, bro. Online, online, number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Use the code PulpMX15 to save yourself money. Uh, we can go High Point or we can go your Canadian adventure, Kiefer. What do you want to start with? Let's go High Point. Okay, High Point. This past weekend, um, Kenny Roxon getting the overall, but can't, can't split wins with Dunge. He's got to make points up. Right. He's got to make points up. And right now... Doesn't look good. No, Dungey's opening laps. Did you watch your race? Oh my Dungey's God. opening laps in the first moto were unbelievable. I've that, never seen him ride that gnarly. Ever. Right? That is Tomac-ish, RC-ish, whatever. However you want to say it. Like he's like fifth or sixth, and he's just ripping through the pack, ripping by Roxon and everybody. All See the later. people talking shit saying he doesn't rush things, he doesn't hurry up and go, and he's too methodical. Well, Man, that, that, that's all true, but but I mean not that this first ten minutes yeah. was like slashing. Yeah. Going through people fast. If, if he's going to keep riding like that, it's over for Kenny. I mean, he's right. got almost a 40-point lead. And then also, too, I think they didn't show it on the screen, but the second moto, something must have happened because he caught up to La- Kenny. Just Lappers. He said Lappers got oh, in the way. Okay. And he didn't make, really make an excuse because he said, hey, Lappers can help, can help happen to Roxon too, you know, one of those things. But he was coming, dude. Yeah. He was making some time up. He was reeling him in. Yeah, he was, no doubt. And uh, um, in the 250 class, Jeremy Martin, bad starts. Marvin put on a clinic, 1-1. Right. Not much to talk about there as far as uh, Marvin's concerned. We talked going into the race. Don't you just think high point, just Mar- M- Marvin Moosecan kind of track. Off cambers, ruddy, technical, throttle control needed, that kind of stuff. Just- I saw him too. Like there's a lot of drop-offs at, you know, at that track, and mm-hmm. he would pre-jump and like jump off a braking bump and land. Like, and I've yeah. always said on the show, it's cool to watch him ride. Yeah. But like, yeah. you really watched him on you know, Saturday. You can see him like. Mm-hmm. Pump the bike around like a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It no, was cool. he makes little jumps out of everything, out of berms and yeah, everything it's else. Just rad looking. Uh, Alex Martin, again, dude. I did tying his brother for for third overall. Did anyone expect this? I mean, well, Supercross yeah, was okay. Yeah, but this. yeah. No, this is better than. I mean, obviously, like we said, Supercross he broke out, but uh, 
This was pretty good. Yeah. He, I mean, he's got fitness. He's got a great bike. I heard uh, through the grapevine that he's got Porcel set up from last year. They just gave him Porcel set up. A little bit more. Bottom. In Supercross, I know he had a, like a I know he had like a GYTR setup. So, um, yeah. From pretty, experience, like GYTR setup is okay. But yeah. I mean, for those guys, they need something more. And yeah. It's wise for him to pick something like that. And yeah. In that class, you need motor. So if you don't yeah. have motor, you yeah. ain't getting starts. So and the guy's in shape. Yeah, and he's getting the starts. And uh, yeah, he's something else. It's good. And, it, and good like, to see. And they, you know, Grant says it on the on the broadcast too. He does look like his brother a lot when he rides. Like, yeah, they look pretty close. Yeah, they, they are, well, they're just shorter, right? So like, they don't they can't move around on the bike very much. They're right. kind of stuck there on a bike. Shorter dudes are are that way. They don't look real stylish ever, you know? But they both ride with their back real straight, and yeah. they, they corner the same. Like, yeah. it looks more like he's mimicking his brother more yeah. so than ever. So. Yeah, Jeremy gets in and out of corners so fast, because I don't right. know if it's because he's short or whatever, but he goes from, like, standing, 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 butt touching, butt yep. up, out, out of the corner. You know what I mean? Just, like, in one, like, small little motion, you Yeah, know? exactly. Like a little tiny Ewok. <laughs> Ewok. You know? Like, imagine an Ewok yeah. on, on a 250F. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, it'd be really good. Um... Porcel with the pole and and, and another I'm that. good rides for there. Yeah. I'm How liking. about the Rockstar Husky team ending? Was Osborne second? Yep. And then Jason doing good and second. Anderson moto. got third overall again. Yep. That's three 450 podiums in five races for for Anderson. Yep. And then next year they're supposed to have a new bike. So well, they'll have this bike, right? Right. Well, a new, not the old version of KTM, the newer version. Yeah. Yeah. White plastic. Yeah. So I think that's even going to all get better. new. All no, new. Uh, half new. Hashtag half new. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's cool to see Porcel because he even called. He's like, "Hey, it's going to take me five races to get going." Mm-hmm. And you watch him; he's pulling good starts. Like, yeah, it's and, just and, and he's coming off his worst race at Muddy Creek. He was not good at Muddy Creek, right? And yeah. I, well, I heard from the Griffin he doesn't like that track very much. Muddy so, Creek, yeah, yeah. So immediately he was already over it by right. the time he got there. Well, he fell in the first turn, so you know he came from way back to like whatever twenty right. first or something. But but uh, yeah, he was good. He was I, really good. I see him win the moto. No, you don't think so? No, no, I still don't. Um, you watched him in that second moto and he got out front and he sprinted a little bit, but man, he was, his lap times were slower than everybody else all around him. He was just limiting the damage because he's a smart racer. Right. He's not in shape. Right. That's what I think. He's, second he's, moto, he's, he wasn't. He's not in shape where he needs to be. And that's where the same thing as last year. Right. So for But I still whatever, see him at least winning one moto, maybe the first moto. I don't know. He did to get a lot better. Those guys. I mean, he kept, he kept rocks and honest. Yeah. You know? Dungeon gets uh, a bad start. Rocks in a bad start. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, could, I mean, yeah, it, it could happen. I'm not going to say, you know, no chance of that. But uh, hey, if you're going to buy something from Amazon, go to pulpamex.com. Go click on the Amazon banner that's on there, and it takes you to Amazon. And then you, you know, if you're Kiefer, you need to buy lube or you know, sex mm, swings or anything lube. like that. Heather's fine. We okay, don't need that. thank you. All right, uh, creepy strikes again, and uh, we get a little small chunk of that <laughs> Amazon uh, money, and we really appreciate it. it keeps uh, keeps the show rolling and uh, keeps us able to uh, it keeps us, you know paying Kiefer and getting these guys up here. So we really appreciate that. Um, How about Han? Wilbur, first top ten. Yeah, yeah good, good I think to that's see. That's good. Yeah, I wrote this in my column last week about Wilbur, and I love Wilbur. We all love Wilbur, but man, he looks like he is just hanging on to that bike sometimes. <laughs> he looks so. Do you small. know what I mean? Yeah, like he is strapped. He's a kid who won a, won a contest, right. To get on a Cali four for the F, like and, and like, like he just looks like it pulls him. You know what I mean? Like he's just. It's the opposite of Millsaps. Millsaps <laughs> look like he's humping a b ball on that thing, yeah. and then you look at Will. He's just small and it. Just, yeah. Just but, hey, top 10. Good job That's by him. Good, you know? Coming back from serious injuries. And it looked grim at the beginning of the year, you know, 20th, 18th, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just, I no, think I, he's just working his way in, you know. I think he's putting in the work off the bike, you know what I mean? So he's oh, doing yeah. all that. So that that part is, is, is you know. Yeah. He, like he, if, as long as you just 
keep putting the work in off the bike, he'll keep making progress, I think. Yeah, without injuries, obviously. Yeah, obviously, of course, yeah. Um, Alden Baker, RJ Hampshire, um, Freddie Norn on the show tonight. Pulp and Beck Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And uh, Chris Kiefer, Gary Sutherland in studio with uh, with us tonight. Um, Brock Schmelian's crash. That's also a big topic today for many of us. Man. Dude. That was so gnarly. Like, I didn't, he was already off the bike for the damn jump even started. <laughs> that was ugly. Yeah. Uh, JT said he heard his grip came off. His Which left is- grip. You know, it's hard to believe How's that. How's grip come off? Okay, as a rider, mm-hmm. you know it's loose. So it's spinning in your hand, right? Yeah, yeah. And you always are constantly pushing it in when yeah, you're riding. Right. So I, it's very hard for me to see, unless he has mass arm pump and he can't <laughs> feel that side of the grip. Right. So I don't know. Gary, yeah. you said you super glue your grips on. Super glue is the only way to go. Right. As a mechanic, I use grip glue and wire, you know, in, in the motor world. But see, with Gary, like, he says super glue. I tried that shit, and I got halfway on, and it welded <laughs> itself. I was like, shit. Yeah. Done. What, super so you got to be quick. Super, glue, super glue and some compressed air, maybe? Just super, oh. lots of super glue. A little bit of lube. Uh-huh. Right on. Okay. What lube? You use the super glue as lube. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's what happened. But sweet Jesus. He broke his f- f- uh, femur, tore his ankle ligaments. T- break the bottom bone too. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did some damage. Dude. But as bad as it was, pretty good outcome. I mean, oh, man. I mean, a femur is gnarly, but man, that could have been really, really because he landed like leg back, and that yeah. was high. That oh. was a big kicker. Oh, that was bad. Uh, best wishes to Brock Schmelian going forward from here. Jesus, that was that was ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about the Rockstar Husky team coming in and, and doing some damage. Osborne was great uh, in the second moto. He was he was kept keeping Marvin honest, yep. which is more than we can say for most guys that have happened this year. Problem with Osborne, we want to see it again now because he can be that guy. I th- I think he can. Yes, he can you look be- at Alex Martin and you're like, look, Alex is doing great, but that could also be Zach Osborne. Right, you know? and, he, and he he rode excellent in Colorado, and uh, he had a little bit of bad luck the next round. But, yeah, um, yeah, and that's and that's the thing with him. It's like all a little bit. Um, I mean, bad I, luck or whatever. You know, Zach's a phenomenal rider. I think I know him a little bit, and once his if his head's on right and mm-hmm. everything's going great, I mean, he's dangerous, and also. You know, when we talked to Eli, you know, a few shows ago about, yeah. you know, altitude training, that was kind of a quiet thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this is helping, you know, right. Zach get some extra fitness. Well, Osborne's been out there. He's staying out there, even with Tomac's injury. Like, right. And John was at the race this weekend, and he's been doing the Tomac boot camp and, and all that kind of stuff. So let's hope, I mean, those guys know how to work. And Yeah, and he, you know. he has his family with him, which, you know, helps yeah. him huge. He doesn't have to miss his, his wife at home and his yeah. kid. And, and, I, and I think... Uh, I don't know if this is – he has another year in his contract. Is this Yeah, the, another year. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so that's even more comfort. So I expect him to, you know, be a podium guy almost every round now. Yeah. Jeremy's no. going to be up there, but I think he can be the third-place guy. Jeremy, I'm surprised Jeremy got terrible starts. Yeah, I would have thought early on, like, he'll still get second. He's been that good. Right. And took man, him a little while to get stuck. Yeah, yeah, he got took him a little while to get worked in. Yeah, yeah, I know. It really took him like ten minutes, you know, before he got going. Right. And then ten minutes on, you look at everybody's lap times. He was he was the fastest or the second fastest guy, but you get a bad start. Yeah, I mean, he was back in the twenties. So yeah, and then yeah. you you got well, guys you're not re- you know racing with. You're kind of sketchy. You don't want to stack yourself up the second lap either. His uh his um his his brother jacked him up off the start of the second moto. They they tangled bars. Yeah, he said he threw a little elbow in there. Yeah, that's yeah, good. So, <laughs> um, yeah, good job, a a mart. Um, How about the shout-off for the two-stroke, Steinke? Do you see that? You don't care, yeah, do you? You don't yeah. really give a shit, do you? I mean... I mean, let's say if it is a 125, which I doubt it. It has to oh, be a big bore. I don't bore. know. You think so? Big bore. You, you, 
You don't think <laughs> that that? You for, don't think? Sh- for sure. At least a 144, at least. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, for for guys that have tried that before on a two-stroke, has failed pretty bad. But They have, yeah. Having get a 27th, you know, it doesn't look good on paper, but that's pretty impressive. And that's consistent, 27th, I don't want to bring the mood down, the festive mood on, on Gareth Stanky and his 125, but he beat like six guys in the... Oh, so I wasn't there. In the second moto. So they're all DNF? The yeah, there was like a lot of DNFs. Oh. Well. But, but still, look, he still did He did better than I would have thought, for sure. He qualified straight out of the deal. Yes, absolutely. Right. Here's the thing, Kiefer, and I, and I said this on our Racer X podcast, too. When I raced, I was very competitive. I still am competitive. Right. I want to have the best internet radio show. I want to be the best writer. I want to have the best podcast show, whatever. I, I want to do this. I'm a competitive guy. Right. Um... And I was when I raced, and I was when I was a mechanic, and whatever. That's partly the reason why Chad and I didn't speak for probably a year and a half. We were both pretty competitive people. I was pissed at him. So if I pay $250 to International, the idea is to place as well as I can, slash win as much money as I can, slash try to keep going and getting good rides. Mm Mm-hmm. Why do I want to bring a knife to a gunfight on a 125 two-stroke? Okay. Especially, like, would you agree with me that if you're going to ride a 250 two-stroke in the 450 class, that's less of a disadvantage than a 125? Yes. Yeah, 125, like, the 125 in the 250 F class is the bigger, is bigger disadvantage. Okay. So, great job by him, but why do you want to do that? Why do you want to limit yourself to your positions? What, I'll explain. Maybe if Garrett, it's Garrett, right? I don't know. Yeah, I just know Stanky. I just say Stanky. Stank dog. Yeah. Stanky. Stank stanky. dog. Uh, he wrote great arena cross too. The last round we Killed went to, it, right? Yep. Didn't he win? Yep. Did he, he won, won the last round? Yeah, he won the last, yeah, won the last round. round. Yep. Um, I just, as a competitor, just do what you want to do. Earn more money. Get a point. Get a few points. Um, you know, do as well as you can do. Don't be a sideshow. Don't be a circus freak. Like, next thing you know, is he going to be have lobster claws for hands and be a circus freak? Like. <laughs> I got lobster fingers. I, I look, look, I'm the bearded lady. I'm the bearded lady. Okay. Like, Here's like, why he did that. Like, Let me tell like, you, Good Steve. job for him. Like golf claps. Okay. Like, good job. But aren't you a racer? Yes. But here's the thing. Is Stanky really going to set the world on fire at I don't high know. point? No. I bet best he's going to do is an 18th, maybe. Okay. Well, that's three points. And Will will be talking about him? No. Now we're talking about him because okay, he's but, on a 125. And I think he's going to get more press, which... Okay, but guys off of the bike, his sponsors, you know, gear-wise, goggles, whatever he has, is getting more out of that than he would if he rode his 250F. That's what I'm getting at. Us idiots talking about him, though, doesn't pay his mortgage. He can't go to the bank and be like, hey, I got these idiots in Vegas talking about me. Yeah. So can I, can I just use that money to – no, what gets you money well, is trying to be a professional motocross racer. Let's be real. That's, 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 your, that's what gets you money. Let's be real. If 18th to 27th, it's not a big money gap there. Well, whatever. It's not. But I'm saying – just do the best you can do as a racer. Right. And well, when you start on 125 two-stroke... His bread and butter is arena cross, man. He doesn't care about outdoor nationals. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no I mean, idea. He I makes mean, his money racing arena cross. I, I'm he goes, sure he wants to make money racing, though, and, and do as well as he can. Maybe his buddy said, hey, I dare you to ride 125. And he's like, fuck you guys. I'll ride a 125, and I'll qualify. They're like, yeah, suck well, it. The There's no saying, way. You're the one saying it's a big bore. It is. It has to be. Really? I, I'm a pretty would good... You bet, would you bet? I, if I could have heard the bike, I yeah. would totally would have known. But I, did, I, I heard it. It sounded on 25. Now, yeah, maybe you, you have more experience in this end of things. I have a little slightly <laughs> yeah, a little bit more experience, more experience than you. <laughs> but it did sound like a, uh, you know, a, a high-revving, like, t- revved-out 125. Well, a 144 is still going to rev out. Look, I'm a guy that gave Chris Blose $1,500 to, right. to race Hangtown on 252-stroke. Right, I get he it. He didn't qualify. Right. I'm a guy who built a Project 90. Two-stroke, yeah. building a Project 88 two-stroke. Mm-hmm. I don't hate two-strokes. 
You support the lobster claws out there. What I don't understand is, as a racer, why do you want to just F yourself? Like, why do you want to be that freak, a circus freak? It's t- I don't I, get you, it. You're, you're taking it over the top. It's not a circus freak. It's like he's pleasing. You know how many people coming from a magazine and doing stuff on the Internet, you post a two-stroke post anywhere, it goes Ape shit. It's wildfire. Listen, a lot of people watch watch a lot of people watch the Kardashians on TV. It doesn't make that good. It doesn't make it art. They're making money. Stank dog's not. Stank dog might be making money on the back end. I ain't making money back, here. On the back end. <laughs> uh, Derek, what's up, man? I got two things. I listened to the recap earlier and the one twenty five deal and you and your hate for the, the big jumps. Yeah. Like uh I for one those things. They're they're big, whatever. They haven't been very sketchy. They but haven't been very Nike sketchy. Was jumping it on his one twenty five slash one forty four. He was hitting that quad on the on that thing. So, I mean, like I know you're always talking about why do we need them? Why do we need them? The fans love it. Any pro rider I know loves hitting big jumps. I think you need to lay off on hating on the big jumps. And then back to the same thing though. Why is everyone loving it on the 125? Why is he doing it? I mean, the, the reason we all race dirt bikes is because we love it and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, he was grinning ear to ear when he was out there talking oh, uh, yeah. that quad on the 125. I'm sure he was just grinning at it. Everyone just pelted rocks <laughs> at him nonstop. Like, oh, my God, oh, this is so much fun. Like, you know, like, yeah, this is awesome. Like. I, you, is that fun? Do you think that's fun? Getting pelted by rocks, getting coming into a turn. It kinda is. Okay. I raced a, oh, a local race. All right, see you later. Uh, you lost. Wow. Me that no, it's not fun getting pelted by rocks. It's he, not. He just said. It's right. kind, he said it kind of is. I can't. It's I can't not. deal no, with that. I, I can't deal with that. Stupid. You gotta be real. Right. Right. Um, like imagine Stank went twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Stank dog. What if? Like I'm sure there were times he was coming up on dudes. Like like he's a good rider. Right. He's probably coming up on dudes in turns. And and had them, and then they just Brap, done. and showered him with rocks. Absolutely, that's, that's fun. Frustrating. Hey, stank dog, great job. Right, like you know, I'm just. I just think he. And also, too, by the way, maybe this is showing my age here. Okay. But hearing a two-stroke on the track isn't like something magical to me. It doesn't get you going anymore. I I was a pro mechanic forever. I yep. raced two strokes forever. Like, yeah, okay, whoopee, yeah, that's right on. I think I it... don't get that part of it at all. I right. don't get that part at all. Okay. I understand where you're coming from, and I think his whole point was just to qualify, and he did that. Oh, that's, and that and he then, surprised me. And then whatever happened after that is like fuck it. Yeah, it's okay. like it's like the same guys that qualify for 50 mains and they roll the jumps for the first, you know. Look, all, I, all I, I get it. I get it. Like, I get the people saying good job, and I'm saying good job, stepped right. off. I know what you're saying, but dude, give me a break here. Like, don't you want to do as well as you can? Do you, why don't you just take your 200 dollars and light it on fire? Right. I just think he was doing it for the people and just to see if for he the could people. qualify. Yeah. For the people. Fans love it. You see all the people going ape shit for him? Fans love the Kardashians too. No, they don't. Doesn't make it good. I'm chicks, just saying. Chicks love Kardashians. Guys I'm just like. saying. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm not a hater. Again, supporter Chris Blows. I think it's your delivery. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about, but these people are all fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my, I was about to say my delivery. Rainy Yellow, what's up? What's happening, Abe? Uh, speaking of two strokes. Uh, my wife surprised me. I, I ride, currently ride an 01 YZ250. Mm-hmm. I make it work. Sitting in the garage, I damn near shit my pants, a 2015 YZ250. Your wife got it for you? She put the down payment on uh, on it. I had no idea. And uh, when I asked her why, 
This this tells me she's a keeper. She said you deserve it. Yami, is that what you said? Well, the bad yeah. news the bad yeah. news for her is that bike hasn't fucking changed, so you got the same bike. Good All job new. on that. Uh, compared to the whole lot, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be quite dr- uh, drastic. But uh, uh, actually, not. But yeah, anyway, a little better. Well, well, uh, it's different. I can tell be you, better, but uh, this actually extraordinaire, Mr. Kiefer. There, what? They got SSS what? suspension. I don't think it was on the old one. Right. I think different that was about clamps. Oh two, oh three, but aluminum frame. What? Um, yeah. What would I? What would be some necessities to to throw on there? Oh, listen here, Re, V-force, reed block, PC pipe and silencer, FMF pipe and silencer. Uh, get a pipe and silencer on there, and 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 a V-force reed block. Boom, there he, you go. He's right, dude. That those those things are sh- and like just from experience, PC silencers sound freaking rad on those bikes. Yeah. There now you, uh, you don't need a super cooler on a two-stroke, do you? The Boyson deal. No, you don't get get all crazy with that. No, stock's good. Okay, and then uh, how you give me crap about the people recognizing me, Steve? Uh, I'm at the I did a race on um, Saturday over the Hill Gang deal, and four people asked, you know, Randy, yo, what's up? I never met him before, and uh, some dude busted out his iPhone, took a picture, and said he's going to send it to all his buddies who listen to well, what, what you Blow need, it. Up. What you need to do is send that to Roger at seven, and there's your there's your you know there's some of your sponsorship paying off. Roger. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, one last thing is um, on TV, they kind of play, you know, Kenny and Dungy. They may not be friends, but they're yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Kenny on his Instagram posted a picture of all of them at the airport and seemed like they're having a good time. Like, are those two guys pretty cool with each other? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you, dude. You're all right. Yeah. Right on. So, all right. Well, that's all I got. So, you guys have a good one. All right, Randy Yellow. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Derek. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, man? Hey, um, I know you touched base about this the other day, but I wanted to get Keeper's opinion on what do you think about Tony Alessi marrying a porn star. Lame. What? What? He got married. Yeah, I saw I, a photo. Yeah, he, told, he said Tony Alessi got married, but she, her name's Sunset Diamond. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Are you acting dumb, Kiefer? Or are you don't. Are you playing dumb, or you don't really don't Why know? Are you guys looking at me like because that? Because you're the Alessi expert here. You're the high desert. Here's Alessi the deal: expert. like if Tony married a, a ex porn queen or what? I have no idea. But like, right on, shit. That's awesome. I'm down with it. Yeah. Say, it's great for him. He's an older guy, and now she he's reaping the benefits of all the experience. You know, that's that's great. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's true or not either, but I'm with you. Who cares? Whatever. Right. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Good job. So another question, real quick, um, Kiefer. I got a 2013 KTM 250 XSS. Yep. And the, the the six speed is killing me. Is it is the new bike gonna be that much better? Do I need to upgrade, or is there anything I can do? Uh, th- from the thirteen, it's a little bit better actually. You get a why is the six speed killing him? Uh, that's the way that the ratio is. It's, it's just too short. Mm. Right. Yeah, the gearing ratio. I'm like having to ride that thing like a two stroke. I ride my Shugo all the time, and I'm anywhere between like second and sixth gear on that thing. They make these things. Vor- Vortex makes these things called sprockets. Let me tell you something, buddy. The, the KTM is not known to have a whole lot of torque anyway. Even the new bikes doesn't have a lot of bottom end like the Yami. Oh, we could ask the Stank Dog. Yeah. He loves it. So. <laughs> anyway, so it's more of a mid to top. But from your 13 to the new bikes, there is a better change in the power delivery. So okay. if you're interested in buying a new bike and that was the deciding factor, I would say yes because it is a little bit better. All new. All new. I went up one tooth on the rear and it helped a little bit, but it's still just a lot of work. Yeah, and you know what? KTM's are known for that, man. There's not a whole lot of torque, so you really got to keep them up in the mid to top anyway. So Okay. Okay. Well, sweet. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. Thank See you, it. man. Appreciate it. Uh, 
Yeah. So, anyways. Stank dog. Uh, come with Alden Baker here on the show. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, his clients, which are killing it right now. Uh, Dungy's first. Marvin's first. Uh, Adam Central's third. Fourth in the points. Jason Anderson, I think, is fourth or fifth in the points. Doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, and also, too, he's got this new thing coming on, this this uh, new, I will let him talk about it a little bit, but uh, the things on the helmets, the Lit Pro, little GPS device, and uh, once again, we talked about that last week. I don't know if you heard last week's show or not, but Duran, uh, Aussie guy, was in talking about it a little bit, and I, we've got some questions about it, so yeah, we'll get we'll talk to him a little bit about that. Um, should be an interesting thing, and maybe, hopefully, maybe Stank Dog will call in. Yeah, maybe we get, uh, I know Blair listens to the show, and he's friends with Stank, so maybe uh, we can get some explanation, some backstory on it. And I have his back, unlike you. So, can we get Schmelian to call in and just make sure he's alive? Sweet Jesus! Oh my God! Yeah, I'm just so stoked that guy's alive. <laughs> right? It's kind of kind of crazy. Um, thanks, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, did you get those questions yet from Moser? Did you get those X-Brand questions? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, perfect. Got the uh, BTOSports.com Gab Gibbs X-Brand Goggle Tariff questions, Race Tech suspension emails, and the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day should be an interesting one. And uh, also Vortex Racing, the leader in making top-quality racing components. They offer uh, a thousand different gear choices, uh, proven Vortex design with color anodizing, and uh, they're great guys. They also got, as well as Sprockets, V3 motocross bar, 29% stronger than the competition. So bars, sprockets, chains, Vortex has that kind of stuff. Email roger at vortexracing.com for 40% off. 40%. Dude, that's almost half off. Yo Suzuki runs it. Uh, Babbitt's Cowie runs it. Uh, lots of others choose Vortex. So Vortex Racing, pleased and proud to bring you our first guest on the Pulp Mech Show. The incredible trainer. The man, the myth, the legend. Alden Baker, what's going on, man? Hey, this. How are you guys doing, man? Good. Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. No, thanks, man. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, yeah. I, some fun, so cool. Okay, yeah, no, it's great. Hey, listen, I got to be honest. Uh, the um, the mountain biking has dropped off significantly. Slipping. <laughs> it's 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 really hot, Alden, here in Vegas. And no, I heard, I heard, and and yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, like a hundred and five or so. That that is kind of ridiculous. So I, I I I try to get up early in the morning, and that's not working out. I've been busy with work. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry, Holden. I'm working he's, on he's it. He's laughing now. right now, laughing. But, but I had fun. Yeah. Like I'm, I have fun doing it. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to get back on it. But please don't kick me out of the Baker's factory. All right, man. But now you got to stay real good on your diet, yeah? You know, if you're not doing the other piece, you got to be really behaving on the other part. Yeah, about that. That's not Strike going well. Strike two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, uh, uh. Look, you picked up some new clients this year. You won a Supercross title with Ryan Dungey, uh, and right now Dungey's sitting in first. And uh, Marvin, your other client, is first in his series. Jason Anderson, three podiums and five races in the 450 class. Cincerello just had a season-best second in the first moto. Uh, all your guys killing it right now. Yeah, no, thanks, Steve. I mean, it's going well. And, you know, as you, as you know, it's it, you know, you're really just weekend to weekend, you mm-hmm. know. But, uh, I mean, the boys are definitely working hard. and. Uh, I feel like I got a good group group of guys that really sort of blend in good, and uh, uh, you know they benefit each other in, in, in a lot of ways, and uh, you know they're putting in the work, and it's it's translating, man. So so we, yeah, we couldn't be you know happier with things how they're going, and yeah. uh, you know we'll keep pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, like you said, right? Uh, it's really a week to week thing. Like that's what you're yeah. you're dealing with. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Ryan Dungey, his. We talked about this earlier in the show. 
his opening laps at High Point in the first moto, that's not a Ryan Dungey we see a lot. That was phenomenal. Aggression, uh, attacking the track, uh, airing out a jump that hasn't been done. Like, that is, uh, that's something else. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of the areas that, that he's been working a lot on is that initial, I mean, everyone knows he's, you know, he can go the distance and, and he's a lot more calculated. And, and I think that's really been good for him, especially with creating consistency. Mm-hmm. But we're also trying to work on areas where, you know, you know where he can be better. And, and that's one of the areas that, that, that he knows. And, and he's been working well at that. And uh, it's it's starting to grow, you know, momentum. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're happy. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he's he's definitely getting better and better. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Alden Baker. Uh, give us a call here. Alden Baker brought to you by Vortex Racing. Um, Alden, when, when Eli was taken off there, and, and he was riding great, as we all know, and yeah. five motos in a row, you know, the things with, with Dunge, I heard behind the scenes, he was a little frustrated. He, he actually blew me off for an interview one time, which is fine, but, you know, he's a little frustrated. <laughs> he didn't want to speak after the race and everything else. You as the trainer slash coach, What's your? Do you have to sort of, you know, um, talk guys off the ledge? I mean, you, you and I know that some of the greatest riders, million millionaire riders in our sport, it still boils down to this this mental game and this head game where they're you can't mm-hmm. believe that with as money much wins and titles they have, where they're still like that upset about these things. But anyways, what was that like when Tomac was ripping those wins off? Well, I mean, you know, and. All, all credit to, to Eli. I mean, you know, they came out, they were, were on it, and, and, and they set the tone, and it was, you know, fantastic. But obviously from the rest of us and the riders, it was like, man, we've, we, we've got to be better in, 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 a, you know, in a few areas, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And, uh, you know, I think the, it's easy to get frustrated because, you know, it's not just one area that you're going to have to work on, and you already started a series. So. Mm-hmm you have limited time in a way to make calculated choices. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that for a racer, you know, like Ryan, who's, you know, very competitive and, and really, you know, you're coming off a big high from Supercross, you want to carry that momentum forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's more, the way I look at it is, you know, the only way you get better is from challenges like that. And, and they set the tone and, and, and that was a challenge and, and, uh, I think in all areas we we need to be better with with you know with some with set up with also the way Ryan was approaching the racing and getting out there in the beginning mm-hmm. and uh, you know building on that and and I think there was improvements from the from the first race as we went you know went forward it was sad I mean for Eli to to have a crash like that and that's one thing you know the guys do run that edge and they have tip overs and. Mm-hmm. And you know, but to have something like that was, I mean, heck, I feel for him. That that that's terrible, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. No one, no one deserves that. Where you're now sort of cheese out with it, you know, with an injury. I've seen that just with Adam. You know how devastating that can be. But um, it is a bummer because I think Eli set the tone. It would have been good to see. Okay, well, mm-hmm. how much of a fire would that have lit all of us to gain it? That, that level that, that he had set there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think we were all on track, I think. And as you, you know, in this series, everyone gains as we go through the season in the way, you know, with just bikes set up and, and the way they approach the racing and how they get going. So mm-hmm. that kind of is a bummer because how do you sort of gauge now? But I do feel, and even going off this last weekend, 
you know, how Ryan, uh, you know, is riding and, and I think setting the bar and, and he's, he's mm-hmm. been really, really quick, you know, yeah. and, uh, I think that's showing where the, the team have been putting in some work. We've, you know, done some testing and even out here in Florida, and I think it's been really beneficial, especially translating to the East coast track. Right. And, um, I think it's going to get better and better, but like you say, I mean, it's sad when you lose such a, a mm-hmm. great competitor like that, you know, in, in a scenario where, man, you know, he's, he's, you know, he set that bar and, and, and we want to, you know, maintain it and build on that. Right. You know? Absolutely. And AC, uh, you happy with his progress? Second this weekend. Second moto, he crashed. He didn't move forward as much. And he's ha- he's admitted as much in the second motos that he's still becoming closer and closer to 200%. But are you happy yeah. with his, uh, with his uh, season so far? Yeah. You know, coming into it, we were behind the way. I think that wasn't, you know, no secret. And we mm-hmm. knew we hadn't got those back-to-back, especially motos and laps and getting him back up to speed. Um, but it's coming around. I think the, the progress is definitely uh, better and better every, every weekend. And, and, you know, we go during the week and we analyze and, and we work on areas that, once again, you get limited time mm-hmm. to make calculated decisions to make you better for that next weekend. But I think the more races and motos that AC puts together is the more experience he's gaining, the more race cross he's gaining, the better decisions he's going to be making at the races. You know, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it's just more inexperience. You know, we know he has speed. um, And then we know as we go through the season, he's building up those laps, which, which is coming along. So no, I'm, I'm happy with them. And, uh, um, but I expect a lot from him because he, he is that guy, you right, know, that has right. all those capabilities and potential, you know. Uh, RV, he's he's gone radio silent, Alden. <laughs> um, he's and, and the, the world title chase appears to be over. It, it, you know, he he won a race. He had some good yeah. finishes. Uh, unfortunately, he crashed and hurt himself. I'd love to talk to Ryan himself, but like I said, he's gone MIA. And you were still working with him and still helping him, but. How's he doing? Um, when do you expect him back? Do you expect him back? Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and the one thing with RV, look, it's tough because he's not here with me. You know, and that's yeah. kind of been a new thing for both of us. I mean, we even spoke about that as like communicating over the phone is not easy. It's not mm-hmm. it's not ideal, and and it that was never the case for the last four years. You know, I mm-hmm. can always look at the guy and know where he was at. You know, so it, that's tough, but. I, look, he's, you know, recouping, getting, you know, healthy enough to get back on a motorcycle. Um, that's the first plan. I mean, that that crash was a little bit more damaging than what we all expected. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he you know, not only did he, you know, break a or fracture, you know, fractures in, in the tailbone, but he also compressed some discs. So oh, wow. Okay. That, yeah. You know, that's kind of messed up some nerves, and he's got a lot of numbness still in his knees, but... Um, Look, he's coming around. He's he is focusing on just getting healthy, and then the next plan is okay. Well, when can he start riding, right. and then building up? You know, once again, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we know the potential he has, but how do we get to that point where he can actually go out there and show his potential? That's the big question. Mm-hmm. So we're working on a couple of scenarios of when he can come back, what would make sense, mm-hmm. and. How do we, you know, do that with also keeping everyone happy? But, uh, yeah, he's healing up. I think he's still obviously disappointed. I mean, I don't think that guy's ever been in a scenario where <laughs> yeah. the championship is out of the reins. You know, that's it. No chance, you know. Yeah. So, 
you know, working on some 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 scenarios and also just trying to analyze, okay, well, what's it going to take to put him back out there where he is going to be challenging for the win because otherwise it's not really worth it. Yeah, know? I'd like to see him so, come back uh, and, and, and race the little last bit and then maybe Dis Nations and call it a day, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, that would be, you know, that would be ideal, you know, and, and but there's a lot of logistics on, on how, in the problem is, it's, you know, like he's here in America recouping and doing some training, but then you've got to coordinate it with the European mm-hmm. you know, team. And it, it's not as easy as, as everyone would think it would be, you know. So, uh, but it's been cool. We're all in, in, in conversation and working and also to see, okay, well, what are the best scenarios? Because from my end, I don't want to see him out there if he's not at all prepared. Yeah. You know, that would yeah. be the way he rides it once again his potential to hurt himself again and mm-hmm. he knows that so we've got to analyze what would make sense to be you know where he'd be at his best to come out there you know right yeah so, uh, we had uh eli on the show a few weeks back also and i wanted to yeah. pick your brain a little bit on altitude training i know he lives up in altitude and and where mm. you guys train is close to sea level um how much yeah. of an advantage? I mean, we know the the some of the facts on altitude training, but how much of an advantage it is for motocross to training at, at altitude? You know, once again, it comes down to the logistics of things. You know, I think some altitude training is beneficial in a way, but the, I only see the big benefit with altitude is if you're actually racing at altitude. So, therefore, Colorado would be your most beneficial race. Mm-hmm. You know, being used to, you know, that kind of deal. But the problem, and for Eli, it's not a problem. He lives up there, so yeah. he's already always acclimated. But as soon as you go to, like, if you take someone from, from sea level, and, and I know this from when we used to cycle, our problem, we had to go and do altitude training because we raced at altitude. So we were basically forced to, okay, well, we got to go and spend six weeks minimum training at altitude. Mm-hmm. The one good thing is, okay, yes, your body starts to, you know, build up more red blood cells to get more oxygen because there's not enough oxygen in the air. So that's one good point. The only thing is you've got to be really careful with the intensity of your training up there because now your body's doing extra work to build up these red blood cells. Right. So I found, and this was from my own personal uh, training, was that the recovery would, took me longer. You know, so I had to oh, be yeah, really yeah. careful with the intensity. So it's a fine line where you're gaining in one area, but you've got to kind of really be careful in the other area. So mm-hmm. I don't see that it's a major benefit, um, except if you are racing at altitude. Because right. as soon as you come back down to sea level, well, your body's only going to utilize what it really needs. Now, if the air's got a lot more oxygen, it's not really going to utilize what it, what it mm-hmm. has. You know, it doesn't right. need it, so it's not going to... And that's my remember my personal theory yeah, from yeah. What, what my own training. Um, right. So, you know, I don't see that it's such a huge, huge benefit except for those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alden, uh, we got a lot of questions on my Twitter feed, uh, a lot of questions on the show. We've been seeing uh, uh, Marvin, Dunge, even Kenny Roxon running this little um, transponder on their heads. And I'll be honest, when it first mm. came out, I thought it was something to do with the teams maybe finding a better spot for their own GPS for their data acquisition and maybe uh-huh. maybe you know cuz different teams mounted in different spots come to find yeah. out it's it's a a lit pro device uh, that you've you've mm-hmm. worked with these guys you've brought it sort of into the industry a little bit from what I understand uh mm-hmm. faster laps better starts more effective training 
uh, talk about this thing a little bit. And and uh, you know, I looked. Uh, the, it drops tomorrow, and I got a little sneak peek at it. And uh, this yes. thing's pretty cool for a lot of racers. This this could benefit a lot of people. Yeah, well, you know, as technology improves, this is one of the key areas that geez, I've been waiting for so long. And and the problem is. In the past, you know, some of the big factory teams have had their own data acquisition, and that's been cool. So at the races and at sort of specific test venues, mm-hmm. you can get a lot of information about, okay, well, where is the rider being, you know, where is he inconsistent, where is he slow? I mean, I'm taking lap time, and I'm using my eyeballs to try and eye a guy that's already really good. Right. Where do I break down? And then you do sections, and you're like, okay, well, what about this section? It's... It's a lot easier now with this, uh, with the Lit Pro, which is super easy to use, which you don't have to have a degree, which mm-hmm. in the past, you know, talking to an engineer from one of the teams where he's analyzing all this data, you're like lost halfway <laughs> yeah, through it, you yeah. know, and I'm like, oh my gosh. But yeah, we have a cool device that, that's not massive. It's not, you know, where I've tried stuff in the past where they put on the motorcycle, but then it didn't sit well and it kind of mm-hmm. messed the way... And then it got too hot, and you know. So this is a cool device. Goes on your helmet. It measures. Obviously, the GPS on it is unbelievable. And and really, what separates it from from everything else is the the HD GPS. So the resolution is is phenomenal. So you can actually pinpoint on the track. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, everyone can go to their you know their their website, the litproapp.com, and check it out. But actually, they just launched it. I think a couple of hours ago. Oh, but cool. it's yeah. going you know, obviously full steam ahead tomorrow, but um, you can actually see the, your every lap. You can overlay all your laps. You can get a perfect lap. You can analyze sections. You can move sections mm-hmm. on the app. Uh, I mean, it's phenomenal. And for me, the, the everyday training is where you're doing most of your work. Yeah, That's where you really need it. Like at the races and that, it, it's obviously a huge help, but the teams also have different stuff but even this one is so much more simple it connects to your ipad or iphone and you can start seeing okay well where am i inconsistent which line i mean one of the biggest things i've found is okay well you get choices on lines on a track mm-hmm. which is the better one yeah you know? and yeah you can already see well you know this section through this turn you were quicker here compared to that line that you took on that lap I mean, it's phenomenal, and the cool thing, too, is they're updating it all the time as information mm-hmm. and, and and as the, the feedback comes in, it, it's getting better and better. I mean, it, it really, really is amazing, and, and really for what it costs, I think the, the even the average person that doesn't even have a person out there to take lap times for right. them or, you know, they can have this device and oh, can... go home and learn it. So much on where they slow and where they need to be better. I mean, it, it's really, really phenomenal, and, and it's helped me and, and my guys a lot. I can't imagine the amateur moms and dads that'll be buying oh, this thing. Go uh, LitProapp.com, three ninety nine retail, uh, lap and segment analytics, lap ninety nine, and ghosting, gate drop analytics, yeah. airtime analytics, body analytics. Uh, so it's it's, it's kind of like Dartfish a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, without the dudes there and without right. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Give us an idea, Alden, like uh, somewhere specifically with one of your guys where this thing really helped out. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's many, many times, but give us an example of where uh, the software, this Lit Pro thing helped one of your guys out, either during the week or at a track, at a racetrack specifically. Just 
Can you think of well, something off the top of your head? Actually, well, every one of them is, is actually, it, it's helped out a lot. And, and because you, you get a wide variety of, of, of line choices alone between the guys. Mm-hmm. So you can consistently see, okay, well, you know, we went to the outside there on that section, it was better. Because it shows you how much lap time you're behind on your perfect lap. Right. So you can you can throw your perfect lap of what it's what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. And that's what's also cool because in motocross, the, the terrain changes. Mm-hmm. So I can't really go with what the day before lap time right. to the, the next day. But you can see after just a couple of laps, well, okay, well, what sections were, you know, and get a perfect lap. So mm-hmm. then you can really gauge, all right, we already see what the track is capable. And then when you see inconsistencies, I can break it up. Was it, you know, I can break it up into as many sections as I want. So, mm-hmm. With the guys, it's really been helpful with line choice um, and also breaking up into, okay, well, what turns or what sections are their problem? Is it the tight turns? Is it the fast sections? Right. And another cool thing about this is that elevation, you know, where we all know that if you're too high in the air, you're not going forward. But yeah. we're about, are you too high or where are you inconsistent? Right. So it shows you that. And then the other big thing, too, is the starts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the gate drop. Uh, part to it where it'll give you all the breakdown of the speeds from the, from start all the way through the straight. So there's so much in there that it's almost uh, in the multiple things that it that it that it can help you you know in in so many areas you know. But with all right. the guys, it, it, it's been a lot to do with line choices. You know where they may think that it's quicker through one uh, section, but mm-hmm. we can prove to them that it's actually not. And it's really cool that they can see that. You know, they can overlay and, and uh, you know, I've got the opportunity to actually overlay my guys together. So right. that's, yeah, that's even awesome. huge. You know, I can say, well, hell, he's, you know, he set the, the tone and, and they, they can't really complain because it's right there. You know, they can't <laughs> say, ah, oh, well, no, I don't believe that. There's right. no way he's quicker through that section. And you say, well, there it is. Uh, so it's able to set that bar a little higher for everyone and, and, and help them, you know, because really that's what it's all about. Lit so, no, Pro, a very, oh. very impressive device. LitProApp.com, L-I-T-ProApp.com. Voltax Racing, you bringing you Alden Baker on the Pulpamex Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. You were saying that you compare your, your, guys, your riders. Let's say a guy buys it, um, say me, and then Joey Racer has one too. Is there a way to look at his stuff as well, or do you have to log in for him to see his stuff, or is there... There's a well, way you can I see think, a guy. Yeah, and that's that's a good question. I think it's evolving where eventually you you will be almost kind of like how I feel Strava and bicycles, you know, are have come to where you can compare. Right. Um, that that I don't think you can do yet. Um, but obviously I'm able to already do it on on the on my account that I yeah. have with my guys now. So that's going to be possible for sure. Um, but That'll the cool, cool thing is initially, obviously, you can compare it to yourself. But from what what I understand, as soon as you you know have one account or you can join accounts, you can actually see the other you know the other persons and compare. Which yeah, from what is I super, super cool. From what I gather from talking to Michael from LitPro, like all the tracks in Calf California have been shot, you know, mm-hmm. and so it'll be mm-hmm. like Strava. You'll be overlaying Paris Raceway, and you'll be able to see other dudes Paris Raceway lap times. That's cool. So you could actually be like, oh look. Uh, Kenny Roxon was out at Glen Helen. I want to see where he's. And look at look how much faster he is than me. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you know what I mean. So that's that's here or it's coming right now. So, 
Um, and then cool. also too, like uh, I understand, like Lit Pro, like you no longer work with Kenny Alden. We know all about that, but uh, Lit Pro mm-hmm. is still doing things with him, and sort of the RCH team has a little proprietary thing with them. And then you yeah. have your guys, and so like more and more teams in the pits are are discovering this this Lit Pro and, yeah. and the benefits of it. Well, that's the thing, and and that's where it, it it's so key. Is I mean, I I wouldn't understand anyone that wouldn't want this aid, for, especially for for what it costs. Mm-hmm. Is such a huge helping aid. So all the, the teams are jumping on board and seeing where it's benefiting, um, you know, and, and, and helping them obviously inform their riders. And the cool thing is the riders are getting more and more into it where, you know, they can download the app on their phone and, and they can look at that stuff. As soon as it's downloaded, it's, mm-hmm. it's available. So um, it's been amazing how it, it's just in a short time how they've, you know, they've progressed. So quickly, you know, and and you know, and still with so many more things coming. So it's it, it's really really cool. And once again, that consistency is key, as we know in races. Um, and getting that, you need to be knowing where you know is there a rhythm section that that you could be better in or you right. slow in. And how do you you know, diagnose that? And to me, this is really the only right. way. This is um, what this is going to do for racing. Is it's kind of what the ghosting software has done. You know how Feld, Feld designed supercross tracks with these different split lanes and these lines, and they want to make this great racing. Well, eventually, what happens yeah. is all these dudes figure out from ghosting, from software, from video, they all know yeah. which way are the best way, and they all end up going that way. And Feld wasted their money trying to do this. This LitPro yeah. app is going to do exactly that too. You're going to be able to be like, look. I, I feel like that outside is faster. It looks faster, but no, no, it's not. I, I got the math right here. Yeah. So I will never go to that outside line ever again. No more line from the riders. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, yeah. Exactly. And one of the cool things, because, you know, that ghosting is cool, but remember, you still got to be able to film that. Oh, yeah. And you, it yeah. works pretty good in Supercross, but you're not going to film a whole track in an, out, in an outdoor in yeah. an X-ray. Oh, yeah. No. You know, so that's where the Lit Pro, to me, just blows everything right out of the roof because now you've got the full deal. You know, so you have um, the the ghosting guys. I mean, that that's a super expensive, and you're paying expenses for everybody to come and film. I mean, this is this is three hundred ninety nine (laughs) dollars, and and you're set. You know, compared to um, yeah, it seems like a real cool deal, man. And and you're on board. How did you get hooked up with this these guys? How did you find this out? Where where did you first test it and, and look at it and everything? Well, you know, and it started with when I was still with RV with Cowie, and and I kept on kind of badgering the the data acquisition guy that had come from road racing <laughs> right. because I remember that technology in road racing in MotoGP and how critical that data is and how the riders sit off and they analyze because they're obviously it's you know one you know one tenth is huge in that deal, yeah, yeah you know so breaking down the track is critical. And I remember that in MotoGP, and then I would come to motocross and supercross, and I'm like, well, you got segment times, but still, like, what about the rhythm lanes, and what about, you know, inside or outside, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, how do we get that better? And, and I, I almost said, well, I, I kept on telling the guy, Cowie, like, how do I go on a course, or can you send one of these guys <laughs> over to us? Yeah, yeah. He could, he could limit it. Yes, I don't need to know the temperature of the engine, or what the yeah. stroke on the fork is doing, but... I want to know the actual what's going on on the track. And then actually finally he, he had met um, Michael and you on, on their system 
And he said to me, he said, hey, you, you might want to check in with these guys because it's one of the best mm-hmm. systems he's seen for what you're getting and the least amount of software and crazy stuff you have to, you know, put right. up on a bike. Yeah. You know, so that's when I made the connection, you know, with Michael. And, um, you know, at that time, they were just early days, you know, sorting out things with RCH. And, and I think right. you know, RCH were really, really, you know, I made a great move, I feel, with, with getting that kind of data, which, mm-hmm. you know, so that's where it started. And then, you know, we we struck a friendship there. And I said, man, I, I have to have that, you know, obviously, you know, I have a new track that I'm building right. and I need it for my training. I mean, you know, not alone with all the heart rate stuff, which you can also connect to this too, which is awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, you can, um, you can Bluetooth your heart rate monitor and you can look at yeah. your heart rate. So if you, I'd like to see a heart rate when, you you know, you come up short on a jump or something. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Like I say, all this information is, is phenomenal. It, yeah. it, you can start loading up. And then it's kind of cool too, just, just alone for the average person to know. A lot of people have asked me, well, how much riding do do I have to do during the week? And I said, well, that varies, but what are you doing at the moment? And I don't even know how many laps they do in a week or whatever they're doing. So this automatically, you know, locks it all up where you've got to, you can go straight to it and tell, well, this is what I've done for this week. This is, you know, and you can start to build that mm-hmm. really awesome calculated log of where you're at and what you're doing. You know, we so, uh, you're always out with your guys, you know, and you're, you know, taking lap times, doing your stuff, training them. But do you ever get to get on a dirt bike yourself and go ride at all? I mean, no, <laughs> never. Uh, and you know, and I, it goes back to you know, I used to back in, in 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 the Ricky days. I remember, you know, his mom was all about like, especially if he was out there alone. You know, we'd be like, I wouldn't get out there with him, and I'd be like, all right, you know, I'll get out there. I mean, heck, I, there's no way I can ride anywhere near right. these guys ride, but. Yeah. I'd feel like if I went to the gym afterwards, they couldn't say to me, well, but I've done two motors before this and all this. I'd say, well, I've suffered through two motors and it's been harder for me than you. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. So I used to ride back in the day there on a good old 250 that was way too tall for me. And <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. And But then one of the days I had a decent get off and I thought I'd broke my hip and then that was it. I thought, you know what, what am I doing? Broke my I'm hip. trying to ride. And another very important bit of advice that Ricky gave me back in the day when I asked him, I said, man, how am I looking? Right. And he said, he says, man, it's only a matter of time. And I said, well, what? What do you mean matter of time? He said, till you bust it. <laughs> you know, meaning, you know, as you get better, you, yeah. you're only going to push that limit and it's going to bite you. And, and then that struck me pretty hard. And I thought, you know what? I ain't learning anything riding, to be honest, mm-hmm. but watching and analyzing is going to help me make them hopefully a bit better, and, and that's when I yeah. said, you know what, I need to stay off these things. Yeah, exactly so. right. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Thank you, Alden. Thanks no, for taking the time. Um, thank you, guys, man. I, I appreciate info. it. And keep, yeah, keep up the good work there, and uh, yeah, appreciate Lit your support. LitProApp.com, three ninety nine. They're out now. Uh, hooks up your iPhone, iPad devices, and uh yeah, just take a look. It's got a bunch of cool things. And if you're using it and you're using it with your guys, then, then that's great. So, you know, it works. Pretty soon we're going to have the Lit Pro Nationals at Milestone. <laughs> yeah, exactly hey, right. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking. Yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Alden. Cool. We'll enjoy your weekend off, by the way. So, um, yeah, no, sure. Looking forward to it, man. It'll, it'll be good. No man. doubt. I appreciate that. And, and, and you guys, too, man. Yeah. You're, you know, hit yeah. the high road a, a lot. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Sounds good, Alden. Thank you, man. See ya. Okay.
Thank you, guys. All right. Take it easy, chat. Vortex Racing, you're bringing you Alden Baker on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. this guy right here. It's going to be good. I think single, it's like, cool. Like, like I said about the amateurs, like mom and dad, oh, my God. Right. Like, well, the thing is, too, a lot of guys are professional practicers in California, and they love this kind of shit. So what they're going to do is they're going to buy this thing, and they're going <laughs> to actually virtually race other people when it's available. And you can, like, look and see the times, kind of like Strava for Moto, which is, you know, it's going right. to blow up. It's going to be right. insane. Wait till people start... Uh Calling sponsors and saying they were third fastest on Thursday practice. <laughs> right, exactly. Listen, check out my lip <laughs> yeah. pro, bro. Yo. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here before we uh, – maybe we'll, we'll skip our first commercial. We'll do it after um, after Hampshire. Uh, Patrick, what's going on, man? How are you? Patrick, we're good. How are you doing? What's up, bro? I was calling about the 145 Stank Dog deal this weekend. Yes, yeah, Stank Dog. Stank. Yeah, it's like, what is it, 20 minutes into the show and you're already talking about him? So that's some good publicity. Yeah, no, like I said, he can go to the bank and uh, he can say, listen, uh, bank people, I don't have the money for my mortgage, but uh, these idiots on this internet radio show are talking about me, so that's... What's that getting me? Yeah, what, you know, I need some money. So, I mean... I know, okay, that's the bad side to it, but, hey, you know, he probably didn't have a deal coming in to Nationals in he's a arena crop guy. Yeah. And popped up, so that's not a bad... You know, no deals. You might as well take some publicity. It's uh, kind of a seven-deuce-deuce all you can do to make ends meet, right? Yeah, no, good, no, for sure. And, and like I said, I'm surprised he qualified, man. Um, so good job by him. Yeah. Like, hey, just to let you know, like, I understand his reasoning, so I get it. I ride, so. Who? Thanks. Oh. I understand. Like, hey, so I'm only going to get, reason. you know, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to set the world on fire, so I might as well look cool and get a lot more exposure riding a two-stroke than, you know, riding my 250F. So, I understand. Yeah, anything will help him coming into the next arena cross season. He's got a, he's got a low number. He's in the top ten, and this is just a little bit more to add to it. Who knows? Maybe next year's ride will be a little bit better, and every year it's been getting better and better. Right. Uh, you know, Pulpamex, anybody that helps him, myself, I've helped him since he was a little kid. I was yeah, surprised I, to see I, he made it. I was uh, I was at Stank Dog's first ever Arena Cross main event win. I'm very happy with that. No, you weren't. I wish I could have been there, but you were in your hometown. Glad you oh, beat it. Vegas? He didn't win the he didn't win a moto. Oh, overall, yes, yeah, but motos. I'm talking. He oh, won a moto. Yeah, he won the overall. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Patrick. Though, thanks for uh, calling, man. Appreciate it. Tell Stank Dog what's up. Yeah. All right. Thanks. See ya, Mitch. What's going on? How are you, Mitch? Mitch. Hey, what's up, Mathis? What's up, Mitch? Hey, what do you think of that? Uh... First 450 minute at high point. I thought we talked a little bit about that. I thought Ryan Dungey was phenomenal. Yeah. I thought that was an awesome moto. I mean, it was no 2000 high point with a Kelly Smith, Mathis, Tim, KTM, but it was pretty awesome. Dude, 2000 high point. I mean, it's the muddy. Jerk off. It takes incredible, phenomenal mechanical skills to make a bike last through that kind of mud and the treacherous conditions. And I did it. Yeah, that's, and what, Kelly it, Smith did that's it. what I mean. Right. Yeah. No, it's. Phenomenal mechanic work, basically. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch. Thanks. Hey, I just have one more quick question. Yep. How's Kiefer smelling tonight? I smell good, dude. Like Gary, how's he smelling? I rode all the way up here with him. I'm not going to comment. Gary's the one that stank up the <laughs> truck, but I was smelling good. So, <laughs> how, how, The people ask you for Burberry samples in Canada? I got two smells in Canada. Two, two sniffs. Two Canadians coming up and smelling two you. Two Canadian oh sniffs. Oh, my God. It's creepy. And he yeah. loved it. Thanks, Mitch. See you, hey, thanks for all the free content. You do an awesome job, Mathis. Yeah, thanks, man. We appreciate it. I, I like that. All right, I have a good show. All right, thanks. Paul, what's going on, man? Paul. Uh, Paul. Hi, Paul. No, I'm pretty good. How are you? Hi, Paul. Hey, so 
So I, I've heard a rumor around a few times that Chad Reed and his wife are swingers. Whoa. Do you have any insider information on this? Um, no. All right, Paul, let me talk to you about this real quick. No, uh, I don't know nothing. No, <laughs> no I think it's the long t- the Tony Alessi uh, marrying a porn star thing. Uh, good for them, you know, so... It's the same thing, like, you know, there's a gay motocrosser. He's like, yeah, just, gay Suzuki rider. Yeah, exactly. Gay Suzuki so, rider. Who is who it? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Thanks, yeah, Paul. Well, thanks, Paul. Well, good for him. I just had a question. Right. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Paul Mekshaw was presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, let's get on our next guest. Let's get, let's skip. We'll take a commercial after our Geico Honda's RJ Hampshire coming up. Um, what do you think about that lip pro thing? What do you think? I think it's cool. Like I'm yeah. techie kind of like that. When I go practice and, and you know, and I ride, I wear my Garmin all the time, so I always look at my lap times. And but it's cool if you can overlay and see it. And I like that ghost feature. And I also like, you know, like I asked them, I go, if you have two or three other guys on the track, can you see their stuff? You know where they're going. And yeah, that's that's here, or it's it's coming, or it's already here. And apparently they're gonna they're going to go and take HD. Photos of tracks all across America and do that. The problem I have with that is is Southern California tracks change a lot. Like they put a bump here, there, and if they do the time segment thing, yeah, no, it's going to change. What do you want them to do, bro? You need to do it like every week. That's what I want them to do. Atlas brace. Have you tried Atlas braces? We ever talked about Atlas braces? Actually, I saw the guys in Canada talk to them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Did you wear one or no? You don't wear one. I don't wear one. Yeah, you don't wear one. Uh, Atlas brace usually safety comes at the expense of comfort and mobility. Back in 2007, many of you uh, people uh, tried different braces. Well, try the Atlas one out now. Uh, the Atlas, uh, 20% lighter, three times more suspension, maintain much-needed flexibility, and they contact 27% more surface area of your body. AtlasBrace.com, complete redesign for 2015. We thank those guys at Atlas. Uh, people, a lot of people out there uh, try, try the neck braces. Maybe they take them off because they're too bulky, they don't fit, whatever. Uh, I urge you people to try an Atlas. Um, you'll notice a huge difference. Uh, Martin Davalos, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, and RV, just some of the guys that try Atlas braces. So uh, we thank those guys for coming on. And we appreciate you guys listening tonight. And um, lots of two-stroke talk. So, As always. Like I, like I said, though, like, like people go, oh, my God, that sound. And, like, I yeah, get I, it. I know. Like, I get it, but. I mean, I'm 40 years old. I was a pro mechanic in 96, working on two-strokes until 2003. And then Timmy even switched to two-stroke indoors for those races when things went shitty on the four-stroke. Right. I've been around so many two-strokes in my life. I know the sound well. Yeah, well, people still freak out on it. Like, I personally would rather ride a four-stroke any day of the week. Yeah. But... There's still guys out there die hard, love the sound, love the smell, love yeah. the love the and guy also, racing. And also too, like I'm a I'm a little bit of a mechanical uh, guy, technology in, in, inclination towards technology. The two strokes, I mean, for ten years they didn't change. I mean, aluminum frame, uh, but Jesus, when was the last time they really changed much? Power valves came in, and uh, the um, carburetors were advanced a little bit. You right. know, with um, there's nothing direct, you know, direct fr- injection or nothing. like Yeah, that. like. Two strokes had come to a point where they were pretty much the same bike, and there wasn't much going on. I mean, for God's sake, at Yamaha, we were putting on uh, cylinder heads that were Mark McGrath right. in 98, 99. Yeah. That's what we were testing with. But there's a reason why manufacturers still make them, you know, because yeah. they're still popular. Well, and two, people out want of, them. two out of the five. But I think that's going to change, too. I think oh, do you be... have some information? No, I'm just saying I, I predict oh. in the next... You're going to get in trouble from somebody at Yamaha again or somebody else? Not from Yamaha, but I'm just saying it could okay. happen. Um. So, you know, these four-strokes, I mean, titanium, EFI, they, they turn the cylinder around. They've got uh, uh, air forks. Like I mean, 
four strikes four strokes are like a buffet. There's a lot of options you can do. Yeah. Two stroke is like there's not that many. Yeah. So I, I get excited for like the, the technology on four strokes a little more. I get excited for Roost MX too. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. RoostMX.net, Pulp Nation section on the website to get Pulp MX uh, t-shirts, stickers, bike graphics, as well as these guys are the official graphics for the Cycle Trader Rock River team of Alex Parton and Rensland and, and Kelly Rusk. Kelly Rusk absolutely murdering me in my fantasy moto every week. Congratulations on that. Uh, using X-Brand goggles, though. Um, quick 48-hour turnaround and 16 years in the business for RoostMX.net. We thank those guys, and they will welcome our next guest on the show. He is uh, Geico Honda's RJ Hampshire. RJ, what's up, man? How are you? Ah, uh, doing good. How are you, Matt? We're good. We're good. We're hanging, um, hanging like your rat shroud, the radiator shroud this weekend. Uh, that, uh, uh, came off probably, yeah. Yeah, that was not your mechanic's fault, though. Let's get that out in the open. That was not your mechanic's fault. Uh, he was he was stressing. I could tell every time I came by. But when we got back, it was uh, my bolts were still in, so I just dragged it in a rut and kind of ripped it off. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, hey, you ran up front for a while in that first moto. That's good. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, it felt good. I got a good start and got excited quick. And uh, <laughs> I was just going for it. Right. Kind of, kind of met the shroud definitely messed me up, but I rode a little tight, too. So. Yeah. But it was good to get up there, see the pace, and kind of ride up there for, up front and uh, be there for most of the moto. So well, that's, cool. just, that's just it. The next time that happens, you'll be like, okay, I got this. I know what, I know what goes on up here. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe calm down a little bit. Right. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. We got a question for Geico Honda's R J Hampshire. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saves you twenty percent with those guys. Second moto. How was it? You okay from that? Um. I mean, for the most part, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, I got a terrible start, and then just trying to pick my way through. And me and McElrath kind of came together off that double. I mean, I'm lucky to be in the shape that I am. I mean, I look. Pretty bad, but I feel actually pretty good. Yeah, so, it was gnarly. Not, not too bad. Did you? Yeah. Did, did you I mean, cross rut? I, no, I didn't. I mean, that was kind of the line I was running all day, and I just didn't know he was there. So we both kind of scrubbed, and I guess he didn't know I was coming right. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. He got lucky. He didn't go down too. Though. I just kind of got the crappy end of it. But yeah, like I said, it could have been a lot worse. Coming off your good moto at uh, Muddy Creek too, you had, had a good, nice second moto there, right? Yeah. Like I said, it's like uh, it's rough. I mean, I have a high, I have a low, yeah, I have yeah. even higher, and then I get even lower. So it's just like <laughs> up and down, kind of the rookie season. Yeah, Jordan's the same way. Your teammate Jordan Smith, one bad, one good, one black flash of brilliance, one crash, right? Like yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like we can't put can't put a whole day together. We mm-hmm. either get a good qualifying, terrible first moto, good second moto, or terrible mm-hmm. all around. I don't know. It's just, but, like, this weekend I had something that I haven't had, which is, like, speed and aggression. Mm-hmm. So, like, I took a lot of positives out of it, even though it was my worst worst overall finish. Right. But I feel like that was the best thing I've done all season, even in Supercross. So, like, I was mm-hmm. I was happy about that. 702-586-PULP for Geico Honda's RJ Hampshire. Yeah, I was, I've watched you the last couple of races, and I've been watching your bike a little bit. And it seems like your bike is getting a little bit more stable, and it seems like it's it just handled a lot better. Have you did anything since the beginning of the, the first round? Yeah, we actually done a lot. Well, I spent almost two months in California, which was, uh, you know, I didn't really like it, but it helped me out a lot. We, I felt like I had a good setting coming into Hangtown, and that wasn't the point. It wasn't a fact. And uh, kind of struggled there pretty bad. Didn't even make it in the top ten all day. And then uh, 
tested all week, came to Glen Helen, still didn't have a good setup, and then I just kind of sat down with Rock, and we uh, discussed some things, and tried a new setting that our suspension guy caused, came up with, and seems to be working good now, so me and Jordan are both pretty much on the same stuff now, and we keep improving, so I think that's a good step in the right direction for the bike and, you know, us as a whole team. You had a good conversation with Rock, I can imagine that was just a one-sided conversation <laughs> with Rock. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, he was, he kind of agreed with us that okay. you know, we needed to do something different, so mm-hmm. like, it wasn't just, you know, me, me and Jordan are both having the same, you know, yeah. problems and struggles, so it was like, we made a change, and then, you know, Jordan would try it, or it was just like opposite. And, you know, like I said, we have a pretty solid bike now that I'm uh, happy with. Now mm-hmm. I'm just getting comfortable with that setting. Which which is huge. You know, you get to have a setting that's good and, and stable, then you actually can go practice and ride and have to worry about testing all the time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, now I'm back home on the East Coast. Like, I'm not changing setups every day with what, yeah. what in uh, California we were doing. I mean, every day I was on a different setup and trying different things and just searching for things. Some days, some weeks I wouldn't even get motos in because we were just trying to test. And yeah. Now, now we have that set up and happy with it. Happy with the bike. Happy with the team. So it's just kind of putting everything together now. Dude, I've, ne- two, I've, I've never seen. I've never seen like more than more than ever the last couple of years. There's like nobody in California anymore. Like Weston Pike and Josh Grant and like these dudes. All of these dudes, they cannot wait. To get out of California, you well, know. Like, the, the thing, and RJ can attest to this. He lives back east, and I've been back there. And the tracks are unreal. Here, it's overcrowded, and the tr- the, the the tracks don't change. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always the same people, and there's hundreds of them on the track. You can't ride <laughs> how you want to ride, or you have right. Joey Ryder seeing you know his name on the back of the jersey, so he gets behind him and tries to race him for two laps or, or cuts the track. It's just a lot of bullshit that comes along with California that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and I and I feel like the tracks are kind of pointless to test on yeah. during the week. Whenever Dude. the race day, it's like completely different. Like I, my bike was sick during practice. Right, showed up race day, and it was like yeah. you're completely. Um, you're preaching to the choir there. I used to say that at Yamaha all the time. Like, what are we doing? Like, th- this is nothing. Like, we used to show up at High Point, which was round three, right. and our guys would freak out. Because, you know, it's nothing like Glen Helen or whatever. Eventually, we got to a point where some of us, we would go to Florida a little bit to Chad's house or Timmy's house and um, and test a little bit. But you're right, RJ. It it kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense, man. I've seen it. Guys freak out at High Point or the first East Coast round, whatever it is. And they're just like, oh, yeah. my bike, my bike. Dude, even like Glen Helen, though, like on race day compared to uh, oh, yeah. Thursdays, like whenever we got there in practice. Like, yeah. It was like, I felt like I couldn't even ride out there. That's how that, like, <laughs> but it was different because, like, I had a killer qualifying time there at Glen Helen. Yeah. I qualified fourth, I believe. But then just as the track, like, got tore up, I went out there for my first moto. I had the worst moto of my life. And then it just kind of went downhill all day. We uh-huh. made changes, and it was like there was nothing I could do because my bike was so far off what it should be. Right. And it's it's hard to find that, especially on race day. Now, and you say off, is it too soft or too stiff? Um, there, I believe it was too soft because yeah. my front was getting too deep coming down those hills. Right. And my like uh, my rear was too light. So it just felt like it was always wanting to like do a front flip over the front. Hey, this is too your rookie year. And we talked about this last year uh, when you jumped into the Nationals and you talked about how different your race bike was from your practice bike and now you're fully into your first pro year. 
testing is an art, is a skill, is it not? Like, you're learning more and more, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm actually getting pretty good at it now. I know I was terrible at first. Mm -hmm. I'm still quite terrible at Supercross. Yeah. But this outdoor thing, like, I feel like I'm uh, getting better at it. Like, each time I go out there on a new setting, like, I can, you know, pick out exactly what changed and what's better, what's different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that helps out rock big time. Same with our suspension guys. Right. We're learning. What's uh, what's the Rocco like as a manager? What's he like? Because uh, I love going to talk to him at the end of the day. He's uh, always so happy to uh, to talk. Uh, he's hard. It's hard to read. I mean, <laughs> he did. I I don't know. It's it's different. Like he's an awesome dude. Yep. Does a lot for us. But it's it's hard to know if he's happy. Does he hate me? Does he love me? Right, right. Yeah. At high point, high point, we're all up in the um, bunks. We, I think, our best qualifying was 15, and so there's all four of us, like from 15th to 21st, and he, we see him walk around the corner, like straight face, just looks up there, and he says. I hope you guys are just warming up or something and just walks away. Like, (laughs) we we didn't know what to do after that. But, I mean, it was all right. He's he's awesome. Right. (laughs) Because you're just warming up. Uh, Ryan's got a question here. Ryan, thanks for calling the uh, show. Uh, RJ Hampshire brought to you by RoostMX.net. What's your question for him? Hey, I just got a question for RJ. Um, I was just wondering if there's a guy that's on a team that's kind of like the hype guy that just lets you know, like, these are your past accomplishments and this is why you should be here. Like, if you start to get down on yourself and, you know, that would obviously affect your results, who's there to let you know that you belong there and the things you've done in the past and the reasons why you belong there? Who's sucking you off more? That's what he's best. <laughs> I mean, honestly, our whole, our whole team has positive vibes going around. I mean, they, they tell you when you suck and yeah. you know, they tell you when you do good. But, uh, you know, Kibby, Kibby's a huge part of, you know, what goes around on the team. And I don't think, like, many people think that. But Kibby's a good uh, dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's awesome. And, uh, you know, this weekend he had a bit long talk with me. We actually went up and watched uh, some LCQ motos. And, mm-hmm. you know, he asked me out a lot, too. So, right. you know, I don't think it's just one person. It's the whole team. I mean, we got awesome guys working there. I don't mm-hmm. think there's one uh, negative person there. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Ryan. Cool, man. Thanks. Thank you. So, uh, um, RJ, you talking about LaRocco and how he's hard to read and, you know, you don't know if he likes you or, or not like you, got me think, <laughs> got me thinking, like, we should get somebody on here for some advice about working with Rock and dealing with Rock. And so, of course, uh, the number one guy to call internet, motocross internet radio show, Will Hahn, welcome to the show. <laughs> Wilbur, so RJ Hampshire is on the line, right? <laughs> And yeah. and we said, Will, we said to RJ, but we asked him about the the rock, and he's he's having some difficulty reading the rock's emotions. Uh, when they qualified poorly at a race, Rock, you know, just walked by and said, "Hope you guys are just warming up," and walked out. Um, and you you won a title with Larocco. You hug Larocco. Um, give RJ give our give RJ some advice. I tried again this weekend and it didn't work. So I, I, that's an old privilege. <laughs> give give uh, RJ some advice about you know having the rock as a team manager. How do you break through that? Pardon the expression, the rock facade. I don't know. I think it's tough. I think Chuck Norris have a tough time reading rock. <laughs> I think that um, it's just one of those deals. So he's he's a guy that's uh, 
he obviously has taken his job very seriously his whole life. I mean, he, that's how he got into his position and, and, and how he was so successful. But at the same time, uh, it's just a teddy bear. It's just a, a big one. RJ, he's uh, a teddy bear. A very, a very buff one. He's a very buff teddy, teddy bear. <laughs> he's a spiky teddy bear, like a porcupine teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, you, you rub him. Be careful. <laughs> No, I just think that it's uh, you know obviously he wants always wants the best out of his guys and it's, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, he's trying to find that always and uh, which is always easier said than done and, and it's always he was the same way with me and I, when I first got on there I was the same way like man this is, this guy's hard to read and right pretty sure he might want to just arm wrestle me until my arm snaps off and, <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things I think that um, you know it'll break through it RJ's a you know I'm a big fan of him and. Okay, does does The Rock like any kind of specific candy? Can RJ bring him some cake? Is there anything you recommend as far as that goes? Rock is protein. not going to eat cake. I can promise no cake. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Unless it's a protein-filled cake, I can promise you. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, maybe you can make some up a protein shake or something and, and you know. I don't... Yeah, I'll have to work on that one. <laughs> Just go up to Rock and be like, hey, how you doing, Rock? Here, I made you a protein shake. The, the best thing to, I think to break through the rock would be just go to Bud's Creek, get on the box, and just as soon as you walk up to grab your trophy, start doing push-ups or burpees. <laughs> and then if you did that, I just, man, this, it was easy. No problem. That and kid's a hard-working son of a bitch right there. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's that's what you want to do. Jeez, RJ, that, that doesn't. That's... Hey, RJ, I got a quick story real quick for you, so this might make you feel better. I was flying back from Jersey, and Rock was next to me in the in the on the flight home, and I could tell like he was tired. It was like seven o'clock flight, you know, Sunday morning, and uh, the the stewardess kept coming back and forth and asking me, "Hey, you know, do you ride dirt bikes? Do you love dirt bikes?" I'm like, "Yeah." And we started talking. I go, and Rock had his headphones on, and I go, "Hey, but do you know who that guy is next to me?" I go, "That's Mike Larocco. You should talk to him." And if you know Rock, he doesn't really want to talk to anyone. <laughs> and the stewardess kept coming back, talking to him every time she walked down the aisle. He was so pissed off the whole time. <laughs> so, Wilbur, what I'm getting from you, though, is the best way to make Rock happy is to get on the podium. And that is the only thing Rock, like, you can't get in his good books any other way. No, you can't. I think that it's just, obviously, yeah, I think that... Uh, Again, he takes it very seriously, and he just wants the best out of the guys. And at the end of the day, I think he just—if you're working hard and you're giving it 100 percent, like I know that RJ is, then he's happy. It just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> doesn't. Affection is not in his vocabulary, so that's not something <laughs> you're gonna get. Like, just, uh, the hug was like a bet thing, and I got to, like, again this weekend. You know, I talked to Ziggy, give Ziggy a hug, and obviously, still got good relationships with all those guys over there. And, right. And I look at Rock, and I'm like, well, did we do it? Or No, no, he just walked off. So it's like, no, it's not, no, we don't do that. So, okay. Right. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I try to interview The Rock because RJ's gone after the races. Everybody's gone over there. They, they split. So I go over, and The Rock is there, and I go, you got to talk to me. And he's just like, he just hates it. You can tell he just hates it. So uh, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. so then I, got, then I keep doing it. Wilbur, congrats on the uh, – well, I don't know if it's congrats. I mean, you, you know – Ninth place, season high, good job by that, by you. You know what I mean? I don't want to be one of those guys to be like, congrats, because I think you can do better. But that's a building block, right? You're you're building on it. No, absolutely. I mean, in a way, I felt like I won. And in a way, I feel like, um, you know, obviously it was just a good place to start. You know, I think right. more than anything, that was the, the coolest part was like, okay, I do see light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not. I'm you're not, not going to retire. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, 
Um, that that was nice, but yeah, at the same time, it, it did feel like a little bit like I'm getting congrats on Twitter. And I'm like, damn, I got nine. Which, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. I have that kind of feedback and yeah, uh, and everything from everyone. But obviously, it's nice that people are kind of seeing the you know the, the path that I've been down it hasn't been exactly easy. But right. uh, again, um, it's nice. Definitely a good feeling. Yeah, good job. All right, well, hey, thanks for coming on with no notice. Appreciate it and giving RJ some advice. Thank you. Yeah, next next time you do that, I'm I'm gonna red button you because I don't. You know how busy my my nights are, and then I have like other radio shows and stuff going. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, know. I don't have time to just just fit another one in. I know. I I super appreciate you squeezing 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 us <laughs> in. Thanks, buddy. Uh, well, good luck with everything, RJ. Good luck the rest of the season. I'll be cheering you on. So. Yeah, you too, man. All right, thanks, Wilbur. Uh, it doesn't look like we didn't really get to the bottom of that, RJ. Sorry. Nah, I don't uh, think there is a bottom to it. <laughs> hey, speaking of bottom, how's Tim Ferry? How's Tim Ferry doing? Doing good, yeah. Dude, I think he, like, he's excited to have me back. Really? Uh, yeah, I was gone for a while. I think uh, I brought some life back to him. Right? Yeah. Well, he's been going going to eighteen four eighteen Loretta Lynn's qualifiers. <laughs> like, Dude, what, four... he, hey, listen to this. Listen, he qual like Evan qualified last weekend at mm-hmm. a regional. Yeah. For I think all his classes, he's going to another regional next weekend. Why? Just just to go ride. Just to go ride. One time, he says, he... Evan. Evan needs experience, so he's going all the way south of the border. Dude, wow. one time he told me, I will never be like one of those mini dads. I will never do that. You won't see me, but you know, whatever. He, he traveled He traveled up north just this weekend, this past mm-hmm. weekend, to, yeah. to just practice with one of Evan's friends. <laughs> he's a full-on mini dad now. Does he have headsets and everything, or is that still coming, the headsets? and that. They won't be there for Loretta, so I can guarantee it. With Papa Dean, with Papa Dean's definitely gonna have a set. Right, right, full deal. And uh, so, yeah, you'll be riding out at the uh, RV's old place, the Nest, with uh, Mel Ross and uh, Grandal and yourself. Happy to be back there, right? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's good. Actually, we've been uh, since I've been back. I've been back two weeks, but we've been switching it up. I got this uh, sick private track over here. It's called Skytop. Oh, nice. Honestly, I think it's the closest we get to a outdoor national track. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been trying to ride there as much as I can. I mean, I'm kind of off the bike right now for yeah a couple of days, but for the most part, I mean, it's been going good. You just you just got scrapes and bruises and stuff. Yeah, and just sore. My wife wants to know. Ask, um, my wife wants to know how your face was. She's very concerned with your face. So I mean, like I said, it's not pretty right now, but it yeah. it should come around. I mean, okay, that's good. It's a little black and blue, but it's not as bad as what it could have been. Right, right. But, but um, actually, I've been struggling. Well, actually, last year I broke my skateboard mm-hmm. right before Loretta, and I came back like just in time for that. And then, uh, you know, I was doing pretty good. I had a crash right before Supercross started, hurt it again. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, finally started feeling better, crashed in St. Louis, I believe. Yeah. Heard it again, but on that crash in St. Louis, I did like some internal stuff too with my. Yeah, that was gnarly. that was that was a good crash. That was really good. Yeah, <laughs> so like that never healed, and then I had a uh, Vegas. I mean, I still I struggled bad breathing there. Like the last two laps, I blew right. it. But um, I went down in the whoops and jammed my wrist again. So like <laughs> it was kind of just an ongoing process. And right. Again, it finally gets feeling better. Felt better at Colorado, Tennessee. And then, uh, well, actually, felt, felt good at Colorado, showed up Tennessee, second practice, with jam my knee. Then show up at um, this past weekend in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and had that crash. So right. now my wrist back to where it was oh, three dude. months ago. Dude, oh, jeez. Dirt bikes. So, I mean, so you're taking I'm getting, uh, Yeah. 
I'm getting an MRI done Wednesday. I got some X-rays on the day, and that looked pretty good. So I just want to get it uh, mm-hmm. looked at again. But I mean, I've I've raced with it before, so no reason why I won't be at uh, Bud's Creek. Yeah, just take the week off. I'm going to give you permission. Just take the week. Yeah, off. no. Well, I have to I have to get my wisdom to south tomorrow morning too. Oh, so, uh, okay. We have a big week going. <laughs> Sounds like your sounds, sounds like, like your pro season has just been one X-ray and MRI after another right now, dude. It's like I said, it's up, up, right, fall all the way to the bottom, <laughs> climb myself back up, mm-hmm. fall back to the bottom, mm-hmm. climb the ladder, and then ladder breaks or something. It just it's happening, but dude, it's dude. like yeah. it's awesome. I mean, every weekend I'm learning something. Like this weekend was huge for me. Last weekend was even better. I mean, it wasn't better, but Rob with Musk went a little bit. Right. And show that I can run up there. Yeah. And then, uh, now, like, I'm battling with AC a little bit. Like, growing up, I was never even close to him. So, right. to be where I'm at now and see where he's at, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. Yeah, no doubt. No, no. It's, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. Um, Red Dog, talk much about me and our career together and the summer cross and stuff. Does it get brought up a lot around the campfire or sort of not really? Nah, I'm sorry, Mathis. I don't don't hear much about you anymore. That is some bullshit right there. That is some bullshit. Um, hey, uh, thank you for coming on, RJ. I appreciate it, man. Uh, good luck with healing up and getting better and everything else, and good luck with the rock and enjoy the laughing gas tomorrow. Yeah, enjoy enjoy that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no problem. Thank you. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming for on. Me on. All right, buddy. Yeah, no worries. We'll, thanks we'll, for having me. We'll see, see you, RJ. RoostMX.net bringing you Geico Honda's RJ Hampshire. All right, let's take a commercial break here. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com, Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer, Gary Sutherland, ex-brand athlete Gary Sutherland, and uh, Devin Gibbs and myself in studio. We'll be back with uh, some JT, some games, uh, and we still have coming up uh, Fast Freddie Norton, so stick around. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. 
supporting the world's fastest racers, providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That's the best thing, yeah. It's like you've got to run Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. Almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey! 
Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. 
Guts Racing has been the leader in sea technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. everybody. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. A great Chris, Chris, Chris Kiefer in studio. <laughs> Ninth place, Moto yeah. 1. Nanaimo. Moto 2. Overall. Ninth. Ninth overall. Yeah. Nanaimo, CMRC, Rockstar National. MX 101 Yamaha team. Top, top finishing rider. Top finishing rider on the team. Suck at Dakota, suck it right. Old man. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Alden Baker, RJ Hampshire already on. Uh, Fast Freddy Norn coming up. 
Jason Thomas coming up. Gary Sutherland, works champion. That's right. Gary Sutherland in studio. And he just won the AMA National Hair and Hound last I know, week. I know. You do know that? No. I didn't yeah, think so. Didn't Congratulations, Gary. Yeah, he didn't know that. <laughs> nice job, Gary. There, there is off-road people that do listen to uh, Are there, Is there really? Yeah. I've gotten like four or five texts. People keep telling me to talk, so. Okay. Who knew off-road people listen to the whole mess show? It's dirt bikes. Presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. I know I get people, I get requests like, hey, Mathis, like, uh, can you do some more off-road stuff? Can you do trials? Can you... No. Why not? I don't know enough about it. You people, you, you people, people, start your own show. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like... What's this? Because you guys people? are the experts. No, the off-road people know more about it than I do, so go start your own show. Right. Uh-huh. Kiefer, how's your podcast coming along? Waiting on you, bro. Oh, no, really? Waiting on you. Oh, my so God. So should I just name it Not Pulp MX Show? Is that what I should well, do? I don't know if that's a catchy, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> Pulp off road. JT. Pulp off road. Yo, welcome to the show. How's your podcast coming along? I would say strong to quite strong. <laughs> you and it. Kiefer should get together and talk about doing podcast shows that never happened, but having the equipment. I'm still in uh, pre-production. <laughs> no, prototype. Yeah, yeah. Longest pre-production meetings ever. Bugs to work out. Right. It's right. all about the quality for me. You know, it doesn't. I'm not in a rush to put out content. Yeah. When the right podcast happens, and I feel comfortable with it, I'll okay. put it out. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, how's things at Fly Racing? Uh, we're killing it. Dude, you're about to go, um, you are about to go on a on a trip, oh. on a trip promoting the new Fly Gear. Oh. Yeah, it's a bunch of trips. It's kind of like uh, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. or like six weeks, but yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty intense. Like now, a around the world tour? Around the North America, uh, America, America, yeah. America. Um, so you'll be going. You're meeting with all the reps, Western Power Sports reps, and kind of present the gear and the the, the benefits of it and, and how to sell it. I guess right. Yeah, we'll see some key dealers and stuff like that too. Um, but yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. our national sales meeting used to be right around the time we launched gear, so that was really convenient. But now uh, it's in January, so it doesn't really make sense. So I kind of have to go do it myself with everyone. Instead right. of everyone coming here, I got to go see them. So, yeah, yeah. And I guess you guys are. Uh, I got a thing today saying I'm gonna come up and do a little party with you guys for the 16 stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we're necessarily talking about that yet. No, oh, good job. Um, way to go, Chris. yeah. Way to go, Kiefer. Way to good go. job. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you guys happen to have that, I I, I want to come. Chris, no, home party. I, I believe your invitation has probably just been yanked. <laughs> so. Uh, it's like the fly. It's like the fly sector boots. Right. Cannot speak about the sector boots. Sleep. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, when do you think the riders will debut some new stuff, JT? What race do you think? What are we looking at? Uh, we're still working on, it, and that's kind of what um, the plan is alluding to. Oh. I don't know. You know, we're we're planning. We have a we have a race in mind, but it's not locked in yet. So mm-hmm. um, when we finalize it, obviously we'll kind of make a big deal out of it. But I just. I don't want to say I'd be wrong. There's still things that could change that. So, and you know, with everyone, it's, you're worried about delivery and, you know, all the same factories are building everybody's stuff. So you're worried about delivery and the port, you know, issues and yeah. stuff gets backed up and you don't want to launch stuff and not have stuff to sell. So it's right. a little tricky. Flyracing.com. Check them out on the web. Fly racing. Best gear out there, bro. Um, hey, uh, Andrew Short, when's he, when's he coming back? Do we know? 
I don't know. I think he just started riding like this uh-huh. week. And Trey maybe, can, maybe today. Trey Canar started riding this week? Yeah, both of them. Both of them are like the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to Trey. I don't think uh, it'll be anytime soon. My, mm-hmm. my guess, and I'm completely, and this is an honest guess, like I don't have any kind of inside information at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would think that um, like Millville sounds pretty good. Okay. So that um, would be a month away. Okay. Um, another question for you. What in the hell is going on with Chad Reed? <laughs> What the hell happened? What's what's going on with the twenty two? I don't. You should call him. I don't know. I tried. Straight to voice. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think there's there's some things going on behind the scenes. I just don't think that he's ready to let the cat out of the bag or or it's, kind of fill everyone in. He's not doing well right now. No, no. I mean, obviously things aren't going well. That that goes without saying. I'm not picking up for my fantasy ever again. I, I don't understand what's not going well though. Like the buy uh, the result. Uh, him finishing. <laughs> well, I know that. But I'm just saying. Uh, but what's the attitude? Well, I know is, um, is he's bummed out on the camera situation. But I mean, he was happy with his bike earlier. Is he not happy with his bike now? Is he not happy? Look with at Glenn Helen. He was a top five, six guy. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it's. I don't think it's really the bike. No, I don't. Hmm. Yeah. So well, there's he, there's a lot of things going on, but I don't think the bike is. Uh, he's not complaining about his motorcycle. He right. he um he puts out these cryptic tweets. About knowing what I know, this trip right. makes longer. You yeah. know, he gets all of us excited. So, yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of things going on. Um, it's just not my place to say. So, when he wants to say, he will. Okay. All Can't right. wait. Well, I mean, I would love to. It's not like I don't want to. Maybe the decision has been made from uh, LeBron. No, from when him and uh, Trey, his, his appeal from AMA for him and Trey got into it. Maybe that decision will happen. Oh, jeez. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks about to win the Stanley Cup, by the way, JT. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how you can really say that. Why? Are they playing right now? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that, I thought the next game was tomorrow. No, it's right now. There's 17 seconds okay. left. All right. All right. I apologize. All right. I will um, say one of the funnier moments that's of That's why I moved away from Tampa. Bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're a big Lightning fan. Couldn't get enough of the Lightning over and over. Actually, at one point, at one point, I was. Whenever, remember when I told you I met Dave Vanderchuk? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to the games. I was going to probably, I probably went to like three or four games, and I was watching all, all most of the games at home. Uh-huh. Like the, and the reason I went to meet Dave Andrzejczyk because it was like a lightning event at this restaurant right by my house. So I was actually into it at one point. Wow. I didn't even know that. I knew yeah. you met him, but I didn't it, know you actually went to the lightning event. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was there. Okay. Um, it's just, it's hard when you, I've never even ice skated before, so mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of effort for me to really get into it. All right. Fly Racing USA's own Jason Thomas on the show. Paul Mike Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, Mark, you got a question for JT? Yeah, I wanted to ask JT if he knew who won High Point National in 2000. Uh, yeah, in the 250 class, I believe David Villeman won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was there's another class, though, JT. There's 125. Hey, oh, well, uh, anyhow, anyhow, I just wanted to uh, tell you that I thought Brayton, Justin Brayton and Alex Martin, the, the gear was sick. They were using it at High Point this week. There you go. Fly gear, best out there, bro. I appreciate it. We're trying, man. I'm I'm excited about the new stuff. It's well, uh, really good, stuff. man. Congrats. You guys just, all take it easy. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. It's crazy because the stuff they wear now, man, I've been looking at that stuff for so long. Like I don't think people realize how long I've been staring at that stuff. So mm-hmm. 
it's hard to like stay enthusiastic about it, but that's my job. Like that's all that's available. and That's all we have to sell. So you have to stay like really into it. But man, you you see, like I'm about to launch this 16 stuff. So I've been like my head in this gear every day, like trying to learn everything about it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm approving 17 designs, you know, already. So it's like, man, it's really hard to, to do that, you know, walk into a dealership like tomorrow or or the next time I'm traveling and, and sell the 15 stuff still. But, that's all right. It's, it's part of it. Flyracing.com. Appreciate it. Uh, another call, call here. Brandon, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I got a question now that JT's on and listen to your podcast here, the review. Mm-hmm. And you guys were talking about uh, Chad Reed. Question I got is if things are going so bad, can Burner step in or is Burner out of the question to ride? At all? Yeah, I do wonder a little bit about that. Uh, at least ride for Josh Grant, anyways. Uh, Burner has been hauling ass from everybody, what everybody says, so, yeah. Yeah, because I was just thinking, you know, if he, things aren't going too good and doesn't necessarily want to be there, mm-hmm. can if, as long as he has a rider there, I mean, would Burner fulfill that for him, contract-wise, or no? JT? I think, I think technically, uh, technically, yes. Um, <laughs> it will that actually, is that going to actually happen? I don't know. I, I don't. I would say probably not at this point, just because I haven't heard any any rumblings of Burner Racing. So, Burner's number one kind of uh, job, like his his main focus on that team, is to train and and ride with Chad. That's that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the fill-in thing was kind of there, like it was a possibility, but that was really right. never the focus. Nor did you know like. It wasn't ever like a plan, like, hey, Burner, you got to be ready at all times. It's kind of like, well, Burner's there if we need it, but, you yeah. know, it's, it's, not, it's not the same as Phil Nicoletti, is, I guess is the easiest way to say it. Yeah. There you go, Brandon. Thank you, man. Okay. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Let's do this. X-Brand Goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. Hey, Bob, can I get some pop? Uh, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere, like Gary Sutherland, Brock Tickle, Nick Way, Alex Martin, Jesse Wentland. Josh Strang. Josh Strang. Michael Lessie. Michael Lessie. Wow. No, wow. because Ricky Brabeck. Ricky Brabeck. Uh, Ricky okay. Brabeck. Who can forget Ricky Brabeck? Um, <laughs> and uh, use code PulpMX15 when you're checking out. Save 30%. X-Brand Goggles. EKSBrand.com. If you know our X-Brand, you won't win. Gary, you checked out the new uh, tear-off uh, thing. The uh, Quick, yeah. easy one-pole tear-off. Looks good. Innovating, bro. Innovating and elevating the I'm goggle su- game. I'm surprised somebody has, hasn't came up with this sooner. I mean, yeah, well, how many people? I, r- I rip all my tariffs off a yeah, lot. See? No. Yeah, see? But you're out front. No, no I wasn't in Canada. 11 11. 11 All right, these questions submitted by Corey Moser, who I'm not familiar with, but. Uh, you think he's still awake right now? No, no, I don't think so. His cobble weekend <laughs> wore him out. Okay, let's go. Let's Gibbs. All right. JT Gibbs has got a show coming up, a podcast coming doing tomorrow, by the way. Yes. So I've, I've, heard, I've heard this rumor. Mm hmm. Yep. What so. do you think, JT? Am I going to kill it? Uh, it's going to be round table-ish. <laughs> no hope from JT. All right. Oh, by the way. The round, ta- the round table made, it was on the air. I don't know what else you want. That's solid. <laughs> Vince Freeze probably wore X-Brand frame he on did. a Moto Concept strap to win the Canadian Nationals weekend. That's right. Shocking. And race tech suspension. 
Devin, hey, if, Devin, if you on get a, your podcast done, you're ahead of me, so I can't say anything. On a 14 CRF450, <laughs> not a new one. Really? Not last year's version. Yeah, yeah, last year's version. Yeah. All right, let's go, Gibbs. All right, Steve. What do you miss most about not having JT at the races? Mm, not much. He never saw me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see him. Exactly. I just didn't see him. So busy during the day. I barely see Wygant. I barely see JT. It's just... Uh, Supercross, I tell you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Where we broke down Supercross. Right. But, uh, yeah. I didn't even see... Thunder Valley never saw you once. Not, not Never saw me once. I never... Yep. Never didn't saw Didn't even know never. you were... Yeah. It's incredible. All right. Next question. All right, JT. Who is your favorite fill-in when you can't do a podcast? Uh, to do, like, the race recap? Yeah. Um, I don't think I can have a favorite because I'm usually so pissed off that <laughs> I wish harm on everyone that does it. <laughs> Jerk off. Swiss core chase, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I literally, right. like, have a voodoo doll and I stab it. Right. All right, Kiefer. Yeah. Oh, we got Kiefer one time, I think, after uh, St. Louis. Didn't we get you on? Yep. Yep. Oh. All right, Kiefer. Which rider in each class were you most impressed with in Canada? Uh, MX2, obviously, I think Dylan Wright is impressive. I knew nothing about him, and mm-hmm. uh, he was fast. MX1, I'm going to have to say Gurky. Dude, Gurky's the points leader right now with Medi's bad luck. Dude. And he only started riding like a week before the races. He like was... Hauling. And he's not supposed to be fast on hard packed dirt. Dude, Nanaimo, he was hauling ass. Like, yeah. holy shit. Fast. Yeah. I'm surprised at Beef. Yeah, good, and he, he good looks, job by he looks good on that bike, too. It seems like he likes it. You guys realize. Sorry, I mean, tell you off. Go ahead. You guys realize that the last time he was there, he won 16 out of 18 motos, right? Yeah, but I think it's a little he bit more. He did not win 16 out of 18 motos the year he won the title. No, he won the title? No, he did not. No, he did not. Yes, he did. I need to look these stats up right now. Okay, that's fine. Do what you got to do. But even if he did, that the I think it's more. It's obviously deeper this year than it is. Has no, it. I agree. I agree with that. I'm just saying, like he's ridden these tracks. He knows what he's doing. You know, like it's not his first go around up there. Right. And actually, I'm impressed with uh, Meathead. Meathead's riding good too. Like really? Because I I thought Meathead kind of his results aren't showing, but he's riding pretty good. It's just he's not putting himself in good positions. And his wife was having a baby in Nanaimo, like when he was there. So I'm sure his mind was on other shit. So. Uh, I don't know. What year did Beef win? Oh, 12 or 13? Uh, 12, 12, right? Summer uh, of 12? That one goes back to 13 on this live timing. Of course, the CMRC site's just terrific. Yep. All right, somebody somebody call in or somebody someone, yeah. someone text me or Twitter some, it. Someone, someone tweet me or something. Um, all right, next question. All right, Steve. What was and when your worst hangover ever? Whoa. Um... I'm never drinking again. I don't know. For sure, a Vegas Supercross uh, banquet. No, Supercross Awards banquet. One year. I mean, we didn't get home to those things until 10 in the morning. Ugh. 7, 8, 9, 10 in the morning, we're home. That's a horrible way to and live. And you're up all night. And, and Yeah. That's how Gary wants to live. <laughs> That's too much for me. That's how works riders do, dude. So. <laughs> all right. JT, what is your go-to restaurant when you're traveling? My favorite would be Roos Chris. If I could go to Roos Chris in every city, I would go there. But what? It's obviously balling it's out, bendy, dude. So. Yeah, yeah it's bendy. I mean, I, I don't, I don't do that. But that's if I'm like at a Supercross and I'm like, where do I want to go eat tonight? I like, you know, that's where I'm going. Remember when we went with Chad? He didn't pick up the bill, and he ordered appetizers. He didn't pay for you, which I mean, he didn't. Yeah, you gotta for, let that go. He didn't pay for anybody but himself. Pingree can add that to the list of things you gotta let go. 
ordered appetizers, and then we split the appetizers among us. And I'm like, I didn't order them. Did you go Dutch? Yeah. It's Chad Reed. He should pay. He's an, he's an entrepreneur. He should pay. Um, Ruth Crisp is all, Ruth Crisp is all right. Yeah, it's um, a good steak. I'm not, you know, I'm not. Well, I, I guess I didn't ask the question. Nobody no. cared about me. I'll tell you what, though. It's consistent, though. It's consistent. Like, Where, you know you're always going to have a good meal and have a good time. I'll tell you so, what. When I was a mechanic driving the, the races for six or seven years, box vans, mm-hmm. KTM even, I drove to the races. I can't count the number of Denny's I ate in. Yeah. Ugh, that's Just horrible. Because oh, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Chicken sandwich, like a whatever. Like, yeah, it's not great. Like Grand but Slam. Dude. Denny's or Waffle I got more Grand Slams than Hank Aaron. <laughs> um, Waffle House is disgusting to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, Waffle House was disgusting. I've never had it. I just heard it was oh. good. JT probably likes never Waffle had House. Waffle House. No, no, we don't have them back here. So. Oh my gosh! It's actually I would say that's Forrest Butler's favorite restaurant on earth. Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing about Denny's when you were a mechanic and you were driving, I didn't feel like a grease ball going in alone. Yeah. You know, you feel like a grease ball yeah. going in alone right. at a restaurant. I, I felt like Denny's. Look, we're all grease balls in here, bro. Right. You know, so don't judge me. Hey, I, a good story about, so there was this Waffle House that Forrest always, we always went to in Gainesville. Always, always, when he was going to school there. So, 2001, I'm on Factory of Kavarna, and, like, whatever, like, you know, the year didn't go that well, but they took really good care of us. Like, we flew, like, we had really good per diems and all that stuff. So, he's driving up to Southwick and then we're going to stay back. I'm going to stay with him that week in their motorhome, and we'll ride, you know, Northeast and then we'll go to Butch Creek. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an awesome trip. No big deal. Okay. So you have to understand how the butlers operate. They're always late to everything. Like it doesn't matter what they're going to, where they got to be at. If it's the races, if it's, you know, a wedding, they're, they're going to be late. <laughs> Just count on that. Right. So he's, they're getting ready, whatever. I'm kind of like watching the clock. We have Saturday practice. Like, this was back, this was 2001. So there's Saturday practice. I was seated, so I didn't have to race. But I'm on a factory team. Like, I have to be there. Like, this is my job. It's not a joke, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is about 3 p.m. on Friday. And we're still in Gainesville. And I'm like, guys, um, we, we got to go. Like, <laughs> we need to hurry. And okay, okay, we're going. Let's go to Waffle House. We'll, we'll fuel up. And then we're out of here. I'm like, seriously, at Waffle House, like, I was ready to stab someone with my fork <laughs> while he's just pouring maple syrup all over his waffle and just, you know, right. no problem, no worries. We drive all night, all night. We get to the track at, like, I don't know, just before noon Yeah. on Saturday. You know, like, I, dro- I drove, and they gave me, I'm the only guy, I'm in, like, I don't know, 11th in points or something. I drive the 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. shift <laughs> on Friday night. Nice. You got to ask Boris about this greatest story ever. I still don't know how. I, I think I was just a young kid. I was like twenty-one or twenty-two, right. and they conned me into this. Right. So dumb. Oh. All right. Next question. All right, Kiefer. Do you prefer a one-day or two-day race format? Uh, I like one day. One day in and out, done. I think Moser's thinking the Canadian ones are two days, but they're not. They're not. Yeah. Although I am there two days because I'm hanging out, right. doing shit. All right, Steve. Last question for you. What was the last book you read? Um. Did you read it with dyslexic? Well, yeah. I think your podcast, your podcast might just be you reading like Moby Dick, just uh, just reading it. It's a good movie. It's a good story. Um, hey. The last book I read, I just just finished it on my iPad. What, what was it though? Um, huh. Oh, you know what? Let me pull it up right here. I got my iPad right in front of me. 
Hit my eye books. Fifty Shades. Yeah, this is yeah, I read Fifty Shades. Pookie bought Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades never, never opened it. Um, Fifty Shades of Pook. <laughs> Al Michaels, you can't make this up. A biography about Al Michaels. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the last thing I read. And then before that Boy. was Andre Agassi's book. Before that was a Grant Fuhrer autobiography. Before that was uh, Up, Up, and Away about the Montreal Expos. There you go. All right. Next question. All right, JT. When you get married, mm. where are you going to go on a bachelor party? Or do for your uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like I've been everywhere, so. Yeah, no mm-hmm. shit. I don't think I don't think you get to decide anyway, right? <clears throat> like your friends decide. Dude, we should go back to back to Paris. So what, what, what is Steve doing for you then? Back to Paris, and <laughs> I can bottle you there, like I, I, I tried to do. Have we decided uh, if Steve's I in the I, wedding? As much as as much as you talk about it, I kind of wish you'd just done it. I know. I would have. I should have. Uh, I'm in his wedding party, but we we don't know best man's status. Don't know the pecking yet. order yet? No, we don't know the pe- pecking order. But he says I'm in the wedding party. Okay. Looking forward to that. Do I have to wear pants? Uh, possibly. Depend if we need to hold on a sec because I'm I don't even know if I'll ever be married. But at the same time, it would depend on the season. I think I'm not going to make you wear pants in the in summer. Thank you. Baby steps for JT. You need a girlfriend. No, he's hitched. He's proceed. hitched, bro. Jerk off. All right, next question. All right, Kiefer. Yeah. What is something you like better in the Canadian series than the U.S. series? Uh, just straight up the vibe of everybody hanging out and everyone gets along. Everyone goes in the other other's pits. Two and strokes and shit. There's two strokes and shit. And the Canadian fans are really nice people. Like, they will offer you stuff instead of just taking so I just think the whole vibe of Canadian motocross is more laid back and better. It's definitely laid back. Like I said, like you'll see Canari chilling in the KTM pits. Right. And they want to kill each other, you know, the next time they go out in the motos. Yeah. Everyone yeah. goes to dinner, hangs out, bullshits, and then race day comes. Like, and you then... just don't see Cooper Webb chilling in Muscan's pit. No. What's up, bro? No. You no. don't see the other team managers going to their team pits. It's like no. it's all over. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would agree with that for sure. All right. Next question. Or is that, that has it? been. X-Brand goggle tear-offs. You don't wear X-Brand. You will not win. X-Brand.com. Pulpamex15 saves you uh, 15% at X-Brand.com. E-K-S-Brand.com. Hey, speaking of the Canadian series, Vince Freeze taking his Moto Concept Smart Top 2014 CRF 450 to the win at uh, in Calgary and uh, using Racetech suspension. So congratulations to uh, Racetech and to Vince Freeze for that. Also, too, uh, besides being the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company, They've also got a engine, full engine shop up and running with a state-of-the-art equipment most tuners dream about, including their own mobile dyno. Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX2015 to save 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Here's some emails. Best emails of the week. Let's do this. Snake sent this in. Snake. Yeah. Steve, thanks for getting DV back on the show. He's always a great co-host, even if he does have a mouthful of peanut butter. I do think it would be great to have a co-host like Stuart McGrath or someone like that. Yeah, let me get right on that. Yeah, let hey, me get him out here real quick. Hey, Stu, you, you busy? <laughs> Come on out. He's probably not busy, actually. Um, you know he's not. <laughs> I know that's not an easy thing to do. I think you should give Gibbs a podcast. He does a great job and should be giving a chance. I love the show. Listen to everything you've been, you do. Been listening a lot to the classics. Thanks for the hard work and great material. Snake, you have your wish. Your wish. Devin Gibbs will have his own podcast show. Uh, Simon, hey, guys, I listened to show number one today in the archives, and it's great to see how far the show has come. Paul Lindsay show. That's, yeah. 
I live in Australia, and it's always a dream of mine to go to an AMA race. You should get the 722 back in studio, because the last time he was in, he sounded like a real journalist. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me read that again. JT, you ready? Yeah, I, I think I heard it. You should get the 722 back in studio, <laughs> because last time he was in, he sounded like a real journalist. Did he mean vocalist? <laughs> I love listening to your show every week. Keep up the great work. Hashtag brain. Maybe a lyricist. Hashtag uh, brain. We love 722, but uh, to, to compare him to Woodward or Bernstein or, you know, one of these great writers. Uh, basketball player. Lilja uh, Lil sent this in. Uh, never heard of Fresno Smooth until you became outraged at DV last week because he never saw it. So I obviously had to watch it. Just wow. Thank you for that, Mathis. That Emig O's commercial is pure gold. Fresno Smooth, bro. Yep, I've seen it. Oh, who hasn't? JT, you saw it, right? Fresno Smooth? Yeah. Uh, Gary, you saw it? Yeah, I don't think so. Bakersfield no. Smooth. Yeah, off-road guys. Off-road okay, guys. Uh, Craig sent this in. Uh, here's a quick thoughts as I drive back from Calgary National. Blah, 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 blah. The Molesi project Blake. is off the rails. Mike starts second, gets passed by three dudes before crashing out of my sight and goes a lap down. But Vince Freeze is riding awesome. His qualifying time is very suspect. But his motos can't be argued with. Ooh. Mike was hurt, though. He, he was dealing with an injury. Yeah, so he crashed in the desert. He was uh, at home, and uh, he was out training in the des and, and washed out, started washing out, but hit a rock and got a flat tire, and then it went, and he hurt his sternum. Right. So. Uh, Dakotas gets a whole shot. Benoit passes him on the first lap and presses the hell out of me by pulling a large cap and holding up the rest of the moto. 252 stroke sounds good, too. Right comes from dead last to top five. Awesome ride. All right. Uh, final notes, really, CMRC, not even an event day schedule in the program. So, yeah, Craig wants a, a schedule of events. Uh, Skyler sent this in. Hey, Steve, I'm a big fan of the show and all the content you put out. I follow the sport pretty close and can't help but wonder about the ignition mapping and start button on the forks. I feel like they should ban them just for the reason that starts should be all, be all down to the rider, not with ECU mapping. That is my opinion. What do you think about that? What do you think, JT? Get rid of start hooks, which works connection, by the way, makes the best ones out there. And get rid of mapping? What do you think? I don't think they really get rid of the mapping because that's ECU. Like, that's fuel injection. Like, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Um, but the start hook, I could see, you know, making a case for it. I don't think it really matters because I still think there's so much technique involved. You know, everyone has a start hook, so really, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. Um, how much? You know, it's, let I, me ask probably you. never tried to do a start on a 60 horsepower 450 without a start hook either. Let yeah. me ask you this. How much easier did starts become when the hooks got on? How much, like, was it, how much difference was it? Well, I was lucky because you actually showed my dad what, you know, what Yamaha had that year. And he he fabricated me one. Like, it was pretty rough, but it worked. Yeah. And I went from, you know, getting average starts to whole shotting, like, every time or being top three every time uh, sh- in the sh- 250 class, like, in the heat races, main events, whatever. So it, it made a huge difference. I showed your dad? Secrets. I showed Frank? God, secrets yep. are getting out. Yep, During uh, right before Daytona. Yep. Mm-hmm. Inside scoop. There you go. It pays to know people. No, no. Here's how it happened. It Because... Oh two, I was Nick Way's mechanic, and Yamaha was starting to use them in O two, but they were covering them with forks with with rags. But yep. I I got Steve Brune to go show me blow up a photo of it, 
and I took it to Chuck at Metalworks right. and said, make me one of these. And there was a, a nice little spot on a KYB fork where it tapered in where you could put the hook. And he made us some. And we were like the first privateer dude to have them. And then that's probably what I showed Frank. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And my dad went and made his own. And it, it, like, it didn't look great. Like You would never be able to sell what he <laughs> right. made me. But it worked perfect. It the f- walked right into the plastic. You know, like it was it was good. The first one we had, we made we made the hook too skinny, and we put it down and it ripped right through the plastic fork. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it, it was like a knife through butter. <laughs> We're like, okay, well, back to the drawing board. It's got to be a little wider. So uh, it wasn't even fair though compared to not having one. It so yeah, that's that was my question. It's ridiculously fair or unfair. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Ridi- like no chance. You have no chance without one. Right. Zero. You agree with that, Kiefer? Yeah, I agree. Like the the room for error for the rider is is lar- uh, less because mm-hmm. your body positioning can be a little bit off, and just having the front end that much down will keep you from not wheeling. You know, right? right. So. Aren't they even now locking down like the linkage too? There's yeah, the rear link. Yeah, having, there's a rear link one. So Which, they're they're doing that off concrete now instead of locking the front. Uh huh. Um, they're the doing rear. the rear. Yeah. So I know MB1 had one. I know. Is anybody else making? Yeah, them? They, they, there's a couple more. Couple other guys. Yeah, yeah oh. there's a few MB1 markets. There's like I think they have a pretty solid platform for one. Right. Well, that's Race Tech. Race Tech emails. Racetech.com. Pulpamex 2015 saves you 10 percent. Race Tech. You have the same suspension that Vince Freeze used to dominate the Canadian Nationals. Go to that. All right. Let's get to the phone calls here. Don, this is this Don. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Don? Hey, I just called to say hi. So proud of that stink dog. Yes, thank dog. Uh, we we witnessed his arena cross win in Vegas. His first overall win. And, Beautiful. And uh, we rode a one twenty five this weekend at High Point. Great job. Yeah, yeah, awesome, huh? You know, when, when we got on to one twenty five off the eighty five, we went to this local CMA thing, and we I put him in every class I could possibly do. And of course, when you when you move up from an eighty five to the Bigger bike, we I put him in novice, and the only reason I did that is because I wanted to get some moto bucks in the Yamaha. Mm-hmm. And they tried to protest us out of practice. It was pretty funny. So and then we proceeded to whip everybody's ass, two fifties, four fifties, everybody. And then I got I heard over the uh, the announcers come to the sign up booth, and I went up there and I go, "What's going on?" They go, "Well, you're protested out of the." 450 class, and I said, why is that? They said, well, you can't run a 125 in the 450, and I go, well, who made that rule? Mm-hmm. And they said, we did. And if you don't like it, don't come back. And I, well, I wasn't going to, but after that, I made sure we did. Stank Dog, <laughs> this is uh, Don Stank Dog. This is uh, Stank, yeah, Stank right. Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. No, you, yeah, it was, it was good to good to see him do it, man. What, it was, what, what was the deciding yeah. factor, just trying to qualify, or what, what was up with the decision to try? Um, no, the, the guys from the, um, uh, Thermotech just said, Hey, we'll want to pay for you to come out here and we'll pay for your license and we'll pay for your races. And we want you to race this 125 and three, three races. And he said, of course I'll do that. Right. So he's going to be at more. Oh yeah. Two more. Okay. Now, some people were saying that it's not a 125. Can you confirm that it's indeed on the tear down, get their wallet out, get the wallet out. I got it. That's right. Right. Now he was he was the wallet out. He was great this weekend. Um, Definitely, I was surprised that he qualified that easy. Like it's we've seen dudes show up before, right? And they have not been able to qualify. Like it's been nowhere near. And then you go to the LCQ and you need a start, and you can't get a start. Then you're screwed, and you're you're aft. Yeah. So now he did. did Props to him. He did a great job. 
Yeah, you got to be proud of him for sure. I am, you know, when I and I and I was looking at Instagram and I seen all these uh, likes, like over eight thousand. When I looked and I, all these comments, and I swear I started crying. <laughs> oh really? Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, I was so happy for him. <laughs> yeah, you should be more happy for him. Happy year for him when he when he won Vegas, man. That was a good that was a good ride. That was awesome, wasn't it? You know, he'd be number four uh, right now, probably. But uh, we got DQ'd in Fresno. His bike broke down in the first moto, and we borrowed Daniel Blair's bike and put his numbers on there. And of course, somebody pulled on him, and mm. they DQ'd. They black flagged him every lap. It was great, but he just ignored it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hashtag Arena Cross Life. <laughs> hey, Don, thanks for yeah. call- thanks for calling in, man, and, and congrats on everything, man. That's awesome. Hey, thanks a lot, you guys, and, and and I'm glad everybody's looking out at him and watching him, and and he'll do well next uh, two weeks. You watch, he'll be top twenty. That'd be he awesome. only rode, he he only rode that bike twice before that race. Oh, stank dog! We'll have to have him on what, the show. What, what round is he doing, Don? Um, I'm not sure. What's the next round? Okay, so the next round, and then the following one. The next two rounds, he's okay. doing for sure. Great, cool. Right. Thanks, man. Thank you for calling. Hey, I thank you for taking my call. Yeah, no worries. Hey, can you guys leave me on hold so I can listen? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Yeah, we can do that. Awesome. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. You guys, I love your show. Thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, it. Don. Yep. Paul Mech Show, the show that Stank Dog's dad listens to. See? Yeah. Love See what happens? Right what? It's like, look how inspiring that stuff is. I'm still waiting for a confirmation on Gurky winning 16 out of 18 motos. Who'd, like, you, who'd you text? I didn't text anybody, but uh, I'm surprised I'm no one had hit me. This I'm on it right now. There's just, I mean... Continue with your show and I'll, I'll find Okay. Matt wouldn't know himself. There's no. zero chance Matt knows. He JT, right? JT, zero, zero chance Matt knows? 100%. <laughs> hey, Matt, did you, what year did you win the title? Just crickets. <laughs> 16 for 18. That was two years ago. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Alvarez has got to be pretty pumped. Uh, he's getting Matt on a Yamaha, and uh, Matt's uh, going to ride for him next year. So in, uh, in Oh, Supergirl. he is? So, yeah. Oh, is that the big rider? I didn't get that part, but I heard it was going to be. Thanks for listening. Sorry. Jerk off. Motorhome life. Sorry, Jerk bro. Jerk off. <laughs> nice drop. Uh, JT, you want to come back on after we get Fast Freddy Norn on? We've got to finish up the Gabba Gibbs, and, and uh, we'll talk, cover a little bit of Canadian national talk. And I want to talk to you Do about uh, Christophe Purcell a little bit and uh, much more. Oh, I, I have a really good NFAB question of the day for you two jerkies. So. Yeah, you're pretty amazing. All right. All right, a really good show. Uh, question for you. All right, th- thanks, JT. Yeah. All right, let's get our next guest on the line, uh, Swedish Swedish uh, wonder. Swedish. Fast Freddy Norn coming up on the Pulp Mac Show. presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Bigger story, Kiefer. Okay. From High Point. Yep. Brock Schmelian's crash or Stank Dog? Uh, Schmelian. Okay. Schmeling because that was a dirty crash and that was that was big. Right. Yeah. I feel like JT should have told us a little more about Chad. I feel like JT knows and he's not obviously telling us. Oh, he knows. I'll tell you what. I, I don't know anything. I texted Chad, no response and everything. Uh, it sounds to me like Chad will announce that something's wrong with his, judging off Chad's social media, judging what JT's saying. Uh-huh. Chad's going to announce that something's wrong and he's pulling out the series. What is wrong with his body? Yeah, body. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't you think? Didn't don't he you go feel? through Espen Bar not too long ago? Yeah, he had, I mean, he had some Epstein Bar issues, but I think uh, and, all, and there's rumors about him not having his team next year. And he, all, he's all. Uh, he's going to pull out and do work series. Gary's coming. There to you see go. Wait, I'm ready. He's gone. Bring he's him out to Heron and Hound too. What's the difference? Oh boy. Works. Well, believe it or not, I know you probably don't believe me, but I've actually rode with Norin at Glen Helen. I actually ride more moto than I do off road. Kiefer can attest right. to that. But uh, works is <laughs> half motocross. 
half more GP now, so basically longer work race, uh, motocross races, mm-hmm. two hours. Yeah. And then hare and hounds are you know hundred mile races through stuff you've never seen, really fast. And then trails and works are laps. Laps. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And hare and hounds like a hey, just like a big loop, basically, or two loops. Like last round we had three. It's loops. like hare and hound be like, okay, you're going out that mountain and riding around the mountain for forty miles and right. come back. But not really riding around. Don't. Right. He doesn't. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, fuck it. <laughs> okay. okay. That's cool. But you should experience one, I think, before What's, you do it. No. What? I, did, he did, he I, I, I did a GNCCs. It's nothing like that. Where's no, really, the most money in off-road? Where, GNCC dudes make the most? Mm, yeah. GNCC and Heron Hound. Like, East Coast, GNCC yeah. is like the main. And yeah. on, on, on West Coast, I would say Heron Hound because that's where okay. you still have manufacturers. Works. What about Endurocross? Oh, yeah, Endurocross. Endurocross guys get more. Like, Taylor makes good money. Yeah. Cody, those guys. Yeah. And, I mean, and with with Endurocross, you have X Games and, you know. Okay. You have it on a right. broader. Hare and Hound, you don't have any video. You don't have, nobody right. knows. Yeah. And it's funny because KTM, just last week, an indie show, big thing on how, honest to God, they make more money off us off-road guys that don't get any exposure and aren't getting paid the big salaries. What do you mean they make more money? Bike sales. Right. Oh, off-road bike exposure sales. Because yeah, yeah. Joe Blow guy down the street right here, he's not going to ever go ride a Supercross track. Uh-huh. But he's going to go out in the desert at a local District 37 or Moran race here in Nevada and go race with right. Nick Burson, Gary Sutherland, Ricky Brabeck and see Gary Sutherland's on a KTM. And he won. Right. Cool. So I'm going to go buy a KTM. So they're... Gary's more real world than it compared to other guys, you know? They can they can ride the same stuff I'm riding, you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. not Thursday at practice at Glen Helen, you know? Right. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's get to our next guest. Hot Cams. Hot Cams <laughs> wants to help you get the... We'll talk more about this. Uh, wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders priced online at hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type out the discount code HOTCAMS2015. HOTCAMS, unleash the power within. Great guys, and we're happy to have them on the show this year, HOTCAMS. They bring you uh, Factory Honda's own, Freddie Norn. Fast Freddie, what's going on, man? How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, guys. Yeah. For uh, having me. Yeah, no, no worries, man. Um, so let's talk a little high point first for you. What would you think? How'd it go? Uh, it went... It went good. I mean, it went in the right direction. Um, mm-hmm. I had eight from the first moto, which I'm I'm happy with, and then second moto, I got twelve. I fell down in the in halfway in the moto or something. Yeah. But um, no, overall, I mean, we're going in the right direction, so I'm happy with that for sure. Yeah, you were racing with your teammate Seeley, catching him a little bit. He goes down on the turn. You ride around him. You're all happy, and then I guess you fell down later. <laughs> he got you back. <laughs> Yeah, no, it kind of, uh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, track was gnarly, huh? Like, ruddy and kind of, you know, we got some rain earlier in the week, so. Yeah, I mean, I thought the track was good. I mean, they changed it up a lot this year from last year mm-hmm. uh, or the previous years. I've liked it in the past, too, though. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a, a really cool track. It was, um, I had a lot of fun on it, for sure. How's the knee doing? I know you're battling it a little bit. You, you twisted it at Muddy Creek. Uh, it affects you a little bit. Um, but talk about that. How, how's that? Uh, the knees right now is doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Still, like, a little swollen. I don't know why all this swelling is not going down. But, uh, no, I tore my meniscus um, a few weeks or a couple of weeks before the first round. And mm-hmm. uh, they went in and cut the old piece off. And then uh, that was fine and then at Thunder Valley I kind of twisted it again and it got super swollen mm-hmm. uh, but right now it feels good um, 
the doctors don't say that it's really anything wrong with it. It's just a bad sprain and yeah. be a ba- be a baby towards it and <laughs> don't twist it again. So yeah, I'm going to uh, try to do that. The Thunder Valley ruts and the high point ruts, really easy to not twist your knee, right? Yeah, especially uh, Thunder Valley. I mean, yeah. it gets super rough or rutted. But yeah. No, it's it's all good. Yep. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Fast Freddy Norn, uh, factory Honda Zone. How much longer are you going to ride the factory bike? Have they told you anything yet? Um, I mean, it kind of all depends on how uh, Trey feels mm-hmm. um, in his arms. So right now it's kind of a little bit up in the air still, I think. You'll probably be a Buds, though, right? I would imagine. You'll be a Buds and maybe Red Bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Okay. Uh, that's um, what happens in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, what's the biggest difference between the factory bike and your Crossland bike? What uh, What do you think is the biggest difference, um, one way or another? Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to say the biggest difference, but um, I mean, I have the same suspension, so mm-hmm. um, it's probably like the motor and um, like the rest of the right. of this stuff. <laughs> It's it's funny uh, it's funny how people like I mean I was a factory mechanic for a few years and I was also a privateer mechanic. People think the factory bikes are like this magic thing, but it's really like you have you know six or seven guys standing around just trying to make your life easier. And it's not that other teams don't do that; they just don't have these type of people. And it's really the people uh, people who look at your shifter, your foot pegs, the subframe height, that kind of stuff that that really make a difference on a factory team, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I mean, parts do a big difference too, but, mm-hmm. um, for sure the people who, um, do all the testing with you and try to figure out every small detail, how to make it better for you, for sure. will make, make it, this one makes a big difference probably. All right. Hot cams bringing you fast Freddie Norn. Hot cams unleashed power within hotcamsinc.com. Yeah, we saw you ride a you know a few supercrosses this year, and uh, you made I think a couple mains. But uh, do you plan on sticking around next year and going after the supercross series again? And and how will you approach it next year, knowing that you're more of a you know more of a motocross guy than a supercross guy? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I did six races this year, and uh, I made one main. Um, it was a big learning experience for sure, but it's something I want to be better at and. Uh, I kind of learned this year what to work on for next year, and um, I mean, I just I want to be as good at Supercross as I am at Motocross, or I want to be a um, just a good competitor in both classes. But, mm-hmm. um, for sure, stick around for uh, for future Supercross. Right, right, yeah. It's uh, it's a different game, Supercross. Huh? You picked it up pretty quickly. There were some crashes, but you, I mean, you made it into the main event with a stacked field. So I gotta give you props for that. Like um, that was impressive. Uh, yeah, I had some crashes and stuff, but, uh, I mean, I guess that's, everyone has crashes, so, yeah. uh, just, just try to learn from them, I guess, and, uh, uh, try to be better. Right. But, no, it was, it was fun, for sure. Uh, Dale wants to talk to you. Dale, welcome to the show, and, uh, what's your question for Fast Freddy? Uh, no, no question, just, uh, known Fast Freddy for a little bit. What's up, Freddy? Hey, man, just wanted to say, uh, you know, I'm stoked that you're having consistent results, and, uh, hope you have a you know, good rest of the season and push for that top five. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're we're working for a top five for sure. Yeah. Hey, how long uh how long do you get to uh test for Honda for? 
Um, I mean, right now it's um, for the rest of the the year, and then uh, okay. we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. But um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dale. <laughs> Very cool. Take it easy, Kiefer. You know Freddie a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um, literally, the dude was picked up from a van, right. probably down by the river, put on a factory Honda, right. and just started hauling ass. It was a great story. It still is a great story. Yeah, and he, he had a, he had a. I know a little bit of his background just because um, I know the Novit guys pretty good, and I know they helped Freddie help with some stuff here in America when he came over. And um, you know, obviously they saw something in him, and you know, I'll see him at the track, and you know, I, and I think he's one of the the most low key guys, but doesn't get a lot of attention. But when you right. watch him ride, and especially at the practice tracks, he'll he'll be behind Metcalf or some guys that are you know top five, eight guys, and mm-hmm. and he actually pulls them and gaps them and. He has an extreme amount of corner speed. Like, his corner speed is really good. He rolls him really good. He's just right. a smooth rider, so. Yeah. Yeah, Freddie, it's a cool story, man. Like, Crossland picking you up, too, is great. And then Factory Honda giving you this chance. I mean, you were just this guy in a, in a, you know, on a KTM trying to make it work. And, and, and Dan and the guys at Honda last summer saw something in you, and it's led you to this ride with Crossland. And, man, sometimes you got to, like, pinch yourself, I bet, and be like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm super blessed for all these opportunities to get with Honda and uh, all all the guys that were Crossland. And I mean, just me getting to ride my dirt bike for a living—it's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people they get to do that, so you know, I'm super pumped and happy and uh, thankful uh, for that for sure. When you were with Crossland guys, how's Cooper? How's Guy? Sky Cooper. Uh, it- <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. Um, guy is a is a cool guy for sure. He uh, um, likes to have a lot of fun and like ride dirt bikes and go karts and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really cool. Uh, we got a, is this another Dale? Dale? Uh, Daryl. Daryl. Oh. Shocking. Gibbs. <laughs> Gibbs. <laughs> you got hey Daryl. You just got Gibbs. Hashtag Gibbs. Gibbs. Uh, what's up, Daryl? What's up, Brian? I don't know, nothing much about y'all. Nothing much. Fast Freddie North on the line. What's your question for him? I was wondering, um, Freddie, what does it feel like to come from where you came to be a factory rider right now, and how does that feel? I mean, it's uh, it's kind of crazy to think that way. I, I kind of like uh, you said earlier, I got to pinch myself sometimes. Um, I mean, just a year ago, actually, yeah, a year ago, I was still in the van, so it's an incredible feeling for sure. Yeah, I got from Sweden. Like, it, you give me hope, Freddie, because let's face it. Uh, oh, by the way, Daryl, thanks for calling. Um, oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, Freddie, I'm Canadian. I know you know that. And you're Swedish, and, I, and we know that. And no offense to Sweden, but it's a lot like Canada. It's covered in snow, produces really good hockey players, not so much motocross racers, although Hacken Collarquist, great rider, world champion, and others. But for Freddie to make it where he is as a motocross rider, is he's done a phenomenal job right. all the way from Sweden. Right. This gives me hope for Canada. It gives me hope because if Freddie can do it, then a goddamn Canadian guy can do it. You know what I mean? I, I, right. We got great riders in Canada. There's great riders in Sweden. Freddie's shown that you can do it. A Canadian rider can do it. It gives me hope. Thank you, Freddie, for giving me hope that one day a Canadian, one day a Canadian rider can, can make it like you. You're welcome. I mean, you guys over in Canada have a lot of fast riders for sure. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I uh, used to. Uh, it was kind of weird. We didn't have like uh, American motocross. But I used to see some Canadian motocross on the TV. Actually, did you really? Yeah. 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 
Freddie didn't want to go to GPs. Freddie wanted to come to America. American Canadian riders can come down. They can do it too. They can be like Freddie. That's right. The if dream only, is alive for the Canadians. Well, the problem is the Canadian guys have ten races and they make thirty grand a year and they're super stoked. Right. So they want to go to the U.S. and get beat. At, you know. Takes then they a while. can go oil rigging the rest of the season. Right. And make Seventy right. grand. Anyways, <laughs> hey, uh, Freddie, um, how's the X Brown goggles? Everything great there? No, it's good. Uh, keeping my eyes uh, clear from dirt for sure. So. Yeah, well, good to hear. And and, and you, no dog hair in them. Everything's good with my with my preparation. Uh, I mean, there's some dog hair sometimes, but I don't know if it comes from my dog or your dog. <laughs> yeah, who knows? It's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, probably mine. Don't worry about it. Um, and I know you didn't want to wear roll-offs. You're not a roll-off guy. So this weekend I was stressing about the rain. I was thinking it's going to start pouring rain, and Freddie doesn't want roll-offs, and he's going to screw himself. Really? How come no roll-offs, Freddie? Freddie hates roll-offs. Really? Yeah. I, I hate roll-offs, too. Horrible. You hate roll-offs, too? Yeah. I don't know. It's just roll-offs. I don't know. I just don't like it. Is it like feel too no. bulky on the sides or your vision or what? I don't know. It's just when they get dirt on them and you got that little, I don't know what's called, strip line you see yeah. through. Right. I don't know. It's just, hmm. I, I can't explain it. Uh, Chisholm's the same way. Chisholm hates roll-offs, dude. It's almost like claustrophobic. Uh, Freddie, do you wear an underprotector or a chest protector at all? Uh, I, I usually do. I actually... Uh, just took it off for this weekend, actually. Uh, but I usually wear one. So you didn't wear anything this weekend? Yeah, no, not this weekend. Why, where are you getting at with this? Keeper? I'm just saying because guys like feel constricted, or guys that don't like chest protectors usually don't like roll-offs. <laughs> really? Is this some sort of weird theory you've no, come I just, up with? Well, I've just seen that in the past. Like uh-huh. they want to move around. They don't want you know their vision. It's just it's, it goes hand in hand for me. So. Uh, you're nuts. No, I'm yeah. being serious. No, you're an idiot. That, that's not that's not true. Uh, Mark, you got a question for Fast Freddy Norn? Yes, I do. I wanted to ask him if he knows who Aki Johnson was. Oh, uh, he yeah. Do you know Aki Aki Johnson was? Uh, no. He was. Oh, a, shame on you. He's an old. He was old, one yeah. of the greats from Sweden. The old yeah. Mako rider. But any the other yeah. thing I wanted to say to Mathis. Yep. You, you you got me fired up when you didn't put Mark Barnett on your vote for your favorite American rider. Uh, I probably should have. I loved Bomber when I was growing up. That was probably my bad. Yeah, I did too. I wanted to call in before uh, years ago, but I never mm-hmm. got a chance to. I've been well, calling in a lot lately, though. Mark, I'm an idiot. You know that. Then, if you've been listening to the show, that was my bad. So I love all the hard work you do, man. Thank You're you. the hardest working guy in motocross. I think. <laughs> You're right, bro. You're exactly right. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Hey, Freddie, no problem, man. Good luck this year. I love yeah, your attitude. You. All right, cool. Yeah, Freddie, those are our listeners. That's our Pulp Mech Show listeners. They're very fa- very fanatics. Hey, Swedish Does Nations team, what's happening? They talk to you? You going to go? Do you know what's what's going on? Um, I don't know yet. We'll see we'll say well, we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I know. Would I you, would you go? Like if they if would you do you want to go? Yeah, for yep. sure. It would be fun to go over there and race. Um, right. I, I think it's in France this year yep. on a more hard pack track. So mm-hmm. I like hard pack tracks. So that would be fun. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what happens well. uh, with everything, and then doing all my visa stuff right now too. So. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. When's uh when's your wedding? Uh, July fifth. Oh, okay. So, uh, coming three coming weeks up. Plus. Yeah, coming up. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm super. I'm super pumped. I'm all, all excited. Dude, I got married. I got my green card. It's the best thing ever. 
the green card. Oh, well, is Marinick American? Yeah. Like? Oh, yeah. Good yeah, for you, Fred. Yeah, yeah, your green card. It's it's, an, it's phenomenal. Nice bag, buddy. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, uh, yeah. I'm not, yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah, you're not just doing it for the green card, well, Freddie. We, we, we know that. No. We know that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, might, I may have just done it for the green card, but it's 11 years later. So I think, I think I'm good. I think I'm in. Yeah. Um, hot cams. I'm, I'm not doing it for the green card. No, I know, I know. Hotcamsinc.com, uh, bringing you Fast Freddie Norn. Uh, check out the uh, discount. Use code HOTCAMS2015 to uh, save yourself some money with those guys. Hotcams, unleash the power within. I'm sure Freddie uh, Norn has a brutal. Amazing cam, one cam in his mm, Honda CRM 450. Um, Freddie, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Um, good ride at High Point. You're you're being solid every week. I can see a top five coming for you too. And uh, thank you for running X Brown goggles. You're doing a great job with that. And um, yeah, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks again. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. For All sure. right, we'll see you at uh, we'll see you at Bud's Creek, Bud. See you, Freddie. Uh, All right, take care, guys. All right, see ya. Fast Freddie Norn, HotCamsInc.com. Freddie's all business. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't elaborate on stuff that nope. much. To, does Freddie it? doesn't have like. Uh, Freddie's a really nice guy. He's a great guy. He's Swedish. He's a nice guy. They're not um, pretty neutral. They're not uh, Swedish. Are not like outgoing personalities. They're not any Swedish guy I know. Yeah. Very reserved, quiet dudes, focused. Yeah. You know. Until you get alcohol in them. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Freddie, though. I mean, Let's again, anybody, like, though. what a story. Yeah, I know. In a van. Right. With this chick, Amy. On a KTM, yep, and then you're running around a factory Honda, and and got the shot and started and doing well. Right? Yeah, great story, man. Yeah, and some of those guys feed off of that stuff. Make so. a movie about them. Fast Freddy, right? Starring yeah me, I could play the, the role of Fast Freddy. Okay, absolutely. Let's, let's do it. Yep. Who are you calling? No, we're going to commercial. Uh, third, second commercial break of the night. Kiefer's music after this. I did not pre-screen this music, so I have no idea whether it's crap it's great. or not. We'll just count on it. It probably balls. sucks balls. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's is this, are you down with this too, Fuck Gary? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, he Sex. doesn't have good taste in music. Mm, no, I like some of his music. Yeah. Um, Pulp Mech Show presented by Fly Racing and BTOSports.com. We'll be right back after this. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
Pole Prime X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pope Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's. Unleash the power within. Usually, 
safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty? Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience, We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. 
Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I want to go to the ocean and send a postcard of my loneliness. Forgetting you is so elusive I'd run away but it's always this You're the only one I love It's always been you And I wish I was conscripted in the merchant marines Shag out in the service of sales and machines Just to stay She's a shipboard cook She can drive a line If you take a look She's kind of worried though Oh Cause I keep hoping you will find me
back, everybody. Pulp and Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Kiefer's iPhone 4 didn't really work there. So we're not really sure what's going on. Kiefer, will we get your music next commercial? Or? I hope so, because that wasn't it. Also, that, actually, Third Eye Blind's good. I like Third Eye Blind. Yeah, this is their new stuff. We're going to go see them uh, next couple weeks or a month or so. Oh, that's good. But your iPhone 4. 4. I plugged the thing in, the auxiliary cord, and nothing happened. It started pulling up the speakers. That's odd. It works on my auxiliary in my truck, so. I don't know, bro. Sorry, man. I guess I should uh, hook up your iPhone 5 that you gave me. I don't want to talk about that. Gary Sutherland in studio, ex-brand athlete, works racing champion, off-road pioneer. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, I was just wondering. I had a question about uh, Star Racing Yamaha. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering, do you think they'll have uh, they'll, Cooper, will, when he goes up, do you think he's going to go to the JGR team, or do you think he's going to stay with Star? Uh, no, Star doesn't have a 450 program, so I could totally see Cooper Webb being signed by JGR. He wrote for them before as an amateur. Uh, yeah. they, they love him. Uh, he's from that area, so yeah, for sure. But he's not going next year, right? Next year, he's no, right. no, 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 no. He's got another year. <laughs> right. Four years. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. But I would say in the future, that's a good option because, you know, he wrote from before, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, Mike, anything else? No, oh yeah, I had, uh, I was wondering if you guys knew if you guys were doing any, uh, trivia thing, if I can call back later on if you're doing a giveaway. Why, what do you, what do you want? Well, I don't know, some gear? Fly. What kind of gear you want, fly? Fly yeah. gear, best out there, bro. Um... What were my finishes? What was Kiefer's finishes in Canada? Uh, I think he got like 20th something. Oh, man. Dude, dude, come oh, on. Shit. Dude, he was good. That second race was really strong. I do. I'm sorry. That sucks, man. What, uh, what's, no your favorite, what's your favorite rider of all time? Uh, I like Barsha. Okay. Just keep, keep, keep digging yourself a hole, bro. You would think he would name, he might name a fly racing athlete, right. to, you know, to get the or get, uh, you know older rider with red hair, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wore number fifteen for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, okay. well, uh, Mike, I'm sorry, um, it's not going to be your night. Oh, come on, bro. We have a. Did you enter the fly racing sweepstakes that we did last week? Yeah, tried all that stuff. Oh, well, we're picking a random emailer. So, JT, you're on the line. JT? He's not there. All right. Um, we're going to get JT to pick a number for the for the Fly Racing Gear winner. And maybe you're it, Mike. Yeah, you never know. I, I've had pretty bad luck with pretty much every gear I've ever owned. Why? What do you mean? What's happened? Well, either, like, I had... Uh, I don't know if you remember me calling in a while ago about my Fox helmet with Bike Bandit deal. Mm, no. No, you probably don't. No, I I don't really know their whole return policy, but I guess I I didn't really know much about it. But oh, I got, yeah, I do remember you. Something about you. What happened? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They they I have a a brand new. V, I think it's a V3. I don't really remember. I haven't looked at it in a while. 
brand new V3 that I never even got to basically use. It just sits there because it's got a, a crack in it because I, it was sitting on my uh, bed of my truck and some somebody pushed it over and it got a, it had a, it has like a dent in the inside out and I was just wondering if they could retake it. But but somebody, you, your buddy did it or somebody pushed your bike over. Yeah. So, so why, I, why, does, I, why does Bike Bandit have to pay for your your idiot buddies? I don't know. I I, I tried. Uh, I guess. I guess you did. JT, pick a number between 100 and, 1 and 126. 51. Mike, I hope you're number 51 because you win a set of fly racing light hydrogen gear if you are. Good stuff, too. So. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no problem. I tried to pick his favorite I know, right? Good call, JT. Yeah, that's his favorite guy. So, uh, 51. Hopefully Mike Mike's number, random emailer number 51, wins a set of light hydrogen gear, courtesy of flyracing.com. Mike seems a lot like the youth of today. Slow, confused. Entitled? Entitled. That is a good word. Your head is slightly inside your ass just a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, it makes you feel all warm inside. <laughs> all right, btosports.com, Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com, nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out, and uh, they can help you out and save you some money on many things. OEM parts as well. BTOsports.com. Uh, KTM team, proud sponsors. Andrew Short, Justin Brayton. And, uh, yeah, thanks to BTOsports.com for everything uh, that they do for us on the show. These are questions submitted to at Show on Twitter. And Gabba Gibbs goes through them in between working on a script for tomorrow's podcast show that he's doing. And uh, he picks the best one. So let's do it. All right. Uh, this first one is from Benjamin. He says, Steve, who is the one person you'd like to get in the studio to be a co-host that won't come on? And he also wants to know, over the years, who's had the biggest blow-up after a race and what they did? Biggest blow up after a race. I don't know. JT, you got any? I would say I have to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> I used to break helmets and just, I mean, yeah. just lose it. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Brian Loon is freaked out after Bradshaw, um, you know, left uh, or lost, lost Supercross title. So, um, uh, yeah. Tony's got to be up there, too. Tony? Oh yeah, Tony. Um, Let's at, see. at, jo- oh. at, at um, Josh. Uh, Grant? Josh Grant. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure this out. Josh Grant. Uh, that was pretty good. That was a little bit scary. When I was going after Matt Bonney, Broludi on the back. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid effort right there. <laughs> what was the other question, Gibbs? In studio. In studio guests that you've never been able to get. I want to get. In studio guests that I've never been able to get. Rhymes with Schmarsh Michael. No. Oh, no. You ever got no. Chad, Chad ever been to your house? No. RV's been in. Yeah. Chad uh, would be good. Oh, Chad if, would be really good. You can get Chad engaged, like in person. Yeah. You would, have, you would have a hard time, though, because Chad's worse on his phone than I am. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good with Chad a little alcohol in him, too. That'd be fun. If you could just keep his phone away from him, he would be really good. I don't think I'd be able to do that, though, right? I know, I'm just saying, you yeah. gotta, you'd have to have, like, a rules set up. Yeah, and how, how's he going to do with rules? How's Chad going to do with rules? I feel like he's pretty reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You know what? I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're having Jake Weimer's coming back in sometime soon. Kenny Watson's coming back in sometime soon. 
Seven Deuce Deuce is coming back. Berluti will be in real soon. Kiefer's coming back. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't. I, in studio guests, you know what? Almost anybody is good that like Kiefer is engaged, listens, asks questions, that kind of stuff. You know. What so. about the dogger? Uh, dogger would be good, but dogger would. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think dogger would do it. Uh, dogger wouldn't do it. <laughs> I can't even get dogger on this show. Right. Really? On the phone? <laughs> really? Yeah, he's like, nah, bro. I'm off work. No way. Like, I'm busy. I'll be down. And I'm like, dude, 20 minutes. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, dude, 20 minutes, dogger. If, if, if this show was during work hours, dog would be on for hours. <laughs> All right, this next question is from Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to say the guy's name, but the guy, Yamaha rider who plays third in the GPs. What's his name? Fevier. Yeah, that's it. He had an electric... He won. He won this He weekend. won overall. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, he had an electric start on his bike. Mm-hmm. Kiefer. Yeah. Is that something that may be coming up on a stock model? Yes, coming. Oh, Really? I don't know when, but yeah, it's coming. You think they'll do it? All yeah. new two-stroke, <laughs> direct inject electric start. These guys, though, like uh, uh, I think they should. The KTM's got that thing weighing nothing now, like the electric right. start part of it. The batteries are so small and everything. Um, they the, should do it, but I would be surprised if the Japanese copied KTM. This would mean bowing to KTM that their system is better. They're not going to copy it, but they're kind of pigeon like they're kind of backed into a corner where you have to do something because otherwise KTM's going to have the market and they definitely don't want that but the Japanese are really good about sitting back designing their own stuff and making it mm-hmm. their own and better so right. i would say definitely in the next 17 if not 18 okay all new and also too just off subject too fevra me and Gary were talking this yeah. on the way up. It was a badass yeah. for getting Stupid. up and hauling ass after he had the last Starfighter bend on his handlebars. Did you see those bars, JT, his right-hand bar after his crash? Yeah, I was, very, I was really impressed with that kid. There's not many American moto guys, I think, that would do that, honestly. Oh, yeah, they hell would pull, no. They would pull off and be like, uh, I'm over it. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. But now, this guy, he, right. just, he, he was scrubbing, and his <laughs> handlebar was like hitting his thigh. <laughs> it's like shit. Before he even scrubbed. Yeah. yeah. No, good job by him, for sure. You know what that was? That was youth right there. Like, kids just don't care. Right. Bent bars, whatever. Fuck it. I'm going for it. And that's what, look what he was awarded with. He won the OA. That's bitching. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I was, I was really impressed by that. Shrybo's winning moto was cool, too. He's a good dude. Last lap. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that was a good pass. That track looks epic if it was dry. Man, <laughs> yeah. it does look fun. Yeah. All right, D wants to know, Michael Waltrip's team got in trouble for letting teammates pass to slash game points. Is there anything or any rules against that for motocross or supercross? Nope. No. Nope. All right. Uh, this guy wants to know, Kiefer, would you say the 2016 RMZ 450 is, quote, unquote, all new? Hashtag uh, 20 seconds. I know, but the RMZ 250 is. I mean, even the plastic looks the same, but there's over 80 different parts in the motor that are new part number. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of stuff. It's up on the internet right now, and there's a lot of new stuff inside there. And uh, it seems like a lot of the manufacturers are going after weight loss. Um, so, yeah, it's up on the internet. It's on DirtRudder.com. You can see the 16 RMZ 250. I haven't even seen the 450, so I, I don't know what to say about that. Okay. Uh, Braddy wants to know, gentlemen, can you name a few bikes that have had a distinct advantage for their riders over the years? Well, the new four-strokes when they came out. <laughs> The Honda CRF 450, when uh, 23 out of 40 guys were on a Honda 450 Nationals. <laughs> yeah. Um, that thing was pretty good. Right. That bike was pretty good. The two, YZ2VF, I, that bike got Kelly Smith a lot of money. Right. 
because he was riding one for 3D racing and hole shotting the shit out of everybody and riding up front. I was one of the very first guys to ride that thing. Scheidler called me and said, hey, I got some testing. So I went and showed up at Palmdale, and he showed up with this four-stroke, and mm. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I rode it. The first time I rode it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to kill. Uh, Honda 125s back in the day. You watch old nationals with Mickey Diamond and George Holland and those dudes, and they are motoring by guys. Yeah. Like, see you later, uphills and stuff. The 87 Sierra 125 was fast. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Will Salazar wants to know, hey, Keith, did you cut that 20 seconds gap in the Canadian prep? Man, the way Chad's right, I think I can close it within 10 now, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. JT just, yeah. just threw something. Uh, no, JT, he has it. It's all, 10 seconds, you think, JT? Uh, a lap. I don't know. He was, he was 10 seconds a lap slower than Tomac right. at Hangtown. See? So, wow. There's a chance. But I think Tomac would have been more than 20 seconds faster than you at Hangtown. Tomac, yeah, Tomac, yeah, shit. <laughs> All right, John <laughs> wants to know, hey, JT, if Amart goes to star Yamaha like Mathis says he does, is he in fly racing gear, or does he go to answer? Uh, depends on what star does. I don't – the star, star's gear deal is up, so there's there's no foregone conclusion on what would happen there. Yeah, Amart's probably going to be right for star. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a big fight going on over that team right now, gear wise. So, are you I guys are you guys involved? Uh, Dude, they're involved. They somewhat. Are. Yeah, I don't I don't think we are the fight that the, there's a big fight going on, and I don't think we're like the one starting the fight or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I think there's a big brand going after them, and obviously they're already answer. I'm sure probably wants to keep them. So, we'll but see. do you think Star's bike is that much better than what Alex is riding right now, though? I don't know. I don't. I think. Uh, I think their bike program's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Uh, you know, this year even better than last year. But I'm not sure. I don't. You know, there's so much political nonsense that goes on with um, team bike development. You know, so that's like saying was the was the Geico Honda that much better than the Troy Lead Honda last year? I don't. It's really hard to say. I'm not sure. I would think it has to be. You know, they're a factory supported team where Rock River's really. They kind of are, but not really, you know. I heard that Amart has Porcel stuff from last year. Which would be pretty solid, but, I mean, yeah. that's a year of development behind. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, Matt wants to know, would Factory Honda ever sign a Supercross-only rider like Mookie as a third guy? No, I don't think so. I think they would always put their guys for both both series. Hmm. I think. You, yeah. Yeah. Gear? Yeah. Think Gary so. thinks so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Neil wants to know uh, how many spots did Kiefer Kiefer's ridiculous hat cost him last weekend? Oh, dude. oh my my five dollar Chevron hat, dude. Like, dude, I'm I'm a redhead. I'm gonna get fucking get talk burned. about a circus freak. You look like a circus freak with that hat on. It's a it's a it's a freaking hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circus freak hat. I keep That's my not... face from. I got a big nose and it turns JT, red. JT, did you see that thing in photos on Instagram and stuff? I don't think I did. Oh my god, you got to see this guy. He's posing for is photos that, is that on your Instagram. Yeah, he's posing for photos right. like, what's up? And he's got a hat on that, like, <laughs> like you can't help but look at him and be like, what the F? That that happens a lot with him. That's not the worst thing I've ever seen him in. Dude, yeah. honestly, if I'm Kevin Tyler and Dakota, so I'm like, yeah, bro, can you take the hat off first? Dude, they want it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Is it this camo, this camo get up? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. I saw it at a gas station. It was hot as balls. I was and, like, screw it. I'm and who, getting it. And, okay, look, I'm saying it's bad, but, okay, we all admit I'm not a fashion guy. Right. We yes. know this. Yes. JT is. No, I know. And he's saying that hat's bad. Here's the thing. Well, you J- know what? He's got a very pretty lady hugging him. Right. That <laughs> hat on. So I, everybody else can probably just suck it. Right. Zero Fs. Yeah. When, you, when, you, when you're already married, you don't care what you look like. I'm at the track, so that that's a double. I don't care. Bro, pit whores are at the track. In Canada, the pit whores are scarce. Really? Yes. Uh, not very good. Okay. I'm not going oh, by the way, JT, we have com- <laughs> we have confirmation that Matt Gurky won, yes. won 16 out JT of 18. JT was right. So you can suck. I, I mean, you're telling me something I already knew, but that's awesome. I mean, I appreciate it. My wizard, Dylan Kalen, came through and gave me the info. Okay, next question. Yeah, I mean, he was my teammate that year, so I followed him like really he closely. He hate 442 points out of a possible 450. I do not remember him being that dominant at all. I'm telling I don't you, don't he either. was really, that's why I, going right. into the season, I was like, he's going to be right there if he doesn't win. Like, right. you, you don't, you know, he's right. he's a better rider now than he was then, I would think, you know. Right. All, All right. right, next question. Sean Laser250 wants to know, hey, Steve, what percentage of Pookie's 3,000 or 3,500 followers are your fans? Are we creeping you out? If so, sorry. But she's an inside by proxy. Well, no, but those dudes aren't going up to her, hey, Pookie, how you doing? Yeah, they hey, are, dude. How's Steve? I well, bet you they are. Um. I would say 90% of them are probably yeah. old fans, right? Absolutely. I mean, I would think. I don't know. Pookie does have more followers than I do, though. That kind of sad. It makes me sad. Pookie's yeah. tweets are quality, though. Last night, she had quality showgirls tweets. Right. And I was into it. Right. That's creepy. All right, next question. All right. His last question is from Tyson. Now that JT is retired, plus seen from the sport as a No questions for Gardog? Strange no. Okay. Strangely right. no. Dang it. We, you didn't advertise I was going to be here. I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> would have been all Gary that, Sutherland questions. Probably, probably a good reason why it didn't, didn't happen then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, hey, hey yeah. Gary, how you like those uh, soft titanium grips? Uh, what? Uh, dude, that's an X-brand athlete. He don't even know. You got X-brand grips? No, no. sorry. I do. I do. I'm all not right. on that kind of program. Okay, just question. Goggles. All right, Tyson wants to know, JT is now retired and seen, uh, seen the sport from a non-racer side. What would he tell himself? As a rookie. Going back, if I, if I was a rookie, I could tell myself something, what would I say? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. With all uh, your experience. The easy answer is to stay in school. But, yeah. I don't know, racing gave me a lot of things I wouldn't have. So, mm-hmm. probably um, work on work on your weaknesses a lot. Like, more than I, more than I did. So... Mm-hmm. I feel like I was pretty good at a lot of things with racing, but then, like, whoops, and there were just some things that really, really held me back. And whether I needed to search out better bike settings or, you know, really, I think I could have used resources to make myself better in those situations, and I just kind of settled, and that's probably what I would would change. Uh, Kiefer, you probably would have went to a bigger big bore. Absolutely. Yeah. At least 10 more CCs. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, whatever you do, do not sign with the factory team that comes up to you in the future. Yeah, JT, let's say I'm uh, from DNA Energy Drink, and I come up and I say, hey, I'm gonna, I got an offer for you. Uh, I would say, sure, just pay me up front so then I don't give you the benefit of the doubt and be a good person and just keep on listening to your lies. Because they did, they did pay money for a long time. Yep. But then they just got behind, and you keep like waiting, and then you – Work for free for a long time, and and how about how about DNA? So they stiff the Butler brothers, right? Uh, yep. Eventually, 
And yep. there's another agent out there that represents them and sells them to another team that I believe Star. also fucks them out of money. Star? Yeah. They burn Star bad. Right. So, you know, if you're an agent and you're like, hey, Forrest Butler, how did that deal work out? And Forrest is like, fuck those guys. We didn't, you know, we got half our money or whatever, quarter of our money. And then you go and sell it to another team? Mm. Just so you Yeah, can... it's pretty shocking. Oh, my God, right? Must be a good salesman. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're representing Well, this... that's the whole thing. They they do it. Like, they had, they did the same thing. They rope you in because they pay you some money. You know, they promise you this big contract, which, you know, there's not a lot of money in this sport, so you need it, especially with the energy drink thing. You know, unless you're Mitch Payton or, one, you know, you're not going to get Red Bull. Sorry. Um, so they, they have money. They write you a check to get things going. They sign a big contract. Everything's fine. Then they just stop paying, right. and then you're stuck into this deal where you've signed contracts with riders. You have all these expenses, and they're just, they just stop paying, but they ride this thing out because all the gear's made, all the graphics are made, the truck's wrapped, there's ads. There's everything, so they basically just get the backside of all that advertising. Yeah, I mean it's super shady, but it's it's effective. You know they're they're bankrupt and out of business now. It doesn't exist anymore, but mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy how effective it is if you have no morals, you know, or aren't scared of being sued. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about karma. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if, no, exactly. I mean, right. obviously, you would never want to do that, but if you look at it at a strictly dollars and cents wise, you're like, wow, really got a lot for a little there. Yeah. Anything else? That has been the Gabby Gibbs segment. BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money when you check out a brand new website. Or not that brand new anymore, but website, OEM parts as well. BTOsports.com, 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 BTOsports.com. Love this guy right here. Uh, Fly Racing, MX, uh, Bulpamex show presented by Fly Racing, BTOsports.com. Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces. FMF Racing, W Wheels, great guys down at W, helping me out. Uh, Galfer Brakes, also uh, BTO Sports KTM team uses Galfer Brakes. JGR uses Galfer Brakes. Two under, two under, good stuff. Yeah. I got some two under for you. Do you? Yeah, I got some more. Sweet. Oh, you you got some more. oh good. I got, I, got, I, got, I got a lot. I got a pair from this guy over here. Yeah. Okay, one good to stuff. use. I'm not wearing them now because I only got one pair. But. Uh, I'll get you another pair. KTMPartsExpress.com and Black Ops Moto. Black Ops Moto got me a a sweet ignition call for Project 88. I'm bolting on, so thanks to those guys for that. And uh, also, too, uh, let's do the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. Some of the best stuff out there for your Jeep, truck, or SUV from... uh, Light mounting solutions to bumpers to Jeep gear. They've got it. I've got a set of steps on my Ridgeline. Have you seen the new 2017 Ridgeline that's uh, being tested? Oh, i got to send a bunch of links. Really? I thought you there, Dan. I was driving the freeway and I saw so one go I past you, me. You tweeted me. Yeah. yeah, no doubt it passed you. It's fucking fast. <laughs> Shit. Um, N-Fab.com, proud sponsors of Filthy Phil, who almost killed the photographer this weekend. No shit. I oh, saw dude, that. The guy's fine. It's Garth. He fucked Garth up. Huh? Yeah. Jumped over a berm, over the banners, into Garth's face. Fuck. <laughs> Gnarly. Barsha and Pike also use nfab, n-fab.com. Question of the day. Gary, we'll get you in on this, too. All right. It's not off-road related, but, it's you okay. know. Blame. Um, <laughs> nfab, question of the day. JT, you're a team manager. All three of you jerkies are team managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot pick Roxon, Dungey, Tomac, or anyone in the 250 class right now. But you have to pick, you have to give a rider a five-year contract. Wow. 
five years to ride for your team. Nobody in the 250 class, and nobody, no, no Tomac, no Dungy, no Roxon. Who do you give a five-year deal to? JT, if you say Chad Reed, I'm going to hang up on you. Go ahead, JT. Uh, Indoors, outdoors. I already got mine. You know, the whole thing. I'm going to say Trey Kennard. Damn it. <laughs> well, you can pick the same one. I'll pick a different one just for the sake. Trey Kennard, not a bad deal. Uh, how old is he, JT? He's got to be 24. Okay, so you're going to get his prime years, 29, when you're, the deal's done? Maybe 25, 24, 25, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why Coming I made, his prime. That's why I yeah. made it five years because it, it changes things a little bit, age-wise, yeah. you know? Like, yep. I might think of somebody like Shorty, but not not five years. Right. So. Well, sure, yeah. Shorty's 30, 31, yeah. 32. Yeah. No, I know. So, who do you got, Gerdog? I'm going Pike. Fucker. Five All years up. for Pike. Yeah, because, number one, his improvement level is ridiculous. Number two, I've raced him at a works race when he was really big, mm-hmm. and he's only been showing improvement. Little lackluster. Shocking last... that Gary brings us the right, right to a works off-road, race. Right, right, yeah. off-road. Well, I had to. I mean, I had to, but. Little, I was expecting a little more out of him the last couple rounds because mm-hmm. he started out so strong. But mm-hmm. um, pulling for him, he's a big dude. He's brutal. He's yeah. he leaves it all out there. So fly, like race, fly racing zone. That's right. Uh, I'm going with. Um, it's a tough deal. Okay, I guess I'm going to go with um, Anderson. Right? Somebody's got to pick. Well, Anderson. that's what I was going to say. Anderson okay. or Barsha. So. I would say Anderson just because he's been improving, mm-hmm. and he's good at both. He's good at Supercross yeah. and Moto. Yep. The thing is, I'm not a huge Anderson fan, so. Why? What's, um, hap- what's happened? Just It just seems like I don't really care for his uh, his interviews, and I've heard some things, and I don't know. I just feel like he could, uh, he could be you, more personable. You're, you're upset because he, he, he screwed over that trainer. A little bit. Right. Yeah. I we, got, we got Ping with the tickle and the um, – who was the who was uh who Ping and Tickle. Tickle didn't pay a trainer. Oh really? What trainer, JT? No, he didn't pay his, he didn't pay Paul Lindsay. No, but also a trainer when he won the title. No, that was Paul Lindsay. No, 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 trainer too. Yeah, I'm telling I'm bro, I'm telling well, no, I know I, knew, I even know the amount. It was it, Paul, but there was also a Charles Charles Dow. 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 Uh, okay. Yes. I don't, okay. Maybe I, yeah. I don't know that part. I know he didn't pay Paul Enzi. Right. Of course, there's two sides to every story. So right. Really exactly. And and, you, and Seiji and Jason Anderson, right? Work yes. together. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, it's and you love Seiji. Yeah. Seiji's my guy. And, right. So I just I got to have his back and. Okay. Well, so, but I'm still gonna pick him just because he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. He's picking. He's picking it up, man. No doubt. He's doing really good. All right. N-Fab.com. Uh, probably made in Houston, Texas, ndfab.com. You want a discount from NFAB? Email me. Use the contact form on Pulpamex, and uh, we'll hook you up from those guys. And also, too, listen to the NFAB Fantasy Moto Podcast. We won't be doing one this week, but, JT, you killed it in, in Moto Dynasty Fantasy, so clearly you know what you're talking about. I got third at motocrossfantasy.com last week, so we're fantasy experts. Listen to us on the NFAB Fantasy Moto Podcast. Oh, and there's also the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB on Thursdays at noon. I gotta get on that. Yeah, we should get you in. Yeah, yeah, you're not doing nothing, right? No, no. are you? Fuck you. No. And never typing, so never writing. He doesn't do shit. Hey, Mathis. Seriously, how good are weeks like this, like off weeks, with our like workload? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah so much better. Yeah, it's good. Holy I'm God. I'm going to Winnipeg this weekend though. I'm traveling still. So. What are you going there for? Mom? No, I'm just oh, saying Mom. like yeah. writing and yeah, shows yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's nice. 
Um, so thanks to NFAB for making that happen. That is the question of the day. Gardog, if you had to give an off-roader a five-year deal, who are you giving it to? Uh, Gary Sutherland. Okay, besides yourself. Oh, all right. Um, Caleb? <coughs> no, there's a kid coming up. Dalton Shari. Young kid from the high desert. Rides for Ty. Nobody knows him. Fast kid. At, hold kid on. from the high. De- Gary's <laughs> giving a kid from the high desert that no one's heard of a five-year deal over no, Caleb no. Russell, who's dominating GCCs. No, the kid, ridiculous. The kid, this Holy kid God. is yeah. riding a 300 two-stroke. I know we've been on a two-stroke face tonight, guys. Oh, he's a he's circus right. freak. He's a sideshow. He's a right. side circus show. freak sideshow, but he is he's got actually lobster claws for hands. He's young. He's still. He's only 17, and he's on it. Gary, I hope to God you're never a team manager with okay. my money because. Uh, you're going to give a kid well, who you think can maybe do no. something who's 17. He has See, to already, do something. I already gave you my first opinion. It was me. <laughs> he's like the Chad it. Reed of off-road. He's yeah. betting on himself I'm betting over on here. Myself. <laughs> well, you got a good goggle, you got to. You got a good goggle brand behind you. That's right. Um, all right. Thanks to NFAB. Uh, all right. Let's talk to Kiefer a little bit about your Canadian experience, Kiefer. What the hell happened? Um, you know, I was thinking before you went up. Okay, yep. first of all, you said five to seven. Right. And I was proving right. So suck it, everybody who told me to suck it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'm like, why would Kevin Tyler... And Andy White mm-hmm. want to give Kiefer, a retired dude who doesn't race anymore that much, you know, a full works ride at four Canadian rounds. This is stupid. Like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. I thought you were dumb for going up and racing right. and everything else. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking about it. Like, there was, like, threads on Vital MX about you. Oh, there was? Your in- yeah, how you were going to do. Mm-hmm. People were on your Instagram talking about you. You did an article for Dirt Rider. Yep. In the magazine. Right. You did an online story, right? Or you did, or you're doing one. Yes. You have all this show publicity that people love it. And talk. These guys are geniuses. Right. That's what I'm, now I'm realizing that like, great job, hot dog vendor. <laughs> and Andy White, they got you for free. Right. And they got a shit ton of publicity. Absolutely. I mean, I, I use my own gas. I got, I got my own practice bike. So they're not out a whole okay, lot. Okay. What we need to do though, listen, hot dog vendor sounds like he cheaped out a little bit. So we got Digger. Yeah. Who owns the great Gopher Dunes team? Yeah. Um, JSR running the KTM team. Yep. We need to put you up for auction next year. That's right. And like bidding what, wars because because you're giving these teams arguably more press than the teams that, that win. Absolutely. People, and people were digging it. And I'm kind of paying my own way you know, up there. And people love the vet, dude. You right. know. Yeah. The only thing they would love more is if you rode a two-stroke. <laughs> right. Which that's not going to happen. Right. I don't want that. Right. Come on. But what a great strategy. Um. Anyways, okay. So you suck balls at round one. Yeah, so round but one. We, we had you on the show. Your right. bike, you had some bike issues. Right. I had some bike issues at round one. It was uh, starting to see it's detonating really bad, and I didn't want to blow out their bike, so I limped it in. Second moto, I got my practice bike, and ended up. I worked my way up to like 11th or 12th, and uh, I crashed twice. So no excuses. That was on me. Mm-hmm. Just rode shitty. It was a great track. I just had a shitty day. Rough track. Down loops gets rough. Super ruddy. Yeah, like, like really deep ruts. Oh, I felt more square edgy when I was there. It like, was some square edge, but it okay. was like, it was really ruddy. It was yeah. deep ruts. So. And there was a sand section, right? Or did they move it? They yeah, it wasn't that sand. It had some rollers in oh, it, okay. but it wasn't like years past. Right, right. Um, um, and in Nanaimo, which is a complete shithole track. JT, you can vouch for that. Um, it's garbage. Yes. But it's a, yeah, lot, it's, dumb. it's a lot like the high desert. Yes. And that is where Kiefer excels. See, people thought it was shit, and I liked it because it just reminded <laughs> me of being back home. Did you see Metcalf and Dakota's like, Instagrams? Like, they're just like, this place oh, should be closed up, and they, Tyler Medaglia. Jimmy was like, I just want to get through today. Like, fuck this race. I just want to get through today. You know, right. that's what everyone's deal is yeah. about Nanaimo. Just get through Nanaimo. But for me, I like it because it's hard pack. you got to be smooth. And... 
that's the type of rider I am. I'm more of a smoother guy. I can't really hang it out, you know, being an older guy. So uh, I qualified decent. Um, got a shitty start the first moto. I worked my way up to 11th. And second moto, I got a, you know, top five start. And it was cool because it was me, Jimmy, and Dylan Wright all together riding mm-hmm. for about, you know, first quarter of the race and running fifth, sixth, and seventh. So we were all up there. And uh, those guys got around me. So I was in seventh for most of the race, you know, until yeah. like the two lap board. And then oh, I you, kinda, went, you went from seventh to 11th. So I went, wow. I messed up in the back. And two laps? Trained for laps. No, three what laps, happened? yeah. Three laps. So, but anyway, 11-11 got me ninth overall. It's top 10 for it's being a, the oldest. kind of lucky. No yeah, way. Yes. 11, 11, How is it lucky that, if I finish the race? 11-11 and 11, 11 for 11, a 11-11. That's, that's pretty. Eh, yeah. No, bullshit. I, bullshit. I toughed it out and rode how I wanted to ride, and I got ninth. I actually could have did better if I didn't fuck up. But. Yeah, it sounds like you were seventh or whatever. Um, so, yeah, you got, uh, ninth overall. Yeah. So you're happy. Nanaimo was good. I'm like, happy with Nanaimo because yeah. I felt like I rode to my potential, yeah. and I knew I was in between the seven and nine range. So Harder or easier than you thought after, uh, after d- going up there? Definitely harder. There was more riders that uh, – I didn't think it would be that good. Right. Um, but, there, you know, top 10 were actually really fast up there. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised, you know, some of the fitness the guys have this year and the speed. And mm-hmm. But I'm glad I went up there and, you know, kind of tested myself. And, and yeah. I met a lot of, you know, met a lot of cool people. And, you know, like right. I said, all the MX-101 guys. Yeah. All those guys on the team worked their ass off. And Kevin was my mechanic, and he went to the line with me. And Yeah. And it was it was a great time, you know. My my kid and my wife got to experience the whole thing. They've yeah. never been up there. Yeah, so. what beautiful part of the country, all of it. Kamloops to the island. It's, yeah, even if how shitty you know Nanaimo track is, going no, over there oh, is bitching. Yeah. So it's exactly the opposite of where I'm from, Manitoba. Right. It's exactly the opposite. Yeah. Because it's beautiful. Yeah, and the, um, and the bikes were good. You yeah. Know, and Dakotas uh, dominated the opening round. Yeah, Dakotas killed everybody. Kamloops. Yeah. by a long ways. That's surprising. I was surprised. Really? Yeah, because he, his fitness is good for sure, but he's never really done great outdoors. And so to come out of the opening round on a rough track, and I mean he didn't just beat him; he he destroyed him. Right. So. Yeah, and he did. It was it was loamy and sandy, so he's good at that yeah. shit. Good job by Dylan Wright too. Kids really emerging. Yeah, I didn't know nothing about him, and I met him. He's a good kid and mm-hmm. uh, pretty quiet, but yeah, he he hauls ass and has that you know. New era style with scrubbing everything, yeah. and, and he, he, he goes good. So enjoyable experience. Yeah. What did you do up in a motorhome? Did that get a little crazy up in a motorhome for that long? <sighs> Here's the deal with this. Let me, let me give you some, some story on this. So being in a motorhome two weeks with my wife and kid, I brought another kid up with me. It's hard to get quality time, you know. For a, for a man to do anything you want to do, <laughs> you know, we're in this back bedroom, Here and you we go. and you have a, a a guy sleeping on the couch in front, and you have your kid, you know, ten feet up. I had to go in stealth mode to kind of get some some action, <laughs> and any little movement you make when you have spoon when you have spooning sex, there's still a little bit of movement in the motorhome, and people wake up awfully quick. So you really have to pay attention and be smooth with your <laughs> with your riding, so to speak. Should have found a better setting. Pack. Yeah, <laughs> so I had, to, I had to ride it like hard packed. So uh, the show has reached a new low. <laughs> so anyway, it was rough to get the the, the quality time that I needed, but uh, it was nice to get home and mm-hmm. get out of the motorhome yeah. and sleep in your own bed. But it it gave me a perspective of how gnarly privateer guys are right. that do it every fucking week. Yeah, 
and don't get paid that much. Right. It's it's a it's a gnarly way to live. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You glad you did it though? Yeah. yeah I'm glad. Yeah. I'm going. And you're going for, back for two more. Two more. Sandalie and Deschambeau, which is sandier, which is going to be cool. For will me. he? Will he make it? Gary? Will I improve? Make it. I mean, I train with him. I mean, he's not on my program, but uh-huh. mm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he could. I want to see two solid top 10 motos not a yeah, i got lucky with an 11 11 yeah, top 10 yeah, yeah, like yeah. we all get it i mean that's racing and you did get a top 10 overall right. you can't lie but i want to see two top 10s are you you're gonna fly up to both those rounds or what yeah you do? I'll fly okay i think the sandy one you'll do you'll so do mx 101 yeah. got all this publicity from you magazine feature and online and this show and everything else and they just i mean yeah good job by those guys yeah they, they, you, you said you had a lot of fans like people coming yeah, out a lot of a lot of steve mathis pulp dirt rider fans and yeah like a people, lot of people giving me uh, cheesies that I forgot to bring you. And, you motherfucker. I know. Um, yeah. And Dakotas was telling you at one point, wow, people are coming. Dakotas is like, wow, you got people coming up here all the time. Like, what's going on, you know? so <laughs> That's funny. Jimmy D getting getting uh, worried about what's going on. No, people were behind you, man. They were, they were really digging it, you know? Like, I was getting updates on Twitter and yeah. your lap times and everything else. And people, One guy was like, Kiefer's sixth. Another guy tweeted me, Kiefer's dead last. And I retweeted both of them. I retweeted both of them. What is happening? Which one? Where is Kiefer? <laughs> and then the guy who said you were six was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. He thought you were probably Dylan Ryder. Or right, Dylan exactly. Or whatever. He was like, my bad. So, um, out of all the guys, I only met you know that Heckler guy in the back of Kamloops, which was yeah. which is still fun for me because yeah. I was enjoying JT it. didn't hear this story. You there's a guy in the back in Kamloops. So in the back in Kamloops, JT, there's it's all grass and there's nothing really back there and back in the sand and sec, second moto in every lap that I was out there, he had a pit board and it had a different phrase every lap like "you suck," "go back to California," "American piece of shit," and just all this crap, but. Uh, some of them were pretty catchy and funny, like 20 seconds. Said one was 20 seconds, and the next one was 35 seconds, and the <laughs> next one was like more and more. So it was cool to see a, a heckler out there giving me shit, right. which is fun. You had a heckler, JT. Yeah, I, I feel like if the moto wasn't going well, then his moto would have gone even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I'd probably Phil Nicoletti him over the berm and put my bike <laughs> in his face. Right. Check out my skid plate, biatch. But yeah. I did get, dude, we got raped at the border coming in. Oh, what happened? Like, literally? Because you'd like that. Probably. That usually yeah. costs extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, they searched the motorhome, searched the trailer. They went through our phones. Coming in? Yes. The and they, I thought, oh, fuck, we're not coming in. Like, I'm going to have to call the guy and say, yeah. I'm not going to make it. We stay at the border almost three hours. What? Yeah. And uh, finally, they're like, okay, you're, you're good. See you later. And, th- and that was it. And that was it went through your phones? Yeah, they asked for our passcodes on our phone. Were they looking for, like, nudes or what? I was to say, well, they saw some cool <laughs> shit of Heather in there if they did that. You, they were probably looking for you. They were thinking you were working for, a, you were riding for a living? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what they, they we pulled I mean, in. you said I'm racing? No. Oh. They said, what are you here for? I'm just here riding dirt bikes and, and mountain biking. Yeah. So, it wasn't lying. That's yeah. what I was doing. Right. So, yeah, and they just, they just proceeded to, to, we sat there for three hours, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it just went through the motorhome? Everything. Jeez. Crazy. Yeah. No, that's nuts, yeah. Welcome, and, to, welcome to Canada. And then when you came home in America, hey, what'd you do? Uh, rode dirt bikes and mountain bikes. All right, have, have, welcome home. Well, <laughs> but no, no, no. If the Canadians were going, it's the same way. I've been ass-raped coming to America and then, you know, gone back home and welcome home. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's whatever country you're from. People like to bag on the Canadian guards like you guys do 
and then talk about how great the American guards are. Well, yeah, you're from there. Right, exactly. So it's trust me, the opposite can happen. Right. But that's still, yeah, that's that's shitty. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Gary Sutherland, Chris Kiefer, JT. Um, yeah, man, it was good. It sounded like you had a good time. Went mountain biking with Lissamore, saw some bears. We saw some bears humping. Humping in the forest. Straight up, just looking straight at us, and homie was balls deep tearing it up. And yeah. <laughs> didn't care. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> You can, see, you can see it on Lismore's Instagram. It's only, awesome. Only <laughs> Kiefer gets to see a bear balls deep. Yeah, that was yeah. a good time. Cool <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that sounds, uh, it sounds like you had a good time, yeah. So. Canada's a cool place to go, and everyone's pretty mellow and nice. So, Did you watch the 450 motos at all? I did, a little bit. A little bit? bit? Yeah. And Mehdi killed him in round one? Obviously, Mehdi looks the strongest at both rounds that I was at. Yeah. You know, he was the fastest, obviously, in Kamloops. He he pretty much killed mm-hmm. it, and uh, but Gerke was insanely fast at Nanaimo. Yeah, uh, just had some bad luck in one. Well, moto. Cole, Cole Thompson won, right? Cole Thompson yep. was consistent in one. Yeah, um, but I think it's going to come down to Medi and Gerke. Those two our guys have the the especially when you go back east the sand. I yeah, mean, I don't yeah. see anyone touching Gerke. Yeah. And Colton's off a little bit, huh? I think he's just Colton. riding himself back in, but he's but dude, always it's there. Only, it's only ten round series, so you and he's only three points down. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't really see the results after Calgary. So. Well, because Metcalf DNF'd one moto at Calgary, right? So uh, yeah, he put him back a little bit. Um. Well, yeah. Good times, man. I'm I'm glad the fans too dug it. You know what I mean? Like the the people got behind it, which is really cool. Yeah, and I thought it was cool. You're too. the old guy. They wanted you to do good, and they, they knew that we were talking shit on you on the, sh- on the show a little bit, so that's cool. People yeah. were behind you. And if I don't do good, it's expected, you know? I'm, I'm 30, <laughs> yeah. 36 years old. Fucking old. I'm only 35. Yeah. yeah. My birthday's Wednesday. That's right, 36. When's your birthday? Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, you wow. look 40, but... <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, you look 40. Motherfucker, you look 40. JT, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no worries. BTO Sports uh, VIP program still going on for nationals, even though you're not there. So you can email jason36 at AOL.com for a VIP experience. I met, I met a VIP this weekend. Guy was pumped. He had a good time. Nice. So good. he said it was great. Um, so you can email you for that. And, um, and they're kind of doing that in Canada, JT. I guess uh, the Rockstar team kind of does the same thing you do up there really yeah oh yeah nice that's a copy bro i know but i thought it was kind of cool because obviously that's where they got it from you know i think what they do they just kind of gave the fan experience and we'll let them walk through the, the semi and showed them did some like a whole oh, deal yeah. so, their semi is really great that wasn't bad their rockstar truck yeah it was horrible did they get a new one yeah i think so okay yeah because other one was just a moving truck. Oh, it, yeah, with, no, lawn, with it, lawn chairs. Yeah, yeah, it's not that one. Okay, like literally, one. like a moving truck. Yeah, no, program. it's it's a better one. Okay, all right, that's good. Uh, yeah, you're an, JT. You're an innovator. Uh, force idea. Oh, it was yeah. Yeah, give him credit. Um. Oh, JT, you're with me on the two-stroke thing on Stank Dog, right? You're with me on that. Like, yeah, I mean, his dad sounds like he could murder us all mm-hmm. for you know talking negatively about the deal, but. Yeah, I am. I just think as awesome as he's doing, and if he gets to the top 20 on the 125, like, that's cool, but think how good he would have done on his video. Thank you. Thank that's you. all. That's it. Yep. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to be the circus freak lobster claw boy. I mean, it's cool, but it's just not very smart. Yep. Hey, do you know if Schmelian's grip fell off? I said earlier that you had said you heard that. but did you? Uh, confer- I read that. Oh, I read that. Okay. I don't know that's verified, but I read it. Okay. And it seemed legit. I mean, it looked that definitely would make sense. Yeah, yeah, something like that would work. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, if your left grip comes off like it looks like it did, I mean, he just kind of fell off. Like, which <sighs> definitely could happen like that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no doubt. All right, buddy. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, check flyracing.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon, bud. Later, JT. Yeah. Later. Later, guys. Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, Lips, what's up, man? Lips. Yo, what up? How are you? Good, thank you very much. I um, received my hot cam that you organized for me a few weeks ago. Thank yeah. you very much. How'd that work? Yeah, awesome. We um, we got a stage two hot cam, and while I was there, he also hooked me up with a cylinder works uh, big bore kit as well. Oh, big bore kit. Oh, Kiefer. Yeah, and, all about um, that. Good shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bad. Oh, that's good, <laughs> it's yeah. Good. It's Yeah, I'm stoked with it. It all went in really nice. I had um, my best mate's a motorbike mechanic, had him install it all, and mm-hmm. he um, said that he'd never put a cylinder works kit on before. But uh, he done it in Athena one, and he said the build quality and the make of the Cylinder Works kit far outweighed the Athena. It was a lot nicer build. Oh, nice. Good to hear. And, um, yeah, it was great. We just, um, yeah, it, oh, it goes really good. Like, so much, wh- much better in my 250 that literally got pretty much another gear through the corners now instead of second. You can what right size there. is it? What size is the overbore on that thing, big bore? Uh, they're only 3 mil, so it's not too bad. So it's up to 270, which is good. Oh, so yeah, no, it's that's not a- like. It's a it nice like overboard. Right. Right. rev and stuff like that, but the cam helps give it more over-rev anyway. So. Yeah, so the cam gives yeah. you some rev that you're missing out, and the, the bore and the, the stroke gives you the bit bottom end that you need. It's a perfect combination, yeah, because you get the bottom end and the mm-hmm. mid, and then the cam gives you helps with the mid and the top end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't go wrong. It's 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 phenomenal. Like Because I've got a, uh, the Honda CRS, which is a little bit slower than the rest of them, I suppose, but now it's... Perfect, because I got the ultimate handling and I got the grunt. So, oh, fantastic. yeah, no, thank you very much. It's yeah, thanks to uh, thanks to Hot Cams for stepping up and helping you out and everything else. Yeah, yeah, no, Hot Cams are awesome. Though he was more than happy to help out, and um, yeah, it's really good stuff. Highly recommend it. Really, really good stuff. So. Thanks, Lips. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Right thanks, on, Lips. Thanks, see you, bud. Cool, banana. See you guys. Thanks, Hot Cheers. Cams. Hot Cams Inc. dot com. Alicia Power within, bro. Uh, Mike, what's up, man? Uh, hey guys. Uh, Sorry, I call him back, but uh, I had a question about the two-stroke uh, AMA rule mm-hmm. in pro racing. Yep. You know, like, isn't there like a year thing? I don't really know. Homologate? We got to homologate the bike? That's what? like you can't race a certain, like, Mike, how many, how many Mike, what's your question? Uh, like, can you, what, how, you can't ride, like, uh, over... Five years or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I forgot the rule. Kiefer, do you know what this rule is? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, is it five years? I think it is five. Two, two, three years, Gary? Two or three, I think. It's really? Three years? Okay, yeah. That was more. Yeah, the AMA doesn't... The AMA homologate bikes, so they get frames and swing arms and, and motors from different bikes, but they don't want to keep them all in, in order to store them, so they just say, hey, within three years, you got to you gotta huh. race the bike. All right. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, I also had another question. All right. Um, I was just wondering, uh, I'm, mm-hmm. dang, dude, we lost you, Mike. That's good. Mike. All right. Uh, Paul from Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Poor Mike. Uh, let's take our third and final commercial break of the night here. Come back with some voicemails, a little more talk about High Point, maybe get into, um, oh, Pookie and I were discussing something, uh, earlier and we wanted to, um, maybe discuss that on the air. Let's do it. And uh, get your guys' opinion on it. Sure. And uh, maybe Gary will tell us some work stories. Who knows? Lots of things can happen. Stick around, everybody. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. 
Fire Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style. And now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos, to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at 
atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pike's mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brayton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like better on Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Anders Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. 
providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Pulp MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Black Moto. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. 
Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Nothing here to see, just a kid like me, trying to cut some tea, trying to figure it out. Nothing better to do when I'm stuck on you I'm still on here trying to figure it out Getting hard to sleep, blood is in my dreams Love is killing me, trying to figure it out Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. RJ Hampshire was on the night. Fast Freddie Norn was on the night. Alvin Baker was on the night. Chris Kiefer's in studio. That I am. Gary Sutherland's in studio. Yep. Gibbs is here. Always killing it. Pookie's back. Hello, yeah. hello. This is Chris Kiefer's song. How's that pick for you? Yeah, good. Solid. It's okay. Solid. This is a good song. Yeah. It's no Halen. Yeah. Tonight has been a Halen-free show. You all right? I would have picked it for my third song if I didn't have to emergency pick Third Eye Blind there because we had some issues, technical issues. But <laughs> The iPhone 4 came through this side. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> How's that phone I gave you? 
It's sitting right on my uh, kitchen table, okay. hanging out. Yeah, I look at it every day. I walk by it. I think of you. How's that podcast coming? Okay, what happens first? You switch to iPhone <laughs> 5. Okay. You give me my cheesies. The podcast comes out. For sure the cheesies, because those are going to get shipped now. And then podcast, and then phone. Okay. In that right. order. All right, we'll see. We'll check it out. Thanks, everybody, for listening tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks for our guests, too. That LitPro thing, I like the future of that. I should have got in on some stock options or something, Kiefer. Right? I can't wait till it starts blowing up. We should have done something like that. If it goes public, let's do it. Well, I think we should have already been doing it if we were going to do it. Do it. Lame. Um, we got your yeah, voicemails coming up, 702-586-757. We'll take some phone calls before we go out here on the Pulp and Mech Show with uh, Gary Sutherland, works champion, Chris Kiefer, Canadian national champion-ish, kind of. <laughs> um, hey, buddy! Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roos Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, Black Ops Moto. Um, Gary, yeah, how's the X-Brand thing coming for you? You, you enjoy the, the goggles? And Love them. Rich is sending you stuff? And Rich is sending me stuff. Hooks you up? Hooks me up. Good. You get a, you get a actually, bonus program, or what do you got? You got anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah me, and, me and Rich worked out a little deal. And cool. I actually wore roll-offs because you already told you guys I'm a, not a roll-off yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. But I had issues at the first round, and it was totally my fault for not running roll-offs or the – Zip-offs, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, zip-offs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Zip-offs. But I actually ran them at the last race, and I actually didn't mind them. Um, tickle warm. One yeah. of the only guys to wear them in a second motos because um, the rain was coming. It was a huge storm coming, and – it didn't hit until about a half hour after the race. Oh, wow. um, but uh, he had heard that, and so was, he put roll-offs on to be safe. And so it was fine. He didn't need them, but he rolled them, dungeon warm. So. And then the, the new, like, starting uh, starting a few years ago, Pookie. <laughs> starting a few years ago, uh, Rich got the zip-offs made with the tear-off post on the canisters. Yep. Ooh, that's a sweet deal. That is cool. Yeah. The only thing that I do that I messed up on hmm. is I actually duct tape, put a little piece of tape on the roll-off canisters. Yeah. Because if the tear-off posts and you pull yeah. the tear-off, I've actually ripped the canister. No, and then, I, I, for all the racers I build, I do. Tape the, I, I tape the, the canisters. I also tape them on top yep. for the rain. And then, uh, yeah, run uh, tape up there so yeah. it doesn't get in. Exactly. So a uh, little bit of extra prep going on for the for the goggles. And, yeah, you're right. You can pull the canister open. Even though they, they shut closed pretty good, they, yeah. you'd be surprised, right? Yeah, they I have a question. Yeah. How do you put the, the panty liner really on care. right? I do it all. T- you haven't seen my. Because right, sometimes when I get them, it's too thick, so it covers up the vent on top with the foam on top. Um, you got to buy light days. It's light days, not the big girl ones. The light days. Okay. Um, is that what I buy, Pookie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. John okay. Knowles told me. What so it's skinnier. About. Skinnier light stays. You got to buy the Kotex brand. Don't buy no names. Nope. Buy the Kotex brand and non-scented. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What scented ones smell like? Mm. Thank you, bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. scented then. Shocking. <laughs> Chris, Chris won't even get off the starting line if it smells like fresh veg. <laughs> Why is he still wearing his goggles in the pits? <laughs> I don't know. Welcome back to the show, Kiefer. Weirdo. Uh, um, Pookie and I had a debate today, uh, driving to uh, to lunch, about uh, cremation or burial. Okay. What you gonna do? That what you're. What? She's all about cremation. Okay. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's how I'm going to do it because uh, I don't want to be in dirt and bugs and shit all, okay. you know, even though you don't know, but I don't know. Pookie, and I, oh, so I, I thought cremation, you get cremated, and but you still have like a place, like a rock or a plaque somewhere. You can. You can. She says you don't. 
No, she's, I didn't. She's going to carry me around. Yeah. I, I said, yeah, I want you to stay with me. Yeah, like I earned. Yeah. Yeah. He told me to bury him in Winnipeg. Really? Well, don't. is that where you'd go? No. Oh. You go with your wife? You Vegas? Guys. All my janky people, friends, have to come to Vegas to see my little plaque? No, well, that's no. why you stay with me. So there's no plaque? You, no. Everyone sees Pookie for you. <laughs> Pay your respects to me. The, the four dogs we have in our closet. Yes. Will I go in between them or in front of them or will they? Will You'll I? be out in the open. I won't put you in the closet. Okay, Either thank way. you. Are My you going to get? Will give me a house with a fireplace, and I'll put you right on the fireplace. Are you going to get spread anywhere too? Would you like to be spread anywhere? Like little piece of you in Winnipeg, like, like piece of you in Vegas. Like I'm going to sprinkle some mathis around a little bit. <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle some dick. Sprinkle, sprinkle some dick. That was. I wish they could burn parts. You know exactly what part it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you burn Steve's penis? And I want to keep that in a special I place. I need that piece for myself. Yeah, yeah, I, don't a couple think, I don't think you can, but that's, again, something that you would say, Kiefer, on the Pulp Mech show. Why don't you just get, um, like, a little urn necklace? So you're not going yeah. to get me a plaque or a, a marker anywhere? No, because I'm not trying to make a special trip out when I want to just say what's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's a lot of work, bro, to get the car. <laughs> it drives and you're not going to put the plug in Winnipeg? Uh, you know, we talked to your mom about that this weekend. She'll figure out what she wants to do. Okay. Why don't you just have a plug in Winnipeg? Talk- yeah, what was- you have, like, what? a little bit of in a little necklace urn for Pookie, and then you have the rest of it in, like, Tim Ferry's old carburetor or whatever. <laughs> I don't know a bad idea. Yeah, well, I have an urn for my mom on my mantle in my living room, and then I have a necklace, too, a little necklace urn that I could wear, which I never do. I think it's kind of weird, but is there stuff in the ur- is there yeah. like a little, container? little piece of her in there? Yeah, and yeah, that's how. No, that's, that's kind of creepy. Weird. And Heather's the opposite. Heather wants to be buried, mm-hmm. and I'm like, God, it's no good. So, what does that do for you as being a married man? If she she wants to be buried and you want to be cremated, how's that work? Because don't you? Most people will like, oh, if I'm getting buried, I want my husband buried. Well, then next we to decide, me. and then that if whoever <laughs> dies first, right. screwed. Yeah, yeah. is effed, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. right. Yeah, you're like, huh? Sorry, bro. You lost. Exactly. <laughs> I win. <laughs> uh, Kiefer always the competitive one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so you're getting buried. That's what you want. Uh, I don't know. No, he's not. I kind of want to. I kind of want a place where like all the pulp fans can maybe go and throw flowers down. Well, they can. Once we'll get some like make candles now, like Steve Mathis Jesus candles, and then when they, when it happens, we all light them in unison. Ah. See. I like that idea. But a little bit of uh, it's not bad. some Burberry, like candle. Burberry, Burberry, Burberry candles. <laughs> no, I'm not the Burberry guy. <laughs> Just spread his ashes over the track of Manitoba. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Great show tonight. Um, anything else, Boogie? How's RJ's face? He said it was a little bruised up, but he'll be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were on the Cincerillo bandwagon. You're on RJ bandwagon? Don't question me. Whose bandwagon are you on? Don't worry about it. Besides the new kids on the block bandwagon. <laughs> Are you going to let me go see another concert before the tour ends? No. Come on. No, beat it, bro. Is it, is it all the same set list every time? Yeah, too? Yes. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Huh. It's ridiculous. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Um, all right. 702-586-757. Calling time. These are the voicemails. Best of the best. Uh, voicemails. Yes, crazy lady called again. Yes, she left numerous messages. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Some of them, for three minutes, was just like... Uh, for three minutes, like like phone in a tub or phone in the sheets or something. Really? Yeah, but I didn't play that one because it was just literally just just like can't find the phone messages. So like an like an ass dial. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a bus yeah, 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 exactly. So here's the best of the best from the voicemails. 
Hey guys, this is Paul Beardchag from B. Warmer, South Carolina. I was just calling because I saw David Villeman was going to be on the show, and I just, you know, he was always one of my favorites as a kid, one of my favorite riders. Like, whenever he was on the 934 Yamaha and came over, came over here in like 98 or 99, he was always one of my favorites. No, actually, I, I couldn't stand him because he beat McGrath, but just following his career, he's done a whole lot, you know. And um, I remember when he was on Buku, I really liked him, liked him then, like on the TV show, that reality of speed show, um, I really liked it. No, no, I didn't really like him that much because he bitched and complained a lot. <laughs> That's a bike, decide what he, likes. he always, had, always had, like, excuses or something, but. But, uh, you know, like when, like his last part of his career when he rode like the, um, Larry for Factory Suzuki, that last little bit of his career, I really liked him then. He was, he seemed like a, he rode pretty well. Um, oh, no, no way. He, no, I didn't really like him on the Suzuki. He had like a beer gut. He used to hang out of his jersey. But, I mean, other than that, other than that, I really, I really liked him. And, TV's like uh, he was on the show last week. I don't know if you listened to. Yeah, it, a little but bit. People are just uh, you either love DV right. and you think he's the best host co-host ever, and he's real and he tells it like it is, and or you just hate DV. Like Berlutz, like yeah, yeah, Berlutz good. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't incite any passion like DV does. Right. Some people love DV, man. Love to hate him. Too. They would love to have DV on every week on the show if they could, and other people just would, yeah, want to light him on fire right. like this dude. So <laughs> and. I, I was always a big fan of his, other than that, but I don't know. I mean, you could play that. You could play that on the air or show it to him. Like, let him hear this, because, like, I was just letting him know that he's got a big fan, and I've always followed his career and really respect what all he's done. But, like, whenever he hit Stefan Roncada in Atlanta, I thought that was really cool. I mean, he had such a manly hit. I thought that he really knocked Ron Cotter's head off, and I was like, "Oh dear!" But, oh, but it's okay. Um, oh dear, he didn't get hurt real bad. And, wow. But I don't know. You can play this on the air if you want to, or show everybody, like show Villeman that yeah, I was really a big fan. But I mean, you could play it or not. I mean, you could play it, but <laughs> if not, that's okay too, I guess. Come on, bro. Have a great day. Yeah, he needs to wrap it up. Greetings, Pulp Nation. No disrespect to dumb Dave or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. I can talk, but I recently got into a fight with an angry I love all of your content and especially anything tips is included in. That being said, Devon, you top goblin grease walrus, take a big hydraulic suck off my ship height. If you give this illiterate peasant a podcast, I will have to climb the nearest tree and jump to my death. Thank you for all you do, Steve. More DD, please. More what? DD. <laughs> What's a shit pipe? I don't know, but I'm sucking it, apparently. Yeah, he's sucking it. Alaska <laughs> Pipeline, bro. He said he loves everything that Pookie does, though. Yeah. 
Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. I hope he finds a really tall tree, because I'm recording my podcast tomorrow. And when in the fuck is Pink coming to host again? Help my fuck Pink come back. No, we won't. No, we won't. Not even if you want us to. Not a million, not if you make us. And we'll anger us in the wind. Hey, Steve, this is Gibby. Um, I've just been listening to a couple of your podcasts last week or so. And kept giving, you kept saying uh, Nicoletti was getting in behind Purcell and learning his lines when actually it was the uh, Brock Tickle that you interviewed that said that. Um, at first, I didn't think it was a big deal, but after you said it a couple of times, I'm like, I actually had, went, had to go back and listen to the interview. It was actually Tickle that said that, that he got in and followed Purcell's lines. Um, so not a big deal. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, anyway, and also, could you find out if Shane McElrath is, how do you pronounce that? Because everybody keeps saying McElrath, but that's not how it's spelled. It's actually spelled McElrath. And I, I, I heard it both ways the first few times, I, you know, we started riding and, and then this McElrath. year just, everybody's just kind of gone McElrath and, and. Uh, I heard Weege a few times on the broadcast say McElrath, but then I heard him say McElrath. I hear keep going, people keep going both ways. So anyway, maybe you could ask him. He probably never says anything. He's just happy to be, you know, interviewed, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, not a big deal. I just thought it was it was curious that people were saying it that way. So anyway, thanks for the great show. Bye. Uh, the the guy's right. Tickle did tell me that, but Nicoletti also told me that in private twice about following. Purcell's lines and learning the lines. So that's why I brought it up because Tickle said it and was like, yeah, I followed some lines and I saw that it was a good job. But Nicoletti was going on and on about like uh, more so when we weren't recording about how Purcell's lines were bitching. So I just want to make a note too. Watching the race, Roxon freaked out because he's cut the track. He's like, oh, he's cutting the track. And he's yeah. pissed off. That inventive line that he went on the inside and mm-hmm. like over that huge hump and then down. The next moto in the, M- in the 250F class, fucking thing was burned in like a huge rut like so everyone yeah watched that and all the 250f guys started taking that line right there was just a huge rut through it yeah i didn't really see what Kenny it wasn't was. it the markers were back he he it wasn't cheating like yeah he was no, good to go i didn't see what what kenny was really saying so but kenny actually passed him in that corner right, exactly in the main rut not in the rut that's because he fudged Fuck. it up yeah right yeah. Okay, I'm listening to the show from Monday night, Tuesday today, and I'm listening. And you guys are talking about Gibbs and how creepy he is for talking to Lindsay Dudgy. Have we forgotten who works for Pulpamex as far as Moser as being one of the most creepiest people in the world? You say it's creepy that he talked to her. Moser, what hasn't he done that is not creepy? Good point. So I think Gibbs, nothing wrong with it. You didn't do anything wrong. Think he's fine. Stop giving him crap. He's good. Bye. Yeah, I wanted to chime in on the Lindsay Dungey deal. It gives uh, well, look at it. Without the fans, the writers don't have a job. And if I well, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, this is a stupid caller. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you listening. Thank you for that. Without the writers, without the fans, the writers wouldn't have a job. That's a dumb attitude, right? Kinda. I mean, I know what he's saying. Right. Because the fans buy bike sales, they go right. and spend tickets. I get it, but you can't do that. That's stupid. Right. Okay. My wife could be hanging around out in the open where the people that pay my salary are at, 
she better be cool and talk to them and engage them if that's what they want to do. I don't see anything creepy about that. Because if you're a bitch, now the fan doesn't choose us not to like me, maybe they quit buying my brand and go to the other brand. Same thing as my job. My boss is around, stops by my house for a beer, and my wife's a cut. Ooh. I may not have a job tomorrow. If she, wants, she doesn't want to stand around and be engaged, tell the bitch to get back in the truck and disappear. It's pretty wow. simple. Classy. He I sounds mean, like a reasonable man to deal with. out there in the open so the fans can engage you, be nice, talk to them, and uh, make them feel warm and fuzzy. If you don't want to talk to them, take your big kids and blonde hair back into the fucking truck. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Great show. He, uh, he sounds like a real reasonable man. Yeah. But I agree with him. Hey, be interactive. If you're how, not was interactive. He, how was Heather with the fans? She's great. How was she, though, <laughs> with the fans? I mean, did you... What? Was she nice to people? or? Yeah, she's very nice. Okay. She's like, I mean, honestly, let me did tell you something. Did she have any creepy fans in Canada? <laughs> like like Gibbs? Did, did a young Canadian Gibbs no, come but up to they, her? No, but when I said... Like, how's, how's Chris doing? Is Chris good? <laughs> how's Keith like feeling? This is really barbarian today. Oh my god, your breasts are beautiful. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah. She me and her do talk sometimes before we go to the races. I go, "Hey, because I'm big on being engaged with people and looking them in the eye and I say, "Hey, if you're not going to be that way, you're not going to talk." You know, you're hugging people and shit. Take your big tits into the truck. You can't get big tits to get in the fucking trailer. <laughs> That's what you tell her? Get the fucking out of here. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but, um, but you got to be engaged. That's why you're there. Talk to people, be nice, you know? Yeah. Okay, so Heather was cool with people. Yeah, she's cool, and people were like, "Oh, I'm like, hey, this is my wife." She's like, and they're like, "Oh, Heather, I, nice to put a face, you know, with the show, you know." So they're they, looking at her face. Yeah, they weren't. They're, they're <laughs> I tell Heather to wear a higher top, but she doesn't listen to me. They're just wondering how you got her. That's it. I I agree. Probably no. Mm-hmm. It's probably. I guarantee you, like the Codus and Dylan <laughs> yeah. Wright and Kevin like, Ta- Kevin Tyler, are like what? She this fucking dime piece you just got? They're like, and he went eleven eleven. Holy shit! What is wrong? They're like, there man, is no chance that Kiefer pulled this. He's paying for this shit. It's probably right. a confidence booster for them. Right. They're like, damn, look, right. like, we I, can do this. Right. Hey Heather, how's Kiefer? Hi. 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 All right, let's go. Hey, how you doing, there, folks? This is El Gringo 118, Ed Gomez. I just wanted to call you up and tell you I love the show. I love DV, telling it like it is. I love Kiefer. I love Gibbs. I love them all. You guys rock. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, man, that, that episode 10 with uh, Watson on it, uh, holy, holy crap, that makes me laugh. Good show, man. I want all the dirt. Give me the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. I love it. You got me hooked. I enjoy it as a writer. It's a beautiful show. Good job. I'll keep up the good work. And uh, I tell you what, sometimes the hosts are better than the guests. I'll tell you that right now. All right, much love, man. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Definitely this guy's from Florida. Yeah, Yeah. totally. It's high desert. Yeah, (laughs) high desert. He's our neighbor. For sure. Hey, Steve, I wanted to put in a request. I forgot to tell you before. Uh, This is Ed Gomez. I wanted to uh, request some more Watson. Ed Watson on that show. I love hearing his stories. And, uh, you know, BV, I like his ethical approach and his commentary and his opinions. I appreciate him and I understand him. And uh, JT, I love him too because I like his analytical point of view. So I'm putting in a request, man. Hook me up, man. Um, All right, keep up the- Hickory dickory dock. <laughs> 
guy doesn't sound like his last name is Gomez. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. He's a Boston Mexican. That's awesome. Is that the Joe situation? Dirt. Was that the situation? <laughs> no, right. I know, huh? I um, Watson's coming back in. He when he was in last time, he was t- way too mellow. We gotta get him fired up. We gotta get something to piss him off. Yeah, we gotta do that. How do we do that? We gotta chat room has yeah, to go but crazy. Sometimes you can't deal with him when he's all aggro. I know. It's like we want the we want the like the three quarters Kenny. Not the it's wide open Kenny. Has D V and, and Kenny been in the studio at the same time? Uh yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Was yep. that was that good? Uh I don't remember. Very A lot loud. of mumbling. Yeah. Was it uh the Vegas show? No? I yeah, I think so. I don't know. Like at this point in the pulp show, I got to keep the co-hosts like away from each other. Some of them, you know. So, like JT and DV can't really interact very much, you know. So, but when uh, they do, it's fireworks. Yeah, oh, and Berlut and DV don't really want to interact that much, you right. know. And yeah. When is Ping coming back? Never. Ping's, Ping's yeah, add me no. to the list. It's when been a long Ping time. Back? Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Dude, you're telling me we've had it. We've, he's broken two or three. Like I'll be there's. I'll He's just busy with his there. work or whatever. Yeah. So. All right. Keep, keep up the good work. And uh, sorry for the noise. I'm in a truck. That's why it's so noisy. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Give me some more crazy lady. All right. That crazy lady message. There's something about that. I like that. Put, put more. <laughs> something more about lady. that. Appreciate it, man. Have a good day. Peace. Uh, I'm just listening to the archives. So I'm just now getting back to the argument about talking to the writer's wives or following the writer's wives, whatever. I think this DV was in there, the smartest man on the planet, on record. <clears throat> the reason why people follow them is because the writers don't tweet that much, and if they do, it's a bull crap about their products that they're wanting to, that they have to tweet about. It's very rarely that they actually tweet about something that they're doing from day to day. So that's the reason why I follow it. I have to really see... Oh, what's Lindsay Dungy doing today? But what's Ryan Dungy actually doing today? And so <clears throat> another part of it is, those wives, um, come on, let's be honest. All women are like this, for the most part. They love attention. Of course they're throwing themselves out there uh, and to get the attention. And they want to be recognized by somebody like Gibbs or, you know, anybody else that walks along. But <clears throat> so that's the reason why people follow them, and that's the reason why they put They put themselves out there. Oh, and they probably want all the Monster Girls to know that their rider does have a woman. You know, they're trying to stake a little claim. But that's all I got. Have a nice day. Say, ugly cat. What? Steve. Ow. I think that was the best one so far. Have a nice day, ugly cat. Something like that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Gary is online one. Wants to ask Keith for a question. Gear dog. Yeah, hey, Chris. This is RM125. How you doing? Hey, RM. How are you? I'm pretty good. Just listening to the show like I do every Monday night. Nice. Hey, when, uh, when I was talking to you, you, you asked me why. I said, why don't I write something with a little more power? And then I just read your article in Dirt Rider about the Husky 125 and just want to know how you felt about that bike. Uh, that bike was actually really good. They built me a, a good engine from the, the factory there, and it obviously pulled my big butt around the hills of Glen Helen. So, yeah. I uh, I think for you being a 125 guy, I think you'd like it a lot. Yeah, I I, I mean the 125 is just so much fun. Although in my vet racing, you know, I'm usually racing 450s, and those KTM 350s are pretty popular too. Eh? 
Hey, I had a, got a question for uh, Steve. Yo. Steve, are you going to Regina this year? No. No. Oh, Last time I was there, I, I was assaulted, so I just decided not to go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was um, one of the guys that gave you a bag of cheesies last year, and then somebody upstaged me and gave, gave you a bigger bag. Uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. I remember you now. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, you were hanging out to go for Dunes uh, you, Honda rig, I think. So. Did you give Kiefer the cheesies in this case? No, it wasn't no, this, him. This was no, the other it wasn't guy. me this time, eh? I was going to ship you some to Regina with a buddy of mine. Uh, we're oh. going out there, sun's racing this weekend. So. No, I'm uh, I'm going to Winnipeg this weekend, uh, RM. Yeah, but that's, a, that's just a short, that's a hop, skip, and a jump, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm only going for a short little stay, and uh, um, so i got to go see the family and my nieces and, and everything else. So uh, That's cool. Yeah, that, you got to do that, man. Hey, one more thing for Chris, eh? Uh, I introduced that uh, that buddy of mine, eh, and you said, uh, hi, I heard you were real fast back in the day. I forgot to tell you, he raced the MX the Nations two years ago and three years ago. That fella. Oh, really? So the bet MX, the bet MX the Nations oh. in England. Eh? So hey, um, and, that, uh, RM, did you see? Uh, did you see Heather Kiefer there? I sure did, dude. She I smoked. Said, I said, uh, no, I'm not creepy. trying to sound like Devin and yeah. go creepy, man. But I said, is this the lovely Heather? And uh, and she said, it sure is. A very, very nice, gracious lady. And I thought, uh, you know, he had a really cute kid, Chris. But so, dude, uh, way, way, very nice meeting you. Hey, way hotter than Kiefer probably you would think Kiefer could get. Boy, I'm telling you, I know all these, these motor guys pull these checks, man, but I'm telling you. She huge, was huge dongs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, thanks, RM. All right. Good, thanks, good meeting you, RM. Thanks, buddy. Bet you guys. Take yeah. care. Bye. Steve, Devin, this is Chris from Northern California. Hi, Chris. I just got done uh, listening to uh, two shows ago, and uh, Devin's sad music, and Steve, your commentary to Ryan Villapoto, trying to ask him to call you. Text you, come home, had me literally pissing my pants in public at a coffee shop. So, well played, guys. I Devin, that funny. Sad music, producer of the year, tits is a joke, guy doesn't know dick about motocross. I don't think it's weird that you talk to uh, Dungey's wife. I know Steve does, but anyways, keep up the good work, fellas, and uh, RV, come home. Call Steve, please. Thanks, guy. Uh, that's all you're going to say? What? That's all you're going to say. What? He's on my side. Thanks. The sad music, it was your idea. I what can't is the thing with, Thank what you. What's the thing with Dungey's wife and you? Like, what is that about? The sad music, I pulled the sad music up. Yeah, I know. Okay. I hit play, though. Give me credit. He hit play, everybody. Yeah. All Good right. Job. Just like you're producing, you're going to be doing for tomorrow. I'm oh. going to hit record, but yeah. yeah. Close enough. But yeah, no, Kiefer, I don't know what's going on with me and Lindsay Dundee. Not much. She's beautiful. She is. Complicated. It's a complicated relationship. Did you see that on Facebook? Yeah. No, I just think it's creepy. What you know, that he goes up to Lindsay. He asked Lindsay Dungey to race. Like, how you doing? Oh, it's like like he knew her. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It's like, weird. dude. Not like, really. Like, she just like, walk by. Hey, like you're, you're like you're not like my whole thing is like you're a fan of the rider. Right. And so if you talk to the rider, I get it because you're a fan. You watch them ride. You admire them. The wives don't really want to talk to you. You don't know them, and it's creepy. That's and Brittany Chisholm kind of backed me up on it. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Liar. People ask me how I am at the races all the time. I never think they're creepy. Boom. Yeah, Brittany sort of backed me up. She said that she gets hit by creepy dudes. But that has yeah. nothing to do with me yeah. and saying hi to another rider, though. Yeah, but somebody going up and saying hi to somebody, hi, how are you, is not... You're different, well, though. I have people I think to talk you, my face off. You're different. 
How? You're on Why? this show. You're not a, like oh, Lindsay Dunsey. Lindsay Dunsey doesn't have a show. She doesn't She's put herself out show? there. Lindsay Dunsey. She's has never been on the show. I don't put myself out there. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Just like Lindsay is. And you're on this show. Lindsay Dunsey doesn't put herself out there Pookie. in a show. Pookie, how many followers do you have on Twitter? Thirty-five hundred. Okay, she has thirty-five thousand. Fourteen, bro. Thirty-five thousand creepy that's dudes. That's from Dungey, obviously. Well, that's fine. Her, her thirty-five hundred are from the show. Right. Uh, I don't want not. And a couple of her friends. <laughs> a couple of her couple. Tea Garden and Pottery Barn can't get taken away because I'm a French tea in Japan. So you're gonna have to tell them to go back in right now. Right back. Right back into the hotel. The management of Paris Hilton doesn't lose her band. Do you have the number for that lady? Yes. Yeah. When are we doing this? No, I'm not going to do it. She's mentally unstable. She has something wrong with her. There's no doubt. I, would I not could call pretend her. I'm in a game show, and yeah, I could like. I, I don't think that that's cool because she's. Do you really think she does? What? It's it mentally unstable. Then she's just fucking around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, she's yeah. She's okay. not right. She's got problems. So right. I wouldn't want to do that to her. Like it'd be like calling, you know. Right. Well, if she is like that, I yeah, agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not normal. So I don't want to do that. But it would be funny. But let's like, right. let's stay a little classy. Okay. Got it. But not much. But a little classy. Not so when you're it. spooning your wife and you're spooning her in a motorhome, like, oh, let's stay a little classy. You know what? Like you've never spooned in your life. Stay a little classy. Yeah, but you had spoon sex. And you haven't? No. Whatever. Stealth mode. <laughs> I have never had to be in our <laughs> Another Another Kiefer draw. Stealth mode. Stealth mode. Everybody's been there. If only Swiss Corps would actually give me some new drops, it'd be great. This <laughs> is Chris from San Diego. Yeah, I was just wondering why when uh, Kiefer did bad, you talked about it all over the place, but then when he does ninth overall, don't say a damn thing about it. I did, I though. that was pretty good that he did that good. Anyways, love the show. Can you clear it up? Yeah, did. you did. You had my back. But good and bad. Or yeah, both, and, both I, and that's how I like it. I like I, talking I, shit when I, I do bad. I, I like I text a list some more. I need a photo. You know what I mean? Both times. Give yeah. me a photo. I need, need some for Instagram. No, I think you actually, I think as bad as I thought it was going to be Monday when I was going to call in after Camlips, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, people were okay with it. Yeah, I think people people just like you trying it, you know, and lining up. I mean, they're idiots, but they liked it. <laughs> right. So I can't believe I spent three hours at the border. Yeah, it was that's, tough. Went through your phone. That's gnarly. Heather's purse. Yeah. What they find in there? Can I go through Not your the, phone? No. Oh yeah, they can do whatever they want, bro. Wow. Beat it. Don't come to Canada then. Uh, Greatest country in the world. Going to Canada. Well, we're going this weekend. Yeah, if, they if, don't sweat you, and you come with him. Then nothing like. If you get denied, bro, later I'm going. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> when are you going to tell Debbie the news? Bro. When are you going to tell her? You are in so much trouble with your mom. <laughs> All right. Hi, Paul Pimax. This is Gary calling. Hi, Gary. I just wanted to call first to say thanks for all that you do, Steve. Um, you and your team provide an awesome podcast for all of us to listen to. Thank you, Gary. And I really appreciate it. And I also had an idea uh, for a themed show, like you did the Valentine's Day uh, ladies show a couple years ago. What if you did a Moto Dads show? Um, I think it could be pretty interesting. You know, you have a good story there with John Tomac and his son Eli and the way that he has trained him. Um, James Stewart's dad, um, you know, he's trained two pro top-level motocrossers. I think that could be an interesting story. It just seems like, you know, moto is such a family-oriented sport. Everyone has a story with their dad. 
So I think that could be really cool to touch on that. And if you could gather up all of those those good moto dads, it'd be awesome to hear their perspective on things, especially with what's going on now with the, the safety issues and everything. Uh, anyway, just an idea. Of course, no moto dad story would be complete without uh, Tony Alessi, but uh, I won't hold my breath for that one. Again, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Later. The only moto dad one I would have is with T-Way. Just an hour of T-Way. It's good shit. Ah, T-Way. Strong. Honestly, what that guy said does not interest me in the least. Right. Like, I don't know. Is that wrong? Uh, I think certain dads would be okay. I think Tony Lessie would be great. But not, really? Not for you. You think he'd be great? Not for you. Like something that if, if I could go to Tony and, and interview him, it would be a little bit different. I think that the Some sport... of the best moments have been with Tony on here. <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. I think the minority of moto dads would be I, – I don't know if I could find five that I would want to talk to that I don't think have issues. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you there. Like, it, it's not good in the pits right now. And I'm writing a feature story about it. And there's a lot of parents – and again, they're the parents, but there's so many parents here who, who, who lack any comprehension of anything that has to do with their with their son. Like they cannot figure it out. They they're biased. They can't put themselves in other people's shoes. They're just crazy. Right. There's a ton of them. So, like I said, I don't think I could find two or three that would be like those dudes get it. They're cool. It's rough. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's rough. How's the off road world for that? Better. Yeah, a little bit, a little lower key. Yeah, I mean, you still get it at times. Yeah, because everybody's everybody's father wants to see him do good. Of course, yeah. But I think off road in general, I think Kiefer can attest to this. Is it's a lot mellower. It's like yeah, Canada, they're, not, it's they're not expecting them to be the next dude uh, the because there's ticket, no there's yeah. no money in off road right. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So there's some. I mean, there's just crazy stories out there. Like I mean, T Way's a good one and. uh T-Way. <laughs> That's it, huh? That's all you got? T-Way. I think McGrath's dad would be good. Yeah. T-Way. All right. Help me. I'm seriously, I'm, there's got to be more. Yeah, I don't. I've heard crazy stories about so many dads and teams just going, what's wrong with this dude? Seely's dad, you said it was cool. Oh, yeah. Seely's dad. And, and, and the Honda guys vouch for him. They're like, dude, he just chills, he hangs, he thanks us. He says this is awesome. He can't believe his son's riding for factory Honda. Yeah, I met Seeley's dad and, a few times. He's a good dude. Yeah, and Seeley's dad, he, uh, yeah, yes. What about Frank Thomas? <laughs> Frank's way more <laughs> mellow now. Frank, I asked JTV to interview. He said Frank wouldn't be good interviews. He's too mellow now. You know who I think would be a really good dad interview? Well, whoever it is, is, you're probably wrong. but Christian Craig. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. no, not at all. Actually, it's terrible. Really, yeah. Mike Craig? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> should, sure he, I mean, you probably couldn't they, tell any of his Christian stories. was sitting here and going, yeah, dude, I don't know. He's whacked. The son. Mm. So, yeah. What about that other? There was a young kid whose dad came up to you. At, oh, uh, since dad Aldridge? is cool. Aldridge? No, somebody's dad came up to you, and it was like, you're like, yeah, I didn't even know who your kid was. He must have done good at that race. And it's like a young kid with, like, long, dark, curly hair. Forget it. Josh Hansen. Um, <laughs> Nick Schmidt. <laughs> What was he cool with me or was he yeah, an idiot? Yeah, yeah, he was cool. Oh, was he cool with me or was he an was idiot? He was a young kid. It must have been Utah last year. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. But um, uh, oh, Cincerillo's dad's pretty cool. He's gnarly, but he gets it. He gets it. He's a nice dude. He he bag makes fun of Adam. You know, says he's riding like shit or whatever. Like he's. Harvey's dad's cool. 
yeah, he he's got the blinders on though. Really? Man. Yeah. His dad, Gare Bear. Oh, Gare Bear. Gare Bear would be good. Who? Yeah, Gare Bear. Chizzes. Oh Chizzes yeah. Dad. Yeah. All right, look for the Moto Dad show with Gare Bear, T Way, and Sealy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. Later. What up? It's Chunks. Paul the Max. I got a question. What's wow. up with the John Tomac and Zach Osborne situation? If John Tomac gets Zach Osborne on the podium, does this open up doors and opportunities for John Tomac to start his own tra- motorcycle training? Will he get other riders? Will he start making money himself? Uh, I just want to get your thoughts. John Tomac seems normal. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Seems normal. Okay. Get your thoughts and see what's going on with that situation. Seems like something's brewing. The John Tomac facility, you know, could be hot. Like... I don't think John Tomac would want to do that. He's got no, money. He's, he he's, he's, he's not shit. into that yeah. at all. So I mean, he's you done know? too much to want to do something small right. like that. Yeah, he's got a full time deal. Anyway. Are you yeah. talking to your girlfriend or something? Look at Devin's video he just posted. Yeah, on Instagram. I need to talk to Devin about that when the show's over. Talk to me right now. About what video? Don't yeah, post video? videos or pictures of me ever. All right, sorry. Especially Ooh. when I look like this. You look great. No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Okay. But Who are you d- talking to? What are you doing on your phone? I wonder what Seriously. you're always doing. Give me your phone. Doing over Let me there. see your phone. Let me see your phone for a minute. Delete. Delete. He just grabs it and smashes it. Just throws it out the window. Throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. Stuff it up my ass. <laughs> All right. That's a keeper comment. <laughs> hey, Steve. Um, I was just watching the uh, first moto here of the 250s, and... Um, I was really surprised by uh, them saying, I think it was Georgia was, was saying that uh, Eli Tomac and John Tomac have been helping out Osborne during the week, like pitboarding for him and stuff. And Yeah, and John- uh, that's also been in observations about three weeks ago, and it was talked about on this pulp show three weeks ago. So, but, yeah, but Georgia brought it up. Good job, Georgia. And John Tomac even came to uh, what? the race here, high point here, for support of Zach Osborne. I think that's really friggin' cool. That's good people right there. Later. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Please, you need to have a segment with JT, simply called Yes or No with JT. First, you ask him the question. The first thing he has to do is either answer yes or no. He couldn't do it. He can then back up why he chose yes or no and give his reason. But first, he has to answer yes or no. Try it. Give a clock he couldn't do it because he would say, um... I was just going to say it would be either um, yes, or um, um no. We're gonna go to, we were going to do future headlines tonight. But <laughs> it got kiboshed. I forgot. I was busy. What the hell is it doing? That has been the voicemails. Oh, 702-586-757. There you go. Call in any time. Leave a voicemail. Best of the best make it, and that's where the best of the best. Um, uh, Freddie Norn, RJ Hampshire. What does RJ stand for? Roger John. You don't know. Ron Jeremy. You don't know. I'm not going to tell you. You don't know either. No, you don't. No, you do not. What is it? Richard. I used to know. (laughs) Good job. Richard James. That's a good one. That's probably Uh, Alden Baker. Uh, Chris Kiefer, Gary Sutherland in studio. And uh, thanks to uh, all you people for listening. We really appreciate it. Got it. Is this worth thinking? Okay. 
702-586-757. Call anytime. Uh, Pookie, why don't you? Uh, why don't you? That's awesome. Why don't you? Why don't you read our sponsors here? Okay. Call anytime. We'll put you on hold and not take it. <laughs> well, fine. So All right. It. Hey, what's up? Who's this? Hello. Yeah. What about? Uh... Was that Mike? Oh, who oh, was it? Oh my God. He was going. He was doing it. Sorry, bro. Dude, you're brutal. I, I it wasn't call that back, one. bro. Too much background noise, anyways. He was on a cell phone driving, so. Window was down. Hey, those sponsors are going to read themselves, fuck. I'm waiting for you to read it out, bro. Spike. Go. Jeez. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roost hold Graphics, on, hold on. X-Brand hold Goggles. Hold on, hold on. Say the name of the sponsor and then say what they make or what they oh, do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Don't try to clown me. I'm not clowning you. Yes, you fuck. are. I want to see you if you know, it, who, who know you know who pays the mortgages. Yes, you do. Okay. Fly Racing Helmets. Good. I mean, they Race make much tech, more, but that's fine. Suspension. Yeah. Right on. Vortex Sprockets. Nice. Oh, I just blew your mind Ooh, you right did, there. You did. You did. Roost Graphics. Nice. X-Brand. Hold on. It says Roost Graphics. As, as <laughs> <laughs> it does say This is your game, though. This was your game. X-Brand yeah. Goggles, NFAB, Jeep and Truck, Barts slash par- Parts. Hot Cams, Cams. Right. What are Cams? <sighs> What's Cam short for? Jeff Emig's real name. What's what's Cam short for? Camberator. Camberator? Yeah. Camberia. I don't know. It's not part of the game. Camshaft. Works connection. What do they make? I have no idea. Hard parts. Pookie. Atlas neck braces. FMF. What does Atlas make? What does Atlas make? Neck braces. Okay, just checking. W wheels. Guts what? Racing, Seat Covers, nice. Two Under, Undies, Ooh. Golfer Brakes, KTM, Parts Express. What does Golfer do? Dot com. Your handwriting is bad. And Black Ops Moto. Fuck it. What does Black Ops do? I don't know. What does KTM Parts Express sell? KTM Parts. There you oh, go. very good. There's right, no everybody. shortage. Blame. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Sutherland. Thank you for coming in, Garebear. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you it. You haven't signed the pit board? No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Damn, dude, you're yeah. not that important. We do use pit boards in off road. Yeah, no, that. I'll get them to sign. I just haven't yet. I'm, I'm doing a radio show right <laughs> I now. I thought he said straight up no. He didn't want no. to sign it. No, no, no. Wouldn't no, be the no, first no time. I said, did you? <laughs> yeah, she said, did I? <laughs> Hope you had fun, man. I appreciate you oh, coming in. Good, good luck with the work series. Good luck thank with the X brand goggles and everything. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Keith, always good time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com. Chris Kiefer. And also. Where DirtRider.com is getting a facelift. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing about this for like a year. Nope. It's coming this month, so it's going to be great. It's okay. way better than our generic site we have going on right uh, now. My contract's up with Racer X at the end of this year. Ooh, dealing time. Come in. Come on in. Talk to my agent right over there. There it is. There she is. She's the Show agent. Me the money. So, uh, yeah, thank you, bud. Appreciate it. What's up for you? What's your plans? What's going on? What's, uh, your, what's your story? I got tons of 2016 intros coming up, so we can start talking about that here pretty soon. When yeah, I come back and, and uh, keep ring testing going on. A lot of the niche niche, niche coming up to niche two weeks, okay. a couple of weeks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so we'll be talking about 2016s. Yamaha's coming up, uh, Kawasaki and Husky and Suzuki. So it's all next month. All right, fantastic. And uh, you're still going to race one of those races in Canada, end of July. End of July, yeah. Going to so, go to Colorado here for a little bit. And then uh, Colorado train at altitude, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more like, more, all, more all like try no. to stalk Peyton Manning. <laughs> that's Heather. That's not me. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to uh, you people. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser uh, Gibbs. Your podcast is in uh, about fourteen hours from now. Some sleep, bro. Excited. Yeah.
Can't wait. Super stoked. You realize we're gonna, I'm going to listen back to this and get clips pulled, and then we're going to laugh at you. That's So when is it fine. going up, then? I don't know. We need to make an intro and stuff and all that. We, I mean, it'll go up this week. Oh, it's this week. Okay. Yeah, it'll be sometime this week. So we're just going to record it and then get everything else in, yeah. like the intro and outro. Cool. Dope. So what, what is, is it there a, another way of doing it? I don't know. I what is we were the just winging it. What is the deciding factor on having another one after this? I don't know. Maybe the fans need to decide. Maybe the downloads, you know, the number of downloads. Okay. So let's have an over-under on downloads. Ten. <laughs> Ten. If it gets... If over 100 downloads, is it getting our show? Oh, it's going to get over 100 downloads. It will. His show will get... 2,700. 4,500 downloads, I predict. Wow. Really? I, I think really? he'll get 4,500 downloads, yeah. I think you're crazy. If he gets over... <laughs> if he gets over... And then he gets you, Gibbs. That sounds like a lot. Damn, that sounds like a lot. Dude, honestly, like a lot. I could put out a podcast of this. And it's going to get 5,000. <laughs> Whatever you touched there did nothing. No, I know, but that I was, was trying point. to even... That's what Heather says. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, this show gets 20,000. Yeah. Uh, my worst show we do is about seven. Okay. So Gibbs is going to get half okay. of seven, 35, four. Okay. Let's say th- anything over 35. Okay. 3,500 downloads. Gibbs, you get another show. Sweet. I am ready to do it. Under 3,500 downloads. Done. And the laughing joke of Pope Max until I retire. Clipped. Clip. Clippy, clippy. So I think you'll do it. a lot of buzz on Twitter. I'm, I'll tell you no, that. Oh, really? A lot of buzz? Yeah. <laughs> Is it trending? Gibbs Nation. Six favorites. <laughs> Gibbs Nation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a hashtag. It's not up there. But uh, it's, it's, there's, uh, there's one. Gibbs, thank you for your help. Uh, Swiss Core Moser, thank you guys. And uh, thanks again. The show wouldn't happen without you. PulpMaxShow.com. Check out Sponsor Deals. Uh, thanks to all of our partners on board. We appreciate it. Gary Sutherland, Chris Kiefer, I'm Steve Mathis, and that's Pookie Mathis. And we will see you in two weeks. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and... I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.